You're not singing. Uh, today's show's gonna suck. At least you're, you at least you'll be awake. What's that? At least you're awake. Oh god, fuck. Holy shit. It's <laughs> just like, well, I mean, we, we, we barely begun Dante, so you don't know if I'm going to be able to make it to the... Okay, fuck off. This is John Seth, and you're listening to John Seth's World. I'm here with my co-host... Sean, a.k.a. King David. And, and King... Dante, King Dante. Dante. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, everyone, about last episode. I was fucking tired. <laughs> you were really tired. I was like, you're really, oh, really, really oh my asleep. god, they haven't heard it yet. I, well, well, I mean, they will right before this. I'm sure. <laughs> right, right, right. That's <laughs> Let's true. do it in order. So, like, uh, I, I'd been up for two days, and I thought to myself, like, boy, it would be a really good idea to like record an episode. And I thought I could just stay up because you know I'm 13 years old, and my body and my soul are able to stay up for days on end. But that's not true anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I think my age caught up with me last week. That, that was, was pretty amazing. Holy I, fuck. You know, I was sitting here just like... No, but we're talking. Yeah. And, and, and it was basically Sean and I talking. And all of a sudden, I see his his eyes kind of... I, bul- try, I was trying to chime in. Was like, uh, well, like, but I'm he's like, like uh, oh shit, Josh is going to fall out of the chair. <laughs> like, he was like... He was like I think he was asleep sitting up. Well, he, he was falling asleep yeah. for sure. Yeah. He was definitely like zo- like zoning I, I was, out. I was, so I was, I was trying. Like, I would like, I would like come this in, conversation. I would wake up and I'd be like, okay, I... John Seth, resolve that I will be awake <laughs> for the rest of the show. I will now enter with a pithy comment. And I would do it. And then, and then <laughs> <laughs> It was amazing. Oh, amazing for you. Not so much for I was Every time, like, every time I would do it, I'd wake up like, okay, this time we're going the, the distance. And then we had, I was, you know what, fuck it. And then I, I asked Sean Dante, I was like, maybe we should just like do the rest <laughs> later so that we can all participate because, you know what, a show called John Seth's World isn't a show without John Seth. You know, that, that was a, t- <laughs> that was a, I guess that's what's called a TKO. It was. Yeah. yeah. It was a TKO. Don, honestly, you guys did, like, I, I listened to it. It was good. I believe you guys did a good job. You carried I the show. I, I, sure I, I chimed in. It wasn't no terrible. One's, no one's listened to you and me talk about it. I know. I bet it was, it was probably really <laughs> I haven't heard it, but I... I, 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 I you know, people can have their opinions. I don't give a fuck. I, yeah. I chimed in every few minutes. I'd be like, uh, you know what I felt like? Remember that? You ever seen Alice in Wonderland? The, like, the, the mouse in the teapot? Twinkle, twinkle, little star. I don't, yeah. remember. <laughs> I don't remember that. He, like, no. he like, kind of comes up and he like chimes in for like 30, you know, 10, 15 seconds and goes back to like and back and falls, asleep. falls asleep. The live action like 90s one. <laughs> yeah. where it's like I don't think it's live action. Wow. It's, it's from the like the 50s, 60s or whatever it was cartoon. Wow, that was before my time. Yeah, Dante. I mean, like way back in the day when I like watched cartoons like that. No, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> no but like it was. Um, that's that's how I felt last week. I would try. I, I woke up. I would try to like chime in. I, I doubt anything I said was uh, of any consequence or note. But you guys really drove the show, so thank you. Um, my sincerest apologies to anybody who t- chimed in to hear me. Although, honestly, if that's what you, if that's why you listen to the show, you you need a severe. A re-examination of your life, and uh, and and I I will disappoint you every week going forward. I promise. I think so. they heard you snoring now. I don't doubt that. Did I snore? I wouldn't doubt oh, that. Oh man, I've heard you <laughs> snore. I don't know. If you may maybe a little bit. I really hope so. I hope that like there's in the background. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they won't they won't know what it is because they haven't. Well, they heard won't in that this episode. episode this episode will be like, oh, that's that, right. that well, makes sense. I think they'll figure it out. Well, yeah. you just need to sleep for a little bit, and then you know half the well, time you've, you snap you've been right there back. Before. Which you've I've seen, there. which is the craziest oh, thing God, in the world. You should describe it to people because like no one believes it when I like explain so, it. Because yeah, because you've explained it before to people, and then you and I were driving back from somewhere, and you you you're driving and. 
Um, we were, well, we were well, on the way. First, first it's notable. I, I, I hit a wall at a certain point. Yeah. And I just like, that That wall is like, I don't know what it is. It feels like a flush of like chemicals in my body. And it's like, you're going to get tired in about five to ten minutes. And I'm like, okay. like So I guess I have to find some place to like lay my head or everything is fucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. like... I do that, and then like there's so so this one time I was driving Sean home, and I had this like, uh oh, I'm gonna fall asleep, and like so we pull over to the side of the road where like I'm dropping you off your car, not so far away. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you immediately when you park, uh, I wasn't sure if I should get out yet or not, <laughs> right. and you just immediately pass out and go, to, and I was like, okay, so I guess he's gonna sleep, and then like after like like ten minutes of like. Being on like Reddit or something. Sean Sean was watching me sleep for ten minutes. It's a little creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he was like, you you were sorted. Like you just went right out. I woke up. Very cute. Yeah, very cute. I was was gone right away. And then like right, right, ten minutes later, right as I open the door, he wakes up. And he's like, yep, I'm good. And my, my cock was in his hands. Yeah. Down <laughs> oh, boy. That's what woke him up. I was giving him a little feel. <laughs> and I got right. I got, got a little too close to the balls. But wait, nobody, and then he nobody just kind of like snapped up. <laughs> and was like, ooh. I, that's what you did the, the, the last show when he was sleeping. Yeah. That right. explains so much. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Jamie Dimon had some comments <laughs> on Bitcoin this week. Oh, Speaking of tiny well, penises. So... I wanted to bring the, the Jamie Dimon thing up because everyone freaks out about what Jamie Dimon's been saying about Bitcoin, mm. which he's just been saying it's a fraud. Yeah, he's he's always been saying his message hasn't changed. Right. And people are, and, but I, there's a lot of like people saying, oh, I can't believe, there's a lot of like outrage at Jamie Dimon saying this, despite the fact that a lot of like people at JP Morgan well, are buying say? Bitcoin and, they, and, and they're involved in like, you know, all these different projects. Right. What's, what's Jamie Dimon going to say? What else is he going like, to say? Right. right? Like, like I, I don't know. Like when you're that guy in that position... What what is the what is the way to kind of go about well, his, discussing bigger? His, his responsibility yeah. is to his shareholders. Like he he has to do things, including comments publicly that he needs to make. He needs to make them on behalf of his shareholders. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like I don't know. Like I mean, I, I doubt that he has a, a, a robust or uh, you know valid understanding of what Bitcoin is or how it works. Right. Um, because I'm sure JP Morgan is a huge organization, and blockchain right. probably isn't like as big of a. Well, that's the thing. Like, 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 like he's he like, Mister Mister Diamond, <laughs> I have a new idea. Remember when I invented the credit default swaps? He's like, yeah, yeah Bly, that, that was that was my invention, but I remember when I did the credit. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Diamond, I have a new invention. It's called the blockchain. And so like, he probably let her pitch it, and she tried it for two weeks, and he's like, this is this is one just like credit default swaps when you tank the economy, Blythe. <laughs> like, this is never like you're stupid. We're, this, this is never is gonna stupid. work. Yeah, you, like, <laughs> we're never we're never gonna use this. This is a scam, <laughs> and that's probably his understanding of Bitcoin. He's yeah. like, well, Blythe is into it, just like credit default swaps. Who's really cared about his opinion up to, uh, all this time? Well, the, the I, Bitcoiners I, have this like weird like relationship with banks where they're like, we we want to take the banks down, and then the banks come, they're like, we're looking at blockchain, like, they're yeah. here, yeah. they're yeah. here right. looking at blockchain, yeah. we're gonna be rich. Right. Like, do you, do you right. hate the banks or do you want them here? Right. Like, what what is it that you would really what what's going on here? Because like honestly, like you can't have it both ways. Either you want them or you don't want them. And I, I think I think Bitcoiners realize like this is what we were talking about. Like there's cognitive dissonance in everybody, and this is like mm-hmm. where libertarians have it. They want the validity that the the banks being here give them. They want the validity of like retail transactions, but they don't want they don't want to talk about what real retail transactions happen in Bitcoin or have happened in the last years because they think that somehow like delegitimizes it. And they they, Re- they think also denial. They also think that like they're yeah. here to like destroy the bank. Even though they want the validity of the banks, so like I don't really understand what the, what their position is, uh, except that they're just nuts. 
that's pretty accurate. Well, they, like, they want to stamp of approval by banks. So, like, I, I don't know. Well, like, it's also it's also that, that that's the organization of power, and they think that this might be a shift from from that to whatever they're part of. <laughs> so it's like it's very well, it's much great, like Bitcoin is the great libertarian reboot. They'd be like, yeah, it's coming. I swear to God, it's coming. Yeah. And then that's I mean, and, and then you know they're all waiting for it. And it's still not here. Is this the R Bitcoin show? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like. It's just like I always want to like side with Jamie Diamond and be like I agree with him. Yeah, this, yeah. Why don't you take that today? You just like yeah. I hate Bitcoin. Fuck Bitcoin. <laughs> it's, it's a fraud. It's gonna blow up or something. Something's gonna happen. Right. Blow up. Yeah. Well, he but, just uh, took some big uh, criticism, right? Or, or beyond criticism. Jamie Diamond I, I takes think. criticism every day. He's no, the no. CEO of like every like yeah. of, of one of the biggest banks but, in, the, in the world. But no, I, I, what I'm saying is I, I don't remember the exact details. But didn't someone file some kind of a complaint? Oh, like mar- a market manipulation sort of complaint? Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah, yeah. Like, who knows? Yeah, it yeah. probably goes I nowhere. Think, I think there was, but I, when I read that title or whatever that thing was, it sounded like that's something that's levied against these, like, CEOs and people all the time. Yeah, it's, it's like, <laughs> like, it's like <laughs> when people threaten to sue the president. <laughs> yeah. Like, every day. It's, it's like, like seven lawsuits well, against the president of the United but, States. But it's also like if some regulatory body was like, oh, J.P. Morgan, uh, and specifically Jamie Dimon, is manipulating the market and we need to fine him, like, $10 million. Like, that probably happens a lot. Like Right, and the bank probably covers it. Like, it's okay. Like, yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah. Like, uh, beca- because, they, like because of some stupid technicality, they, like, fucked uh, up somewhere. Right. Like, also, who, they have, well, not just that. Like, Bitcoin is completely, you know, like, they talk about it being unregulated. Like, yeah, no one's really taken control of this market. So, like, what, what are they going to do? Like, go back and see, like, if Jamie, Jamie Dimon probably didn't buy. He probably didn't buy Bitcoin himself. So, like, the guilt is going to be pretty difficult to, like, establish there. He didn't, like, be- if he didn't personally benefit. Mm. Well, no, I, I think the. What, what are you going to take his ability to, like, comment on markets away from him? Yeah, I guess I don't. I don't. I, I wish we. I, I did read that some article that was talking about. No, I read that too. That I, was filed I, I, I just think it's absurd. Like, there's just it doesn't it doesn't matter if it's filed. Like to me, like I, I hear that and I'm like, okay, some Bitcoiner did something to like either get press or just because he's a crazy. Like, mm. like Donald Trump. Do you know? I don't know what the stats are, but like the president of the United States gets like I don't know a hundred lawsuits a day filed against him or something like that. And uh, there's like a commission that decides whether each one's legitimate or not. Mm-hmm. It's 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 like absurd, just an absurd number. I don't it's, think he cares. That's crazy, but I'm, I can I'm see that sure being like that he cares if it's a hundred a day. If you have thirty thousand, if they were legitimate, thirty thousand lawsuits coming up against well, you a day. I mean, come the, on. Be the president, so there's an organization that was established to like handle all these lawsuits. Yeah, they, they just have but to like, like there's, there's a level like, that filters them, and then there's a legal team that where they probably don't involve them that much. Right. Whoever the regardless. Right. Of I, I think I think is. that the like, like court system gives like a, a large amount of discretion to like the president of the United well, States, and in terms of like dis- they have to determine like standing also. Yeah, and right, I'm sure right, right. Obama probably had a, like a lot of lawsuits. Every every single every, president. That's yeah. I mean, this it's not like it's not like this committee was established for Trump. Right, right. Um, yeah, but uh, I don't know. Like, so like, it's just another like. There's a lot of shit. There's a lot of like stupid shit going on with these SEOs. Right. Like now, now we're having like. Oh, know, JP Morgan comment on this. Yeah. Right? So like, I, I don't know. And, like, and, and, and there's a big news that the, the JP Morgan commented on it, and then all of a sudden they bought it. Also, like you know, you saw that a few days later. Like someone showed in the. Well, they uh, were saying that like trading. certain. Traders and people that work at the organization are right. buying well, it. Well, so it's just like, that, like, you're, you're, you're beholden to the people that are, like, working with you. So, like, if someone calls you up and says you have to buy, like, I don't know, GBTC or whatever, yeah. you're going to buy it. it oh, now that I think about it. And, I, and it's going to have the JP Morgan on it. Part of that filing Monica. that they were talking about was that, indeed, there were clients within his firm whose interest was, was um, and some damage was done to them as a result of 
the, the the price you know reacted it's it's impossible to quantify though that that's just well i understand that that's what the like it's going to allege that's but what it's, it's alleging right well i mean but it's 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 kind of dumb because like he's not be he, it's it's funny to me like banks the banks are in a fucked up situation cuz their responsibility is to hold your money but their fiduciary responsibility the the, the people they're responsible to, to return profits to are the shareholders, not the account holders. If you want someone who's responsible to the account holders, then you need someone who, uh, for whom the accounts are, the account holders are in fact the shareholders. That's why Vanguard exists. That's that's how Vanguard operates. So like, mm-hmm. JP Morgan, not that way. Like, his that's not his responsibility. He makes he makes comments that are going to like make money for his shareholders. That's it. Yeah, which, is whatever reason. That he decided to make that comment, and that it was better better for shareholders that way. I mean, it's I don't know. I mean, like he maybe, might have just been like, like talking about like Bitcoin. <laughs> that might just be his opinion on Bitcoin. Yeah, he may, but yeah, or or he was just like, oh, <laughs> or maybe he was like, all these Bitcoiners get pissed off. I mean, right, wanna, he might he might just think it's funny he, to watch our yeah. Bitcoin. Like, that might be his like favorite webpage. Like he wakes up every morning and he's like, going to our Bitcoin. And he's just like, <laughs> huh. fucking idiots. <laughs> right. So, uh, <laughs> hey, Cumberland Miner, <laughs> I want to put in an order. Right. It's Jamie Diamond. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Um, yeah, but th- 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 that's, that's also just been part of the. We talked about this the other day, but like all the pumpy shit I see everywhere, all these articles. Uh, I don't know. There's like all the pumpy shit for Bitcoin, and right. then there's like all the, the other stuff. But specifically, we're talking about like the Bitcoin stuff. Yeah. I, I mean, I, speaking of, 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 of uh, Cumberland Miner, by the way, Mike Komoransky, I think, uh, has announced now that he's he's left there. Mm. And I was listening to a uh, another podcast. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and uh, they were they were talking about how like the traders are finding Bitcoin. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's it's called the Bad Crypto Show, I think. Um, the trainers are or how the traders are finding Bitcoin, and they're like, uh, for example, this one guy named Mike Komoransky <laughs> <laughs> is leaving his firm to go trade Bitcoin. And I was like, because they, they they like cite his tweet, and I'm they're like, oh my god, the noobs are here. Yeah, holy yeah. shit! Like they don't even know. They don't know. They don't know. They don't know who these guys are, and they think that yeah. like this guy, like like. Cumberland provided liquidity for Bitcoin for years up with like it would be like Barry I mean it's it's the equivalent of Barry Silbert uh leaving uh le- what's what's his firm? I don't fucking remember the name of it. Like, uh, leaving uh fuck. So see? <laughs> the, it, well there's like Digital Currency Group is like the 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 one, DGC. Like, yeah, yeah. DCG. DCD. Digital Currency Group. Is that it? Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um well I think it's the organization he was part of or started the, and I think it begins with an S, but this was before the, all this. I don't remember. Yeah, D- I mean it's it's yeah. DCG, right? Um, I'm, I'm fairly yeah. Uh, so anyhow, uh, it'd be like him leaving and someone being like, "See, there's this this new trader that's like finding <laughs> like Bitcoin. His name's Barry Silbert." Yeah, like it'd be like it'd be ridiculous to everyone here. Anyhow, um, so Charlie Lee's in China. What's like so this week? Mm. Another thing that happened is that China has uh, basically announced. Uh, people are saying that China is announcing that they're banning Bitcoin exchanges. Yes, that so that it seems nuts to me. I don't think that there's there, is there any possibility that's true. Well, I don't think anybody I'm, has any like word on the street. I don't. How do we know some of the exchange? How do we know it's true? Well, it just doesn't seem yeah. reasonable. Well, it seems very. I mean, it seems. Well, it seems unreasonable. But then the thought is like, well, you know, all the, it's probably untrue. But it's also like China, and there's like weird things going on, and that's just kind of what's being advertised. Which I would, I would think most people are kind of like, this is probably not accurate. Well, but com- something going on. China's a complete black box. I feel like to, to people in the United States, like we just have no yeah. idea what the regulations. We don't are. like. Yeah. And right. And uh, the some of the exchanges said they were closing down 
by September I don't, BTC, 30th. Via BTC, it looks like it was, uh, they it was going away. See, yeah, but, but then I, I think the same article that talked about that was basically saying, well, we, it's either that or maybe they're just you know moving to a new location. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> how, right. how would you verify that? Yeah, or they showed empty like, offices. Yeah, or what you said, this might just be the regulations coming into play. Where like all well, these like, exchanges, like they're going like, to right. start like like moving it could just be regulation of exchanges. Like I, I, honestly, yeah. like China is a literal black box to all of us. Like, and it just it seems absurd to me that there would be like this like over overarching sweeping ban of all Chinese exchanges, unless they're going to go after like Bitcoin in like a really hardcore fashion, which I don't think that the, I don't think anyone's going to do. It's just it's it's kind of a ridiculous thing to think that any country is going to do at this point. Mm. I mean, Adam Back had a great tweet. Yeah. He said like you just just remember that like Bitcoin. Uh, Bitcoin's uh, freedom, you know, the Bitcoin itself is like dependent on sort of these unregulated pipes, right? These, these the unregulated internet, mm-hmm. um, which you know we have in most of the world, but like China doesn't. So then they have you know the satellites going around the world now with uh, uh, with Blockstream satellites. Oh, like, right, right. It, it becomes very difficult for me to see a world in which like you know Bitcoin just doesn't you know it doesn't have the ability to move everywhere. People were talking about how you know between satellites or sending. Stuff over even something like AM radio, or, or you can certainly do that. Like you, could, right. you could send it through Morse code. I mean, right, right. It, it's funny to me. Like if you have a radio in 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 North Korea, someone could presumably send Bitcoin into the country. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. Um, it would be available for anyone listening. You know, with a radio signal, which is yeah. which is weird. But like, I mean, there's no way to really there's no, there's no way to to ban it. It's just the, the thought is like I don't know how 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 much regulatory action. Our country is going to take, and in what capacity? Because, like, can you can you get the regulations close enough to where you can have, I don't know, something something more in your favor? Which actually, that is kind of the case because China, and indirectly, is providing like low electrical costs. Did for you see? Ca- you guys anyway. see a so long like, post? I don't know. It just it just it, it, it's not going to happen. But you know, did you see a long post that was? Yeah, of course, it was uh, said to be ah, oh, that's a fake document or whatever. But it it, it, it was essentially. Trying to legitimize this rumor, you know, well, uh, I mean, Bitcoin, as a law. Or so something. here's the thing: Bitcoin is Bitcoin is a, is a, a shallow, shallow market. So like you have, mm-hmm. and 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 it is it is quasi unregulated. So like you have these like you have these people spreading fud very cheaply. It reminds me. I mean, it reminds me way back when uh, when when like remember Yahoo forums when you had these like thirteen year olds going in there and saying things <laughs> and like using their dad's account to like go buy penny stocks and the thing would shoot up, you know. Five thousand dollars, and they would just they would sell it at the top, and the like, <laughs> the SEC would show up at their houses and 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 uh, you know ring the doorbell, and they'd be there to arrest some like adult, <laughs> and it would be like this like you know, sixteen year old or eleven year old <laughs> who like traded in his dad's account like laughing, not knowing that this is like completely illegal, um, and like being surprised like that that's what Bitcoin is now like it's yeah. like they, like we know that like fud uh, fud from China just tanks the price every single time. And that's like we there's I mean there's a joke about it among like Bitcoiners right like as the price goes up it's like okay when's the fud coming when's it coming when's the yeah, Bitcoin yeah. when's when's like China rumor coming right. and it works every time yeah yeah, yeah. um Charlie Lee just kind of uh I don't know because like he he made, he, made, he 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 tweeted something out like a week or two right. ago that was like incorrect and he, then he like corrected the tweet but it was like I don't know like people were. It's it's just weird that he's at this intersection of like the close relationship with Bobby Lee in yeah. China, yeah, Litecoin, uh, 
China banning Bitcoin news, and then Korean exchanges, the volume like skyrocketing and skyrocketing for like Litecoin and some of these others. Like when that Litecoin pa- pump happened like a couple weeks ago, I knew I, I saw some people in some local channels that were really into Litecoin and like they were right. so excited because it shot from like 50 to like $75. And like you just look at the volume and it's all it's all this like that one Korean exchange BitHum, which has like eight only eight or nine cryptocurrencies on it. Um, and Bit hum, bit thumb is that Korean one, and that's where a lot of the <laughs> that's where a lot of like this volume is happening. Dynamo hum, dynamo hum. Where's that dynamo coming which, from? Which, by the way, which by the way, because we were kind of talking about this earlier. When it comes to like, maybe it's by thumb. Yeah. When it comes to like looking at these <laughs> stupid by thumb, by thumb, maybe I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know any Korean, but it's, it's like, it's maybe they should you call don't it know like any the Koreans ro- at all. They should call it the Rocket Man Exchange. Rocket Man. Yeah, that's true. Like every time, like, every time one of these ICOs and shit gets listed there. Yeah. Well, not ICO. They, well, when, like, so the that's Litecoin what I, got that, listed there. Yeah. Like, well, well, so like that's what I. It seems like the main driver of a lot of the liquidity right now in the space, at least from from Korea, in that area of the world. Or it, there just happens to be a lot of um, just just a lot of volume coming from there for 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 whatever reason, you know. But if this if this one exchange that hasn't been that big for very long right. only has eight or nine coins. Um, I, I'd want to know what the next one they're going to add is going to be, uh, because it's probably going to pamp. So like, yeah. what I would look for is like, you know, what's going on in Korea and South Korea, and I would know that like, okay, maybe some of these that are kind of like over there and like in China and like running around and like talking. I don't know. Which, so are which, you doing that for the pamp and pamp? Or are you like watching like where the like spokespeople no, for these people are? Or, or like I mean, that's going? That, that's my weird thought for like the pamp and pamp. You know, so like, <laughs> so like if Bithum has like you know whatever on it. And then, like, they decide to add, like, I don't know. Uh, is it, is it Bithumba? Bithum- I don't know. It's spelled like b- Bithum. That's how it's spelled. Bithum. I don't, I don't know how that translates I, from, I think it's from bit Korean. Thumb. It's I just Bithum. I, 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 I don't know. Bithum, Bithum, something. I don't think that it's Korean. I think it's just, that's just. Well, know, that's the name. Tra- that, that's just the name of it. That's hilarious for whoever. And then yeah. I, I like this Charlie Lee quote this this week with uh, with Luke Dash Jr. Oh, it's I one of the this funniest. Too. I saw that. That was because that, that made me laugh my ass off. Yeah, because uh, Charlie there was responding to something Verse said, and he was like. Uh, half your team wanted to be paid with uncensorable money. The other half are willing to accept the cheap knockoff. Which is funny because, like, then then Luke Dash Jr., who doesn't necessarily like Veer, jumps in and like, <laughs> and like says, "Pretty ironic coming from the creator of Litecoin." <laughs> right, right. And then Charlie Lee said, "Luke is just jealous that Litecoin succeeded where Total Bitcoin <laughs> failed." <laughs> and then Luke's just like, "Total Bitcoin never, never failed." failed. <laughs> <laughs> Can we? Tell me again what total Bitcoin exactly is. Well, Luke, like, I Luke, know, but like Luke loves tonal, which is like uh, like these things in like <laughs> increments of I think sixteen. Right. I think in order to fail, tonal Bitcoin has to, Bitcoin has to, to to fail or have a, a fork sixteen times. It's like the big the blockchain with sixteen lives. Okay. Because it's tonal. Right. Yeah. So like, is the idea that the reason he's into Bitcoin is because like if if you have an immutable total system, that that might be like. The closest you can get to God. God? (laughs) (laughs) Which is the weirdest fucking thing. I I don't fucking know. All I know is, you know what I like about Luke is that this tonal shit like, look up tonal online. It's it's the funniest thing you've ever read. But like, this tonal shit may be an act. He may not be into tonal at all. I don't know. But he really commits to it. Yeah. Well, he's. I mean, he's definitely into. If you you ever see Luke, go ask him. He carries around a fucking tonal ruler. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He carries yeah. it around. He'll show it to you. He has it in his pocket. I, you know, I spoke to Luke for hours. We were sitting across from each other. Yeah, some hours. Not, not, Luke doesn't talk for hours. Oh, I did. <laughs> no, uh, we were at the uh, the hack you know, the the night before the hackathon a couple of years ago, and were you, were you like we were big sitting spoon or little spoon? 
I don't know what that is. <laughs> With Luke. Sorry. We 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 were sitting. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> no no. We we were we were at this like, I guess the a party the night. Yeah, before. it was like a, there was an event. And, and there was yes. I remember that night very well. Yeah. So I, I just remember you know, <laughs> talking to us for a couple room. hours. You know. But yeah. anyway, none of well, none of that stuff ever came up. Is what I'm saying. So total I, shit. Yeah, not, you got you got to bring it up with them. Like you got to. Well, yeah, gotta, but I don't even know. I don't know, know anything about Luke, tonal. Luke, Luke, uh, no yeah. one does. Luke's a man of of, of beliefs and and very uh, interesting things and ideas of of. Uh, I did know. bring up two things. Two I, things I brought up counterparty. Uh, I asked him what yeah. he thought about, <laughs> but he hates it. <laughs> Luke doesn't uh, like counterparty. He thinks it violates the, uh, the the community promise. You know, I ex- I really expected him. Uh, and uh, again, he may feel what you know. Differently, he he wasn't as negative mm-hmm. as I would have expected him to be. He might have just been trying to be nice. What what he what yeah. he didn't he used to not like it because he would he would call it spam because uh, I th- I don't remember what counterparty was doing, uh but but they changed the way that they basically encode transactions. Yeah. So now he like he, he used to not. Um, it, in the Allegius mining network, he used to not like confirm counterparty transactions. I didn't think he loved it. You know, I, I didn't get that he, impression. He doesn't, but he doesn't I, like I, it. I, 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 I'm, that's very possible. I'm just saying that he didn't go nuclear. You know, Luke doesn't it. go nuclear in anything. <laughs> that's the thing with Luke. But like he he, he does have his opinions. Uh, he's I think he's of the opinion that like counterparty encodes transactions correctly. That's as far as it goes. He doesn't like it because it's not Bitcoin. And like Bitcoin is like sort of the uh, the promise there is that you're like sending Bitcoin when you like do a transaction. I, I mm-hmm. thought he was a very nice guy. I, I Luke I, is a wonderful I, guy. Yeah, I, I met him also. I, I I don't know if it was a year or two, a couple of years earlier, maybe at uh, T and ABC. Uh, I think he might have been, uh, it, it may be with some, something to do with some mining company. Possibly. It might have been him. Well, Luke uh, is always, I mean, he's, he's, he's head of the Allegius. He's, he's done Allegius. But yeah, but I mean, he was at a booth. He had, they had a booth. And oh, I know. I mean, they he had mining okay, hardware. So if, so if, and if you're, if you're watching Luke with uh, mining hardware, it's because he's, he's like, this, the, Luke is the head of one of the first and oldest um Mining operations, right? Right. So, like, like he goes to these booths and they give him free miners, and he's testing them. He's looking at new right, miners right. and everything. Um, but uh, yeah, like that's. Like I Luke think it was him. That. I'm pretty sure it was him. Positive. I, I, I don't re- really remember him by name at that time. I think this was like in but, two thousand. Yeah. But 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 it's funny because within 14? the last like six months, he's he's been on 13? Twitter. Like he was yeah. never on Twitter. He was never on Twitter. So <laughs> now he's like now he's on Twitter tweeting. Like it's well, just yeah. it's <laughs> like. <laughs> It's just it's just funny that he's here. I don't know. Did you see him on Bitcoin Car <laughs> Talk this week? He was uh, he did he did a, an appearance. Oh, that was I, great. I haven't seen it, but yeah, I, was I saw great. that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was on it. Yeah, that's that funny. was terrific. I'll have to you, check that you later. didn't see that one? I didn't see it. Yeah. Oh, it's one of the funniest ones. It was really funny. Yeah, I was uh, awful Novak. Yeah. Um, Mike in Space is doing some funny stuff with that. Mike in Space is great. Yeah. I, I love that guy. He's uh, he's he's got one of the funniest little like like you know what I, I gotta say. I've done creative. a couple of the shows with him, and he's really like very. He he's very detailed about how he wants the show to go. Like it's just it's just very funny that like someone can create a thirty second or forty second show of that quality. I he know. puts a lot of he puts like three four days into each I, one. I love the huh. one where he oh he 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 has a, an iPad mm-hmm. that's sitting uh, in front of the steering wheel, mm-hmm. and the iPad has his face you know interviewing whoever he's talking to. And uh, I guess the joke is that the person is like, "What? Oh, who who was it? He was talking. Was that Luke? Uh, Rodolfo Novak and Luke? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, oh, yeah. So anyway, you have to watch. 
yourself to you yeah. know, to see what it is. But it it, it, it was pretty creative. I yeah. liked it. Um, so, so what's this Ray Dillinger article? This is oh, like, I'm, I'm going through this. This is really interesting. So uh, Ray Dillinger, which I I don't think I'd ever heard of him before this article. Um, but apparently he was uh, one of the guys that did the original code review back in November of 2008 for Bitcoin. Yeah. Um, just because he was very heavily involved into like the, the you know the precursors of like, right. digital like currency he's and like crypto. Health health friend and yeah, I, yeah. I think he's an old. Uh, so he just he, right yeah. So he's um like he's probably like a cyber you know part of that community or whatever. And he uh he kind of just talked about doing you know the code review and he kind of mentions that the reason he didn't really want to go with anything further is because he's he's seen so many of these fail before like the eagle thing right. and all this stuff and yeah. he was like this probably isn't going to go anywhere. Um, right. But he kind of just kind of, he, he had this article that was on LinkedIn for some reason. Yeah, um, people putting stuff there. It's better than Medium. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I fucking hate that Medium shit. Everyone putting stuff on Medium. Everyone does Medium, God, yeah. I hate Medium. <laughs> I have something important to say. Well, hold, hold, on, hold on a second, because I was thinking about this. Oh, my God. Oh, no, well, not really. Not, not, not a lot. But but I know you hate it, but like if you're just trying to like blog... It seems like a like instead of doing like uh, all these it, other. It's totally fine. I just like I I, I, I just have I this like I, I have this like weird issue with like people giving credibility to platforms specifically. Like oh well he's credible because he's on Medium. Like, well anyone oh, can be yeah. on Medium. Like the, the, every few years this shit happens. I mean there was a day when like Huffington Post was letting anybody write anything. Yeah. And uh, and people were like well he's on Huffington Post so it must be true. I'm like no. No, that wasn't vetted. It was just a fucking blog some guy came up with. So like for some reason Medium's the new one and like you know, medium will go out of uh, go out of style and it'll be something else. Um, like but Facebook. Like, <laughs> maybe like LinkedIn try LinkedIn keeps on. trying to be that like th- that like legitimate source of information. LinkedIn seems completely reasonable to me. Like that's where like you're a CEO, you have a LinkedIn profile, like you could just write something there as you. For some reason people people are like, I can go put it on Medium. Yeah. Like, well there's no guarantee <laughs> right. Medium's gonna be around in a few years. I'm much more confident like LinkedIn's gonna be around in a few years. It's a public oh, yeah. company. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, about Microsoft. Yeah, it's, it is right. That's yeah. right. It was. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't worry about Bitcoin yeah. anywhere. Yeah, it's gonna stay around unless they like decide to discontinue it. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I. That was a big. I, that was a big deal. I hate LinkedIn. I think it was people do. I, but I, I hate, like the idea I of like Microsoft building in their operating system. You can only use that social network. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it like Internet Explorer back in the day. Well, I, I have to reinstall with LinkedIn. I have to re- rethink. You know, it kind of bothers me. You know, when you have Microsoft buying up anything that has a reasonable shot. You know, like they bought Skype, and now Skype is turned into a piece of crap. You know, I, I, I everyone says that, but Skype is just as bad as I always remembered it. Yeah, but I mean, it shouldn't be this bad now. Why? <laughs> because you know, things they things the, have here, here's it, the thing. advanced Skype, a little. Skype bit. came out; it got it was shit. It was always shit, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then it went years and years being complete shit. Not not a lot of improvement on the platform, and then Microsoft bought it, and it continued to be shit. So like I, I don't know what everyone's expecting. I will say the enterprise version of Skype is way better, way better than anything else out there, and uh, and and I think that's made like seen huge improvements since, since uh, Microsoft took it over. I've not used the enterprise version. Everybody uh, everybody uses it for like internal communications. It's huge. Hmm. Yeah, I can see that being. I, I haven't used it either, but I imagine that's actually probably where they've been focusing the efforts of I, making it better. Skype's always been shit. It's always been shit. Yeah. Well, I I like, uh, but ever, but everybody but everybody has access to it. And everyone's like used before. Yeah, that's well, why. I like that's why that matters. I like Discord a lot. Yeah, okay. but, but but a lot of these but a lot of people doing like corporate to corporate like discussions are going to use Discord or any of these other platforms. They're going to use Skype. I, I also want to point like, out that that there's so been like seven platforms in the last few years that you've probably really liked that are like phone related that have gone. 
that, that are gone now. Gone, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, like I mean, Blab, like, Blab, Blab, Blab was a good one, like, right? Like, I mean, that's the thing. Like, there's a huge amount of risk to, like, well, switching to these platforms. Skype is just kind of the, the, the workhorse. It's like, do you go with, like, like Vonage is, like, the workhorse of, like, VoIP communications. Um, they might go under, but, like, you know, at least they've been around a really long time. Mm-hmm. And there's still shit. Yeah. But this Discord is getting a lot of traction. And... They are about thirty, I think, about thirty days away from. I, re- from you, I have, I think, they're about a month away from releasing video. I got a question for you on Discord. How are they making money? That's a good oh, question. No one ever knows. Say, every no, every fucking company does this. No, I. They, 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 I, they, I, I think what the, no, I, I do think what they are attempting to do. I'm, I'm, I don't know anything about the money they are making. You know, so. I, look, for example, I, I really don't know how Skype. Somebody. I don't know how Skype is. I mean, because the, I Do don't. You know what I, Skype is not making money from 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 me. You know, basically, it's a it's a free service. I I mean, so I, I can tell me how they're making money. Skype from, makes from money. Me. I mean, from you, like go to Singapore and try to call home. Like you'll spend like fourteen cents or something. Like that. Well, I if you're a corporate company and you have an office in the Philippines, or you have people in, or customers or something in the Philippines or wherever. You're like that company's gonna be willing to pay for a Skype service in order to like get connected there. The thing about Discord making money uh, was Twitch making money before they got bought by Amazon. Yeah, because uh, like, yeah, sh- I believe they were making shit tons. Really, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Because like the whole gaming platform, like Twitch and Discord are very heavily integrated right. because that's just kind of the biggest audience for those things. So like, I don't know. Could could Amazon right. come I, in I, and decide I, they want to buy Discord? The or only thing I want to say, these big tech companies, or maybe just want to buy it just for the. I don't know. Probably not. But I what know. I want to say <laughs> is no this: uh, see, just because I don't know the answer to how is Discord making their money, doesn't invalidate whatever well, they're doing. C- their tech is is solid. Their tech's amazing. Yeah. Um, I mean, like the quality is great, but like, yeah. I don't. You know, you can. Do you know you who? In, wait. Do you know who invested in? Uh, one of the big investors in Twitch was. Who? Draper Associates. Really. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, God. Jesus. Who invested yeah. in Discord? Uh, I, I, I don't know. They have like a few million in venture. Twenty. Um, I, I think twenty million. They had like twenty million that they, they were. Was it twenty million? I think so. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, so when was when was that Twitch bought? By the way, um, probably within the last year and a half to two years. Yeah. So like they're saying that uh, a lot of people thought that they were profitable in 2013. They were a private company, so like no one knew for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I, I think Twitch was making like pretty decent money. I mean, it was ex- it was thought to at least, um, but fifty it, million, a, fifty million. That's how much they got. So, like, uh, G- Gamer Chat Tool uh, secretly raised fifty million dollars uh, as insiders cashed out. Blah blah blah. I don't know. I'm I'm reading it on TechCrunch. Uh, oh yeah, Amazon paid a billion dollars for Twitch. I know that. Yeah. Have you and seen this? Was three, so there's, this there's was actually, three years ago. Actually, there's actually there's a really amazing. I think it's Radiolab that did the story on like ju- the the entire story of Twitch from the beginning to the end. Where they like started off as like a, a, a guy starts off like uh, basically recording his life and like doing like 24 7 show, <laughs> sort of like the Truman Show of everything he did. And at first, everyone liked it. NPR did a story on it, and um, and then it got boring. <laughs> so people stopped watching it. And so they like they did that. Then they tried Justin TV, which I remember. Do you remember Justin TV? I remember people yeah, talking about it. I never used it. I'm gonna I, make a. I'm sorry. No, yeah. I'm gonna make it. a prediction about the whole Discord thing. Okay. I think because this whole esports stuff is big, and this is a gamer platform, so they they talk while they're gaming and this and this. Now they're about to launch this whole video aspect of their platform, and I think you're going to. I, I think you know how they have these these esports thing, or they have these 
uh, live big big deal uh, shows, and they have like an, you know referees and announcers and coaches and all this sort of thing. It, it's it's sure. a, it's a big industry now. I think that might be where they're headed to capitalize on that industry. I'm, well, I'm, and I mean, I'm they, only speculating. They can try, but like Twitch has. I'm not saying that they can't make money. I'm just saying like it, it becomes really like like even if they do that, Dante, where are they making money? I'm looking here. Uh, someone on Reddit is saying that they think they're going to make money on skins, emojis, and uh, cosmetics. I saw cosmetic that, but stuff. I don't think there's enough money in that. I would I would agree. Yeah. I mean, I, there might be though. There's I mean, there's a lot of games that make a shit ton of money on skins. Yeah. So, but like, is there enough to? Because like, you'd have to look, like for. I mean, it's it's all complete. It's all complete speculation. But I'm, my point is that like all these companies start off, they do something, they build something really neat. I mean, Blab had a great product. And and you're on like this downward trajectory, mm-hmm. just shooting towards the earth, and hoping, praying that someone finds you interesting enough to be purchased. How much did they ever raise, by the way? Do, Who, do you Blab? Know? Yeah. No idea. Right. I just don't even. You know, they 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 may have been bootstrapping that thing to a great oh, degree. Man, I, I doubt that. They they were they were so like having that much servers, having that many servers run, um, the, the expense of that. Like I just doubt they were bootstrapping. Like, they had no ads on the site. Yeah. I just think they were just poorly run. I mean, I think that's the case. Like, I just think a lot of these companies that are like getting venture capital. Honestly, Dante, I I, I generally know these days when something is venture capital uh, based when when I see no like means of monetization. Mm-hmm. Well, um, mm. YouTube YouTube had big problems like that. They they had tremendous bandwidth bills. Um, th- yeah, they, they were hemorrhaging cash. So think about like how crazy. But think about how Google bought them. Uh, how or for how much? So, I mean, what did they buy? Was one, it two billion? One, one. I think it was one billion. Okay, so, so YouTube, YouTube was bought for one billion. One WhatsApp or two was billion. bought for twenty I'm not billion. Sure. I think MySQL was bought for one billion. So that's why I'm, I'm not certain whether I'm confusing right. the two. Well, so YouTube was bought. I, I think I think one billion might be right. Um, it, it might have been more, but like I remember when when they bought that, everyone was saying that was the most ridiculous, oh, ridiculous like, uh, g- like egregious purchase. So I mean, but if you remember, what did what did Google develop like six months before they bought YouTube? Um, w- I don't. I don't. Was it a Google Video? Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. You remember that? Yeah. I think that I and, and yeah, I also was, know and and I also know from a, it, it was just it it, it functioned it exactly like YouTube. I no, like, I don't think, but it wasn't. I don't think it was as so, good. So what was the well? What was the? What I, I also know. I also know from other companies that were like uh, being shopped around the time that that Google was just looking for video platform. So they they shopped uh, YouTube. They were shopping a number of like video hosting services. Um, they were just looking for something with a little, a little bit of brand recognition. Um, I think YouTube is probably the obvious choice. And if you look at the Google Video shit, like it, it worked just great. Like the problem with it was it was like not as searchable. Um, it didn't function as well as YouTube. But right. I think they were trying to say to YouTube, like we could just fucking turn this on and like just eat your lunch. Right. That's so it was a bargaining chip. Yeah, I think that's all that was. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it lasted like a, like very short time. They who never really they promoted think, it. Who do they think they are? Trump. Yeah. Right, <laughs> but I, I think that's what they did. I think they said to YouTube, like, "Look, we can just turn the, the, the switch on tomorrow, and we'll have a community. We'll build this, build this thing. You'll die, um, and then you know, like, uh, we'll eat your lunch." What do you think mm-hmm. the deal is with uh, Which may or may not Vimeo? I mean, how does how did Vimeo even stay in the game? V- Vimeo has always always been uh, a paid YouTube. platform. Always, they've always been like high high fidelity video. 
Uh, they right. they targeted like artists specifically, professionals. I don't think they make a shit ton of money, but there's a bunch of those. Like, how do they Vimeo? make their money? Ads uh, or no, 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 you pay you pay for it. People pay. I pay Vimeo. for I pay for Vimeo. Well, organizations and companies pay for it. I pay yeah. like I, I pay like a thousand dollars a year. Two thousand dollars a year. So, for Vimeo. Some of these services that you get like for, you don't think about have mm-hmm. like these paid tiers for like the enterprise. I guess yeah, I hate using the term, but like you know companies that are willing to pay for it because it offers them something that they want. So like, I, well, actually, you just said you use it, so you, you have a use I, case I, for I pay. It. Yeah, I pay. I you pay, pay who Vimeo? Yeah, Vimeo. Absolutely. Now, why do you use Vimeo? Over YouTube, I don't. I use them both. But I mean, all right. So but why use both? Why Saturation, not use one or the other? I mean, it gives me it gives me more like uh, more, uh, more exposure exposure on like you search and yeah. Vimeo hosts videos well. They they have great uh, they they do captions. They do all the stuff that I want in a video. Um, they they don't have as much like a search on Vimeo as like YouTube does. For me, the, the real the, the real like benefit of, of YouTube is that there's a lot of search on YouTube. Oh yeah. Whereas like Vimeo doesn't have that shit. Mm. Um, so there's not like a lot of people going to Vimeo and like looking for videos. You, you have you to populate of, the right. videos yourself. Yeah, there, I mean, there, but there's a lot of those. There's like uh, what is it, like uh, Vimeo does it. Uh, YouTube obviously. Um, what is it? W- w- something. Live League. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite one. Yeah. <laughs> Live League's I, I like, all the interesting I, videos. I, I like Live League. Wistia. <laughs> Wistia. Wistia. What yeah. the fuck is Wistia? is one of my favorites. So Wistia, oh, cool. Yeah. So Wistia has no Wistia is all paid. Wistia sounds like a fantasy video thing. Well, Wistia is hilarious because like I've I've always loved Wistia. I've I've hosted videos on Wistia. I've paid for Wistia accounts oh. many times. They're used by like all the like huge companies that do this shit. Um, one of the best, one of the best platforms ever. I was wearing a Wistia shirt once at like a school reunion, <laughs> and like I was walking down the street, and the guy stops. He goes like. You, you like Wistia? I go, yeah. He goes, I'm the CEO. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so I find out he's like a classmate of mine, and like, uh, and and that, uh, and that, you know, he he started it in his dorm room uh, in college, huh? Which yeah. I thought was great. That's moved to Seattle and became an SJW, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I met all these guys with the early streaming platforms. Now he's getting you know, sued like, for sexual uh, harassment. Probably. <laughs> yeah, right. Like uh, U- Ustream, I think, was one of them. Um, Whatever happened to Ustream? Are they still around? They're still oh, around. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember uh, Blip.tv? I do. I remember. I think they're Blip. done. Jesus I remember. <laughs> I, I, there was so many platforms I, I met. They were all under one roof. It was some kind of a conference or something I was at. Like It was like 06. I want to say hmm. 06, 07 maybe, but um, I, I forget where this was. But uh, I, all of these platforms were there. Dante, do you remember? Do you remember Rever? Yeah, Rever was like I remember Rever. It was it was like revolutionary idea. Um, they were R E V V E R. Yeah, that was it. They were yep. this like idea. The, the big idea they had was that they had little pop up ads in your video. So yep. They monetized your video. Yep. Yep. Which you know, yep. YouTube turned on a that switch was a big and they deal. did it too. Right. at the time. They, it they was were, no they, one was doing that. Nobody knew how to monetize video. There was and it was all experimental stuff. They were like saying, "Oh, look, we have this proprietary technology, and we can do a pre-roll or you know a post." I don't think they had pre-roll or, or post-roll at the time. Uh, like it, it was like during. Not, like, now YouTube's <laughs> doing like mid-rolls and stuff like that. So like, yeah, 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 like. But Rever, I remember I had this. I had a really popular thing on Rever. It was a uh, remember. Do you remember? You know David Horowitz. I know the name sounds. You know it. David Horowitz. He, like From he's super conservative, hates Muslims. No, I don't know. I, I can't connect the name. I just the name sounds familiar. I just don't. I, I don't know the context. I, I'll show you a picture. Yeah, he's from the F- I think Freedom Foundation. David Horowitz. 
Hmm. You seen that guy? I've seen this guy. Somewhere. I think yeah. I've seen him, but I, I don't know anything of his content. So I, I, I had a video that I recorded of him like speaking, and I, like I had that on Reverend. It was just it did very well. It was like I made like four dollars a month on it. Really? Oh wow! <laughs> 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 Fucking rolling. Yeah, dude. I was cool. like I was like spending money on tricks <laughs> and shit. <laughs> um. Yeah, there's a lot of there's all these platforms out there. Oh, a lot uh, of them died. Like Rever's gone. It just died one day. I, I, I was really sad when when uh, Blab went away. Not everyone sad, was. Yeah, Blab uh, was really it wonderful. Was so much fun. And, but Dante, how do I how do I buy Rever.com? It's on a GoDaddy Park page. Are you kidding? <laughs> Welcome to let's see. What does it say though? Is it safe for sale? Uh, no, but I want to buy this. Like I, I feel like it has it probably has some great links. Make go. You just continue. Follow the. Uh, <laughs> you should check the backlinks. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll change Unsys Worlds to to, to Rever. To Rever. <laughs> uh, why don't you see if the. Uh, no, never mind. If we, I say it, it'll be gone. Yeah, so. okay. Let's not do that. <laughs> I'll shut up. <laughs> what, so before we before we got into this uh, the streaming stuff, uh, just to finish up on that uh, Ray Dillinger article, um, that was because I didn't, I didn't, didn't want to forget about this because this was this was the important part. He uh, he kind of just retouched on like uh, how to like all these ICOs are scams and all these projects are scams, right? And just kind of talking about how like Satoshi. Was the so only one that wasn't. So she just walked away from it, like without making any money. Like, yeah, I, so like, but we don't know that. We <laughs> we just well, don't know. The point yet is like, gonna, uh, I mean, well, he hasn't made money yet. Like, no, I, mean, I know. He's, he's I, got know. A, I mean, he might it's, he might have made money though. He's like, not he might a have scam had, like, his own coins. <laughs> it seemed like, no, like it I, just, I don't know that he'll ever be a scam. No, like, I, know. I think it, he can make money on it. I think that's fine. It was just kind of a highlight and a revisit of like the to be to be a founder of decentralized protocols. You have to like leave. Right. It it also was yeah. That's certainly true. And I think the other thing about Satoshi that's very important. Is that he's he's like like it's a long game here for him. It's not like he's you know cashing out today or tomorrow. He like believes in this thing. Well, he even said in the article that if let's say he decided to access you know some of his coins, it it doesn't make him a scam. It wasn't. It was not a mine all these coins and sell them like it's a like it's right. an ICO. He's, you he's, know? Still, so he was think, hard on ICOs. He's probably taking as <laughs> yeah, he's probably taking as much as he, like time do as he can. Probably would like to hold it forever. Do, do, do you still think that if like those coins just moved to like one address, <laughs> the 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 price of Bitcoin would just like plummet? Fuck yeah. <laughs> I love that oh idea. God. Yeah, I mean like it would be like it would like it, if it moves like if, if those coins <laughs> so much as like take a fart. Yeah. Like like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like like five dollars, right? Go like, out. like if that happens, <laughs> like th th the price of Bitcoin is gonna like cut in half. I was like, well, yeah. those coins are available. They're they're, they're here. It's, yeah, it's right, here. right now. It's Schrodinger's yeah. Bitcoin. You don't. It know. is. It's Schrodinger's Bitcoin. <laughs> they, they may or may not exist. <laughs> it may not exist. And once it exists, uh, uh, now it's priced up. Now it's a Satoshi paradox. Do those right. coins exist or not? Yeah. So so it, what it, if I, that what if that became like yeah it was known as like Satoshi paradox? I think I think we have I think we have an episode name. That's the name of it. Yeah. They talk. He talked about uh, the Satoshi having about a million. Yeah, it was like uh, it was like a coins. it's like a million. Yeah. So if he has that's a, a million, fuck ton, if he has a million <laughs> coins, <laughs> that's that's like one. That, 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 that is one like fuck ton. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one fuck ton is one one yeah. twenty first of but whatever <laughs> exists. How how many addresses are, are they spread out across? I don't know, but do you know? I I don't. Uh, no idea. Do you? No, I don't know, but uh, ten, it, twenty. Well, uh, the reason I'm asking is, is I'm, I'm thinking there, there are a lot of interesting things that could be done with those. You know, in terms of if it's across a lot of different addresses, 
then you know you could you can name your ICO. You know, put them like you know. (laughs) Good point. Well, you could put them into like a this trust, that trust. You know, he could do the equivalent of the Bill Gates Foundation kind of thing. You know, and uh, it would still here is one address. Tank and the market though. It would I think, I think it would be amazing if they all moved at once into a burn address. That would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I am yeah, Satoshi no more. I'm Cash some. What if it was just like libertarians are gay? <laughs> 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 oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Because Satoshi's a supercomputer, so it's not a burn address for him. Yeah. Right. No, that, that would be very funny. I would really like that would be really that would be just that would be the, the sweetest irony. You know what would happen? It, it, those would move, the price would tank. I would buy the fuck out of like Bitcoin because like I think that we would very quickly know what that means. But like the rest of the world would be like, You've got the coins. <laughs> like we'd see that address and we'd know within seconds, like, no, no one's got those coins now. Right. Yeah. I would yeah. buy. Um, yeah. Anyhow, have yeah. you seen Infura.com? You just, you just <laughs> talked about this. Today. What the fuck is <laughs> this? So uh, there's a number of hosted <laughs> Ethereum services. Uh-huh. And it's, I've noticed it. So there's a lot of Ethereum services now that are like cropping up because, you know, Ethereum, Devellium, Pot, and Blockchain. <laughs> and, uh, and it does a lot of stuff. Um, which, you know, it doesn't. But like, so there's a lot of people using it. And so, you know, there's a lot of people who want to, you know, have a, uh, you know, a node. Right. And it's so fucking huge that nobody wants to host it themselves. So there's now services where you can host nodes. And I can't tell. I, this one might be like... Microsoft, an, Azure. Right. Well, that's basically like the deal, right? There's, there's our a, new sponsor. Azure. No. That's what I like. Hey, Microsoft, Azure. Um, but like there's... There, I, I think... I, I'm not sure, but Infura might be claiming to like host it on IPFS. They're uh, saying that they are, yeah. th- they want to provide the world with secure, stable, and, and uh, access to Ethereum and IPS, IPFS. Right. So it's so they're. It's but look at the picture. There's a picture of it. Like it, there's it's points, arrows, Ethereum blockchain, more arrows, IPFS. Yeah. I, I don't yeah, really. Yeah. I'm not sure what this means, but I'm sure that a programmer would look at it and be like, "Oh, that makes perfect sense." Yeah. I just you know I I, I saw some other like mm-hmm. you know I ICO. Yeah. That was with all the charts and the gra- and all the stupid and whatever, you know. And, and then a bunch of charts <laughs> that made no sense. <laughs> well, you know, it was like, I, I think it was like a 28-page white paper. And, of course, they were doing whatever they were doing, and it had to incorporate IPFS. Yeah, of course it as does. Well. I mean, yeah. I think this is saying that they host Ethereum now. and they host I, IPFS. You can pick which and one And it's all connected, host. and there's essentially, it seems like there's an API and other services to, like, access all of this stuff, so you don't have to run it. But, like, it, 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 this, these types of services that are going to pop up just seem like the type that a lot of these projects are going to flock to and not have to actually worry about hosting their own Ethereum node. Because now you can actually deal and well, we, like, we talk about like where the expenses. Bitcoin's expense is in the mining because like that is like, the cost of securing the network is high. Mm-hmm. Um, with Ethereum, the cost of like hosting this thing is fairly expensive. So mm. apparently, that's where the centralization is going to occur. Like it's it, it's 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 very funny to me because like this this seems like a real bad point of centralization, much worse than mining. Oh, by the way, are, are they going to kick the can down the yeah. road with this uh, proof with the proof of work? Oh, God. Didn't they just kick it down the yeah, road? I mean, eighteen okay. months now. Uh, uh, the, the, the latest uh, one. We actually talked about that. Um, they 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 just oh, last, they're in the last, middle of, or they just did. A, I, I don't they, know. I was sleeping. They just. But you thought that you have no excuse. The la- last I time I looked at this was like a few days ago, so I might I may not be like one hundred percent accurate on this, but they're in the middle of doing a hard fork right. to whatever mm. they call Metropolis. Right, which is an upgrade to Ethereum that does a few things, 
Um, and they need a hard fork in order to do it. And you remember, they're not opposed to hard fork. They're not opposed yeah. to yeah. They're they're not not they welcome they them very strongly. The, they believe in the but hard fork. Yeah. <laughs> part of this uh, hard fork, though, was to... They have they have the... Uh, what do they call it? Uh, they, they have a name for it, but it's like... Uh, the, it's ice like the, it's like a Oh, the Ice Age, yeah. Or, yeah. Ice, yeah, or yeah, the yeah. Freeze for whatever. No, I say I think it's an Ice well, Age. Well, it, no, it's like, a, it's like a... They call it like a bomb, which is... Oh, well, the, the difficulty the, bomb. The difficulty bomb, So the difficulty bomb is in place to increase the cost of mining. That way it gives them a forced incentive to switch. It's really funny because the entire purpose of the difficulty bomb was to... Was to ensure that they... No, 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 no. It was based on the premise that hard forking is both expensive and dangerous, and then when they prove that they can hard fork and nobody gives a fuck, then the difficulty bomb became irrelevant. So like they can just like, eh, we just hard fork out of it. Yeah, right. right. And they just keep kicking the can down. Right. They isn't keep hitting the snooze button. Like is, yeah. Isn't it kind of, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah, you just said it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> me, 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 snooze. Yeah, but snooze. isn't that like when you put your alarm clock all the way on the other side of the room so you, you cannot snooze it? And then you and, and then you just invent and, and then you just a long stick. And all you do is throw you just get off, shoot it off, or you hit snooze, then you go back to bed. Like you just you just you could do that. I, it, I think yeah. that this is like the equivalent of like like just b- like putting it on the other side and then like b- having a big stick. Yeah, and just like poking it. Just right. Uh, 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 <laughs> same thing. I'm, right. I'm gonna make it impossible for me to. Yeah. Hit the, this news Ethereum button. is a church of hard forking. They believe very strongly in it, and they will continue to do it until it is no longer convenient. Speaking of hard forking. Um, there's a great article this week on tulip mania. Oh my god! So this was uh, this is this is a whole okay. So you 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 actually brought this up like a few weeks ago. You were like you're like uh, you said like the tulip bubble never happened, right? And uh, I think we kind of talked about it then. And then this article came out this week, uh, right? I've, I've been talking so, about this for a while, so yeah. it's, it's actually really funny because I've I've been emailing uh, Peter Garber, who uh, okay. is the one that like wrote an article back in I think 1989 or 1985. Um, something like that, like uh, basically discussing tulip mania. He's kind of the tulip mania expert. And I've been trying. I would like to okay. get him on. He's saying that he can't come on, but I would like to get him on um, if he's willing. Uh, but and he's uh, just like he's like an uh, like an academic economist. Is that he's he's a, he's just an economist. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he was. I think now he's more of a consultant. So, okay. but I would like to get him on uh, because he's he is really like he was at least at one time known as sort of the the expert on tulip mania. And um, I've, I've read a lot of his stuff. This article that came out this week is about a woman who wrote a book named Anne Goldgar. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a thick book. I've been meaning to read this book, interestingly, because like I've been wanting 79 to... 79 pages? It's not <laughs> 79 pages, no. Uh, it's, it's not a 75-page book. Um, it's, it's a little thicker than that, but like it is, it, it, you, it, it, it's based heavily on... like I think she did some original research, but she, I think, based a lot of it on Garber. Um, and so like the Smithsonian wrote this article saying that like it wasn't a catastrophe. Mm. Garber's work is interesting because, like, what he looks at is he like looks at price analysis of the time, and his his determination, at least by his '80s paper, he might have changed his opinion, and that's kind of what I'm curious about is, is is what like his later research showed. But the first paper he did on this called Tulip Mania talks about the price of uh, tulips at the time, and basically shows that there was no increase in tulip prices; that absolutely everything was as it is today. Even if you look at the bounds of tulip prices then. There was the, the the price of expensive bulbs was always what they paid for it, uh, even in that like year, that fateful year, what sixteen thirty five, when uh, it, it's it's said to have like increased suddenly. All he can find is one month period where the price of normal bulbs, non rare bulbs, shot up for one month, and hmm. like with no real explanation because there's very few records, and it didn't actually go up that abnormally. It went up like. <laughs> You know, maybe a standard deviation above or two standard deviations above what it normally would be, but that's it. Like it, it didn't go up that far. 
Huh, was, right. They went. They, they were being sold for like eighty florins or something like that on average. So like his his supposition is that in I think sixteen thirty January sixteen thirty five or January sixteen thirty seven, um, it 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 happened kind of, and then it uh it didn't anyway. Yeah, January sixteen thirty seven, and then by February it was all back to normal. Hmm. Well, it's interesting that it was, he was going back and looking at that historical data of of just the price to kind of look at that and like. It, that's well, it well, seems the, like the obvious thing to look at. Right. To like well, the interesting it is if like there was a bubble because if there was a bubble, <laughs> like you would see like this extreme price being recorded and like like well, well, the interesting existing thing is for like, the for yeah. these tulips and that it just never was. The, the tulip the tulip story yeah. became like popular in sort of like le, like sort of this like uh, economic the economic lexicon. Right? I don't know what you want to call it, like economic. Uh, 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 you know, economic uh, discussions. I, don't, I want to say like, me, like mythos, but like that's, that's the, stupid. Well, it became it became sort of the economic myth of like yeah. the twentieth century. I don't know when it was first articulated. It, There's a lot of people that like I think 1940s maybe is when it really became into like popular, a uh, popular culture. If somebody did a, uh, a, a a tulip bulb ICO right now, would the would the pamp and pant Hedge fund. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's I a more important. If question. Lisa Chang's involved, if, yeah. If Lisa <laughs> Chang's doing it. How, how big are tulips? About a handful. No, seriously. I mean, like. Uh, I mean, it depends on the tulip. I'm sure. I mean, like they're like I don't know, probably this big. I mean, like, like a, about the tulip, size of an onion or something. They're about the size of an onion. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, like, but but most of the information from like this this uh, uh the, the, for the tulip bubble comes from a book uh, by a guy named Charles McKay. Um, who wrote Extraordinary Popular Delusions and the, the Madness of Crowds, right? And what's funny mm. is the book is poorly researched, and it's just kind of, I mean, to your comment about onions, um, they have, there's a number of anecdotes that have, like, very little evidence, and, and if any at all. So, like, one of the, well, one of the, yeah. one of the main ones, the big <laughs> one that, like, like that McKay cites is this, this story about a sailor who shows up somewhere, and he's like, um, there's a Semper Augustus bulb, and he picks it up, and he cuts it into his herring sandwich. And then... Uh, and then he goes off to the shipyards, right? And then this rich man comes home and he's like, "Where is my Semper Augustus bulb?" And they, <laughs> they go off. They go off to look for it. Like, 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 who the fuck? Like, where is it? It must be outside, you know. So they go off. <laughs> they look for this bulb, and, and here they find, the, at the exact moment, hours and hours later, they, they find the sailors sitting on uh, atop a ship, <coughs> eating this herring sandwich, and uh, filled with filled with Semper Augustus tulips, which he had mistaken for an onion. For which he was arrested and put in prison for months. Right, but like the absurd. <laughs> I remember reading this. And I was like, "This is an absurd story." Like none of it lines up. Like first Why? of all, well, he's he, first of all, um, the, the tulips definitely do look like onions, right? Um, what color are they? I mean, they they, they, they look just they look just like onions. No, like, like is it a red onion? A, it depends on the tulip. It's like white, but some come in like varieties of yeah, colors. But those are infected ones. Oh, the the color that was part one. of well, oh, this, not, yeah, not okay. the bulbs, yeah, the, like the flowers, the flowers, oh, yeah. the flowers that come yeah. out of them. But the, but the, the bulbs look very much like onions. White. The tulip bulbs look like, like onions. So, like, onion. uh, I mean, they're, they're not they're not unsimilar. They're not exactly like onions. They're a little smaller, <laughs> um, but they're they're onionish. So, like, the, the notion that someone could have mistaken this for an onion, maybe. But like, onions got properties. Like, you probably cut it up. Like, this isn't like. Doesn't smell like an onion, but anyhow. So then he puts it on his herring sandwich. Okay, yeah. great. How long does it take you to fucking eat a sandwich? Well, what do you mean? He put it in his Superman lunchbox. Yeah, right. But how long does it take you to <laughs> eat a sandwich? To work. I mean, <laughs> it, 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 am I high that I just get back from the gym? <laughs> you know, like it depends. But you know, just maybe you know, ten, fifteen minutes. 10, fifteen minutes in a sandwich? Like I would say, like 
two minutes. Like I'm, not, I'm, I'm, well, I, I'm assuming he's taking his time hanging out. You know, being a so be, they, being they, a guy right. in the 17th yeah, century. So they come, he's, like, he's like just like yeah, swinging yeah, from rafters, like, out, taking yeah. a bite every five <laughs> minutes. No, but like the, the hours later, they catch him just at the moment that he's like eating the sandwich, and they're like they open up like. You know, did you? Are you eating a separate Augustus bulb? They're like, no, I have fucking onions in here. Did they like run it through a scientific test to know is this bulb? No. Like, w- like, d- does it taste like an onion? He seemed to think so. So, like, I mean, th- the whole story is just completely ridiculously stupid. Yeah. I remember reading and just being like, this is idiotic. <laughs> so, like, Garber, Garber, pos- Garber's position is that like basically this this entire like bubble really didn't happen. Um, there might have been some anecdotal stories, maybe some of which are partially true. But like the the price history doesn't seem to line up with the notion that the the, the bubble, um, which is often used as an example of like how dangerous and terrible bubbles can be, um, it might not have even ever occurred. Huh? What would Eugene Vama say about it? Uh, I mean, like, <laughs> I don't have know. An opinion? Like, he, he probably would. I Maybe mean, we get the two of them on. Eugene Fama would probably have the opinion that Garber was trying to uh, convey, which is that uh, bubbles may not exist. Hmm. Could be. I mean, that that that, that is that is the summation mean, of the research because, like, like uh, bubbles, bubbles. The, the question is: is can you prove that it is irrational to pay for something, uh, something or other at this like moment, the, the, the high price? We had a dot com cause, bubble because that's all the. Okay, so, so that's all like the literal definition of a bubble is supposed to reference is like an I mean, irrational kind of like, purchase. So right, like, but, but so like, so it comes down to like how you do you prove it? So like Richard Thaler, yeah. for example, would mm-hmm. would say that like you can prove it by looking at like the intrinsic, the obvious intrinsic value of things. There's a lot of really good examples of this. Like for example, I think it's uh, the Dutch Dutch Shell Oil Company was being traded on. This is the famous one. Two exchanges and uh, arbitrageurs really loved the fact that like. Both of these exchanges, in fact, LTCM, I think, was taking advantage of this uh, of this trade um, that that the Dutch Shell was on one exchange um, and I think the Netherlands at one price. And then I think in the English exchange at another price and uh, arbitrageurs were like were, were like, you know, buying short and long on, on, on the two of them. And it was it, like for years. I don't It might even still exist. I don't know. But like there was some inexplicable reason that these two prices had con- had, had uh, diverged and like, you know, they never they took him years and years to converge again, um, and like that's a great ex- like like Thaler would say that that's obviously like irrational pricing that it's there's no reason for this to happen and he may even be right. Um, so the question is, can you measure that in like a, a context of like something going up? And like Fama would talk about something like momentum being like the input variable there. Um, momentum is is uh, basically taking into account previous history. Well, did he take the position, Garber, that um, bubbles? Or something that do, that do not exist. He, doesn't, or he this doesn't take a position. What he says is that the 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 evidence that often is cited that people often use the tulip bubble to discuss how right, bubbles right. are so dangerous and terrible. But in a world where the bubble that people claim exists and is and stands as a great example of how people are irrational and how bubbles are so dangerous, if that didn't happen, that piece of evidence in that discussion has to be taken off the table. Well, what about? I'm just curious what you think about the housing bubble. That we had. I mean, it's called a bubble, but like it. it well, I'm just. It's kind what, of. A, was it a bubble? It, in, I, your, I, in your opinion. I I find that very difficult to like have a discussion about because I, I I don't know. Like you'd have to you'd have to show me why it was irrational to pay those prices, mm. and it can't just be that like. I mean, in, in fact, there's actually a great discussion by uh, with with Fama and Thaler where they're debating that. Um, Thaler saying that it's obvious, and Fama saying it's not, and let's just a, it's a very simple discussion. They're well, jiving at each other. I, I mean, I can tell you why I think it was. Irrational, uh, because you had other things that were happening that were influencing it. You had uh, you had um, you had these uh, 
mortgage loans that were higher than what the the value was because they were anticipating well it's going to be worth you know normally you have to have a, a, a ratio you have to meet you know uh, under a certain percentage of value for the house and uh, in the, and during that particular time they would give you a loan greater than the value of the home <laughs> which was in you know kind of kind of crazy but I mean, you had all of these things happening in the mortgage business, but the, like these, you know, real garbage mortgage loans that they were writing, and that was causing the the, the home prices to continue to, well, to to climb in an irrational way. There's a lot way. of factors at play, but you can you could kind of like take all of those things and apply them to other other areas and like say that like those things hold up in in, in, in other cases. I mean, you, you can't what, what it, what, you, you can't say it was in a rational way because like what was the value of the home, Dante? Well, so in other words, if you take the value of a particular home. How do you know that was the value of the home? Because they do, they base it on comparables. So I mean, in other words, they look at the market. They I mean, they they it's not that difficult to come up with. That's why they have appraisals. So they'll the, the it's not that hard to come up within a, you know a very small amount what the value of a home is. And they were lending uh, they were lending more money than they would had ever so, done so, simple, so before simple question. In, in the past. And they were doing comparables and appraisals in 2007 when the prices were like ridiculously high, and a $200,000 home uh, three months later was 100,000. So well, were those comparables incorrect? I'm saying, wait, wait, wait. were the comps incorrect because the home later was lower? Well, that's that's your argument. No, no, I'm I'm asking you what you said. Well, I'm I'm, I, I'm asking I, I, you, Clara, I didn't hear okay. what you said. Yeah, because like because you're you're saying, as I understand it, that the comparables, like you can do a housing pricing uh, through through comps, right? You can do like comparables, and uh, that those the assessments and the comparables are going to give you an accurate price of a home. Well, yeah, but what happens is the comps change. So let's say someone sells a home for a lot less than the other homes, then that screws the comps. For that neighborhood, so maybe that's know? a really bad way to measure home prices. Well, I mean, that's how it's done. I, that, that I'm, I'm aware that that's how an assessment is done, but that's that. My, my point is that that's not a good assessment of like an actual value of a home. It happens to be good for like uh, if you want to know what comparables are, you can you can figure that out. But like th my point is that like if if that is the the notion of like rationality, then then it was perfectly rational to buy a home because in 2007, everyone around you was selling their, their home for $200,000. And then in 2007, the, the back half, it was $100,000. But you, you had these other influences that, that were involved in the marketplace where they were doing, uh, you know, like zero, they, they, were, they, they were doing uh, interest-only loans. Uh -huh. All right, so you could go ahead and buy a home for far more than what you would ordinarily be able to afford because you weren't paying any principal. And the reason they would do a, a interest-only loan is because they were thinking, well, that's okay, uh, you know, the house is gonna be worth so sure. much more in, you know, uh, X number of years from now, and then we'll, we'll just settle up, you know, and uh, they typically I, had a big I, balloon I, I, again, payment. Yeah, I understand, I again, fail mm -hmm. to under, like, understand where the irrationality is, though, because like, the thing is, just, like, you have to realize that like, mortgages have changed over the years. Back in the 20s, when mortgages were like, made by banks, Farmers were basically expected to repay those loans in like three years. Okay. So like we've we've come a long way in understanding risk and with banks being able to like 
uh, buy mortgages, rebundle those mortgages in such a way that they can make about nine percent interest still um, on the money that, uh, like, uh, on the money that's being lent out in order to continue to function and relend that money out. Um, and and like, the, just the, the science of mortgages have changed over the last hundred <laughs> yep. years. So, it's, but it's it not was bad science because you had like Freddie Mac. Well, I mean, no, in, in, Freddie Mac. in retrospect, uh, you can know that, don't they? Well, like, I, I don't think you can know that. Well, I, I, I think, think there, are adva- there, there are advancements in the science in fi- within finance and economics that a lot, that got to that point. And then it turns out that like there may have been some errors or some issues with it. Well, but, like that's that's like that, that's like having any type of technology where you like I don't know you build you build you build a certain infrastructure that like hits a weird level. That but this is scale. not technology. Know. This is well, like well, just it the, is though. Like it's not the, it's not it's not physical technology. That they will buy these so, mortgages. Well, so, but but some so but, but, the, the, but some the, of these decisions the, that are made. The banks didn't give a shit. Right, but but I mean. A lot of these things that happen are because like there's there's new innovations in thinking in the way that we can do finance. So like a lot of this well, happens how is that at, an at innovation a high, though. Well, I don't know if it, I mean well, FDIC was FDIC was an innovation. Oh, yeah, right, right. But I'm it, talking but about regu- the, like, like 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 Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae. Fa- do you think that them buying shit loans were was some kind of an innovation? Well, not not when you say it like that. Them buying yeah. shit loans is clearly <laughs> well, they an were. innovation. I mean, it's clear that's what they were doing. The, the question is whether it was accessible, whether they were shit loans, and, and it, it might was. have been. It was, yeah, it was absolutely knowable that because they they were completely just you know not looking out for they they didn't have the same restrictions and guidelines and and you know as they had in years gone by with where they had better judgment. All of a sudden. They were just taking all of these risky loans, and they would allow the the bank who made the loan to sell them, to sell these loans to Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae, and this is what really caused this whole big crash that we had back in '08. I mean, I, I think that there's a lot of factors that cause a crash. Like, I don't. Well, think this was, was a big part of it. Well, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac certainly had a lot to do with it, but like, I mean, there there was a lot of players. AIG. Um, well, I mean, sure, they all. Well, a lot of it, a, lot, a lot of it was taking these mortgages and like splicing them up into certain securities <laughs> that, that you could then resell. But like that, that, that practice is 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 making some type of movement, whether good or bad, however you want to assess that, in the direction of uh, financial innovation, because it's taking like these financial structures that you can do something with, and then you know see if there's 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 profit and value it's, to be added it's also it's like, also so worth noting that like in spite of the fact that the economy crashed and that the housing market just <laughs> collapsed. Um, it, it it's the damage and, and the damage it did was significant, but like we're, we're kind of on the other side of it. Like it's it's amazing to me that like we have recovered as as fast as we did, and uh, and and that it, it wasn't really all that bad. It, it wasn't bad, you know. Looking at it now and everything is like fine and calm. It's almost like looking but at like, wait, like, like the notion like, of like the innovations but, in economics over but, the last no, years. No. You said uh, what you, the statement that you just made when you say it's not that bad. It's like saying, "Hey, you know, uh, we're on the other side of Irma. You know, it's past the yeah. hurricane's over. It really wasn't that bad." Well, it's it's not the case if you live in Coconut Grove and you have a sailboat. You know, that's in, in, you know in the middle of your living room or something. Or, sure. Or if you're in any well, of the. It's key, not, I mean, there's a lot of areas uh, that got th- really hammered. There's by always going to be a lot of people that were affected by something like that. But if you have to think that this is this is supposed to be a horrible recession that happened. It was. It was, but. In ten years, the S and P five hundred is since that time has more than doubled. The value that a lot of people have and wealth that a lot of people have has greatly increased. But ha, in, in just ten years, less than ten years. Yeah, right? that's great. And I mean, and, and, and when think you about the how much happened, a lot of people did not bounce back since in ten, Trump came in into ten office. Years. Look how so well like, we've done. But like what I'm saying is like, but that w- w- still with the current w- with it, with how things are today, even though it was bad, a lot of people weren't like put out and starved to death. 
A lot of people were. Dude, a millions, lot of people. Millions of people starved a, in the a, last 10 years. I don't, I, 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 I don't know that the criteria is starving. And, I, but and, and I'm talking about just about the United States. Family, I'm talking about global. If your like, family lives in a house, and mm-hmm. it, as a result of all of, uh, of this uh, that occurred, mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you know, there were a lot of people that were, were put, you know, that went out on the street. I mean, it just happened. When I say out of on the street, I'm, I'm being people went through really hard times. And I'm not, I, I don't want to well, downplay maybe literal. <laughs> you know, maybe I, they were. I don't. I don't want to downplay the hard times people had after the recession because a lot of people did. But like, yeah. we're not talking about millions of people. We're not talking well, about like hundred years ago where millions of people were literally like oh, wait, selling their kids for kitchens. fucking bread. how many? <laughs> like, like it used to be hundred years ago for sale. Depressions used to be really fucking bad. Like. So really th- there was bad. a depression. Is like the measure only what whatever. The, like what, what was the number the, uh, the, of people who really got hammered by the the housing? Well, I think bubble. everyone what was hammered. Whole, the whole crash. Globally, we were hammered. We yeah. got hammered. So, but there are recovery since say, then. Has well, been, it wasn't millions. I don't know impressive. how many it was. I, mean, uh, just, I, I think the point is that there weren't like soup kitchen lines. Um. Okay. So then and we have a heroin <laughs> crisis, but that's that's like that's that, separate. Yeah, that's. Well, uh, I, I don't know. I think there a are things, a lot of people that are out there that were really adversely affected, in, 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 and uh, you know, a, a lot. Well, I mean, a, the, a lot the of economy families were crushed by it. But the the uh, S and P dropped forty percent, of course. Uh, yeah, but I mean, not all things. Are, I, I'm I'm talking about. Think you know, not everyone is invested in the S and P, or you know, maybe they are sure, in some sure. indirect way. So I mean, I I, I right. don't really know that that. That one thing is a, is a measure for the you know the real world that that happened to a lot of people in the, not only in this country, I mean really it, it became kind of a, a a global you know collapse you know in, in a lot of ways. So and anyway, I'm Everywhere just I'm, I'm but, like, but like but like the word collapse <laughs> it. collapse suggests something that did not happen. I mean like I, I, have, to, um, I have to disagree that I, I think we were on the verge of collapse. I, I would say that like uh, I mean but but then Dante, I have a question for you. What do you think of like Timothy Geithner? I don't think very. Uh, I don't think very highly of him. Why? Well, I, you just. What's my impression? My opinion. Yeah. I, I, I'm not. You tell me what it is that you're thinking. What's your premise? And I'll tell you if I, I agree. I'm just with wondering it. what you think. I don't. Of, like, I don't Timothy have Geithner. a. Well, when I walked in here, I really wasn't doing a, a a summary of him. I'll tell you who I'm also not crazy about is this guy. I think his name was Paul. What was his name? I I read his book. Storts. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I, I, Paul No, he he was um, Henry Paulson. Paul Cramp, Henry Paulson. That's he, who Henry you're Paulson. About. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I'm, I, I, you know, I'm not. A, I'm not a, <laughs> <laughs> HP in the house. Yeah. So I'm not a fan of his either, and he's like from a whole different regime, right? Yeah. I mean, so I mean the the thing. I mean, like Geithner. When though, you say Geithner, like, I yeah. just think of an elf. He does look like an elf. <laughs> he has elf ears. That's <laughs> yeah, all. Like, like first thing that comes to mind. Because yeah. I, mean, I look at Geithner, and I think that Geithner like did a really amazing job of like guiding the economy through this like a weird kind of crisis. Okay. Why? Why, why don't you think that? Well, I, you know, I I really have to go back to thinking about all. Of, you know, I have to go back to all the statements that he made, and uh, you know, I have to really yeah. try to revive my my memory. There's, so there's I, I, I don't like to comment when I don't have it, you know, I, I would mind talking about Geithner again in the in future, because like, there's, there's a lot of things I want to read and like go over about that time. There's, there's a book, what's the what's Geithner's book that you, you told me about? Uh, uh, he I wrote on a biography. What, oh, God, what's it fucking called? Uh, whatever, it's, it's Geithner's like, book. 
I'm gonna look it up. Okay. Oh, but oh, but the thing that I didn't want to um, that I wanted to go back to was so. Uh, what's his name? Who? What's the guy we were originally talking about? The the one that wrote uh, the book. Stress the, test. Stress test. Stress test is the name of it. Yeah. What? But by the way, what did Garber, you guys? So so Garber. Hold on, because yeah, I don't want to yeah. forget about this. Uh, how did he know that? The tulip bubble was an interesting topic to talk about it recently. Well, I, I think okay. So, <laughs> how, how, did, how did Garber know? Yeah. So well, I don't think that he knew. Like I, I mean, I, I he was he he started talking about it in the eighties. Right, right. But but it came up again recently. But he wasn't the one talking about it. I was I was uh, so I was tweeting about it. I've been talking a lot about the like the tulip bubble stuff over the last like probably year. Mm. Um, since I found the Garber paper, I, I actually found it because I was reading. I think it was a random walk down Wall Street, which mentions it. Mm. Um, but like uh, like Garber is like a Brown University professor. He wrote this thing for U Chicago as an economist, um, and uh, you know he's he's doing like. You know, he wrote this tulip bubble thing, which I, it, it always struck me as interesting that like nobody ever talks about this, and I think that was his entire point was that there had been very little study mm. done on the tulip bubble itself, even the like the question of whether it had in fact even happened. Everyone just kind of <laughs> took it as like obvious fact that it did, since yeah. it was like it, it entered the like sort of uh, like the myth of the econo- the e- economists and, and like as like yeah. the favorite class example. Well, the, the article kind of suggested uh, it may have been. Uh, Propaganda by Dutch Calvinists that exacerbated the entire thing. That doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> and, it, and from from whatever they put out then is where we get infor- where, where a lot of this false information comes from about this tulip mania. It's kind of funny. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like their beanie baby. Yeah, people just want to <laughs> fucking collect shit. That's the thing that I've learned. Mm-hmm. And like like tulips. I mean, that's that's mega like weird. I mean, when I was a kid, my dad used to tell me like about the tulip bubble all the time. It was it's really funny. Yeah. The stories I learned as a kid, like I'm like. My, like my dad told me about Freddy Fussy. Like no, my dad told me about the tulip bubble and how people put <laughs> tulips in their attic and went bankrupt. That was like my bedtime story. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, but 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 I feel like they were like making fun this of the is people. Not, he's like that explains a lot. But <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like trying I'm, to grow tulips in your, yeah. you know, in your attic. I mean, you know what's? I mean, it's funny though. Like if Garber's right, he he essentially says that like nowadays for like rare bulbs, people pay hundreds of thousands of dollars even today for them. Yeah, and then and then what happens is like very soon after they come into the market, after people cultivate them, they they drop in price, like mm. hugely. They come down to normal tulip prices because hmm. like so you're you're paying a lot so that you can sell it. So much for the gardening segment of the show. Yeah, <laughs> we're um, doing away with so it. So a, a question for you both: um, yeah. What did you think about all of the uh, the bank bailouts? What was your opinion about what they did? Well, I would just say forthright that like at that level, I don't. I mean, look. There's so, there's so many moving parts. There's so many things that happen, and, and it gets so complicated at that level that people that have more information than you and I possibly. Ever well, could, I mean, do you disagree with it or agree I, with it? I mean, or I, do I just you think it the, I abstain. just think they made a decision that made the most sense at that time. And like, I, I don't. How do you how do you agree disagree? How do you decide if it was good or bad? Like, well, at the time, the, they decided that the government needed to come in to help out certain banking institutions. Mm-hmm. Assuming that is exactly like how it went down, and. We it just made sense to keep the banks afloat because if you just let them fail, like it, it could have been a lot worse. I, I guess. What did you I, that's, think about? Th- th- that's okay, and, th- and that's my first impression of not really taking. Okay. I've been taking a I lot just of time to, to go into all of that, but like, but a lot of people. I just wanted to. But but I hear that term "too big to fail" and people saying, "Well, let's ju- why not just let these things happen?" Um, and I kind and the first thing that pops into my head is like the same people that say that also are against having a Federal Reserve when the alternative is is probably very bad. Well, uh, yeah, but uh, you're com- you're conflating Maybe. now. But, but you're, no, I mean you're conflating. You're saying this group 
over there. I, I mean, I'm generalizing that, box, that but you're, I'm saying you're very much generalizing because. But if, like, if someone has an opinion, mm-hmm. and another group has an opinion, another and another, it, it you, you can't conflate all those groups. Well, to, to, to be fair, process. you did only give him two options. Yeah. Well, no, I, 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 I <laughs> like, so I was asking, and I want to ask you. I mean, but like, did the, you it disagree matter or agree with the bank bailout the way they went about it? As with most things, I watched them and went, "That's interesting." Okay. I mean, no. like, it, it is what it is. Like, I, I, I don't know what the, the question has to be. Like, for me, I, like, I, do I believe in the bailouts? It's like it's a believe in Jesus question because, like, I believe they happened. Um, I know they happened, but uh, right, just like dude, nobody, I, I don't, I nobody don't, disputes I don't, whether Jesus I don't like happened. moral. Act, well, I get well. There's a lot of people who do, but I don't like. I, no, I don't, they just disagree with right. whether you know he. I, I would was say this. I, I don't. Before. I don't moralize the bank bailouts. Like they're not a moral or immoral issue for me. Maybe they are for you. I, I don't know where moral, uh, you know, that terminology comes just, into just play. The notion but like I'm, I'm of agreeing or disagreeing with them, like well, it's, it's sort of moralizing of like the entire thing. Like well, I don't it, do that. It, it, it was also kind of weird because they, regardless of, uh, regardless as to whether or not uh, these banking institutions needed any kind of needed money given to them, they, they nevertheless they still did it. You know, I mean, it, without any regard to whether there was a need for it. And then the other weird thing about it was that they certain entities were just allowed to go under. You know, is this very weird how they, they, there was a lot of weird decisions that were made. And I can't, you know, I, and we can, we can just trust in those oracles and say, so I mean, like which, which organization are you talking about? Like what? Bear, Bear Stearns? Or maybe it was Bear Stearns. Merrill Lynch was, was bought by Bank of America. Yeah, I, I think there was a lot of Bear Stearns. I think distressed yeah. assets were purchased, I believe, by J.P. Morgan. Well, I mean, and then, and then we had it, Lehman it, Brothers. It, it, mm-hmm. Maybe Lehman. Yeah, but, but I, Lehman, I don't really. It's hard I, I mean, to remember. South Park did the great like chicken skit. Did you see that? No, where they they showed the Federal Reserve deciding how like banks would bail out. They'd like cut the head off a chicken and like let it. Oh run. yeah, bail out. Well, <laughs> well, he was trying to return something, and it, in the whole episode, he's going up the chain to like return like, like something. a mocha machine or whatever it, it was the blender. It, 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 the was mixer. All, it was all. It, what he was trying to return was a was a, was representing like the the housing crisis yeah. or like the house. Yeah, and, and he gets and he gets the Federal Reserve, and he goes into the room where they have to make bail the decision. Bail out. <laughs> and and they cut the head of a chicken. It goes around like a, what was it like a like a whole wheel, and then yeah. it like lands. So like if you want, if you yeah. want to know how they made their decisions, Dante, that's that's, that's how, how they were doing it. Was. That's how they did it. Yeah. Ben Bernanke in a room cutting chicken heads off. No. Yeah. Like the did, what, what about the? Did, did you see the uh, the GM? You saw the GM bailout, right? Mm-hmm. So, what did we think of that? <laughs> yeah. I, I I mean I was mostly done with like a loan, right? I, I think a uh, lot of these bailouts, by the way, were p- done as loans. Uh, the GM thing didn't. No, actually, it was weird. The government than took that. equity it, in GM. It, well. Yes and no. I mean, they didn't. I don't think they got paid everything back. I mean, I think they actually they, made money on it, don't they? I don't know that that's what. But but anyway, just let me just mention to you. Uh, and it's vague. I mean, I can't. You know, my memories fade a little bit, and that's what they also count on. But you had you had two. <laughs> the U.S. government's afraid of Dante. Well, at least he'll forget. You had at least two. Forget. You had two auto manufacturers go in. You know, like with their hats in hand. You know, like here, can you uh, you fill this up for me? And they both went in and they said, "Oh, we, we can't make it. We can't survive. And if you don't, uh, if you don't give us a bailout, all these jobs will be gone, and all of these other ancillary companies who supply us, et cetera, et cetera, they're also going to go, you know, uh, by the wayside." And something 
happen uh, where the terms and conditions kind of came out in terms of like what were, you know, what were the strings that were going to be attached to this? And Ford said, uh, never mind. I don't think we need the money. Never mind. It changed my mind. I take it back. And they didn't take the bailout. Uh, from from my best recollection, right? GM did, and what what was so weird with the thing with GM was, I think it was the uh, the people who would not ordinarily have taken a haircut. I guess it was the bondholders. Uh, like those those people should have been the first ones to get paid, or to they should be first in line. Uh, the government decided that th that group of people should just, you know, off with their heads. So, I mean, I, I, I well, look think at that. Like, it looks to me like GM made the right decision. <laughs> well, <laughs> looking at a chart here over like ten years, it looks like Ford's done much worse. Well, I, I you know what? If you're going to do a, t a technical analysis and look at a bunch <laughs> of graphs, <laughs> really like they track and, and pretty well, and then I'll just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 it, it kind of looks like uh, it, it looks like a hayride. Well, I think you during this I mean? time, Ford went private for a while too, didn't they? Um, what? No, I thought I thought Ford took their their, their stock private. I, I, don't, I don't I don't remember. I don't fucking I, know. I, I don't know how this, this works. This is this is a very foreign topic. Yeah, right? I really I really know very little. Yeah, yeah I'm it, just yeah. Uh, you know, uh, and, and again, I'm uh, ch chances are. I, I guess I don't know. You how know, I, I'm not googling anything that I'm talking about. I'm just doing it. I'm winging it. Sure. Right? So so you're gonna have you know. Thousands and thousands of people are gonna like Google all this stuff and say, "Ah, he was wrong." Well, I'm just we I'm have just thousands. I'm, I'm we have thousands yeah, of people thousands who listen to this. Yeah, uh, no one listens podcast. to this shit. But I, I, I will say, Dante, I think that like I think that I think the government made money on the GM bailout. Um, I, would I, your opinion change if that were true? That if they made money, it well, if they made money, well, no, I mean, I guess here's where it would no, it it would not change. Those bondholders, th those people who would have ordinarily been expected to be the first in line, and and I and I'm I'm almost positive it was the bondholders that I'm referring to. I could you know correct me if I'm wrong. If it was a different group of people who should have been first in line and they they took the hit, so I was kind of uh, I was against that happening. Um, but I also remember hearing. Multiple times that that they indeed did not get paid back everything that they were supposed to. Maybe that's incorrect. Were you or maybe that changed. Were you, were you a bondholder? Uh, 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 no, of GM. Yeah, no. Because like the way I see it is like I, I'm on the side of the taxpayers here on this one. I, I would love to get paid first. No, I I, <laughs> I I don't think I don't think that's the right way of I, looking at it because if I don't think the government should come in and say to someone, yeah, I know that. That is your property, and you're entitled to that property. You know, being a bondholder and having an, you know, being entitled to being first in line, uh, and then someone just walks in from the government and says, "I'm sorry, you're wiped out." That is no different to me than 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 F having your property stolen. Final question. Okay. Well, except that the bondholders are doing risk assessments. So, like, uh, but the, the risk was never that. I mean, you know, you take the risk the that you take, but that not, be, not, not that the government's going to come in and say you're wiped out. Isn't we, that literally the risk that. that bondholders are taking? I, that the government's going to the, declare the literal risk of bondholders is that, like, yeah, that that like they're <laughs> they're they're debating why whether the government will will pay will or whether a company will pay them back. And part That's of that, different. and part of that, it, with a company like GM. A lot of them have invested because they think it's a safe haven. Well, when has that ever happened before where the, the government 
just like you know reset somebody's Pokemon game. Uh, LTCM nearly collapsed as a result of like Russia doing that. We talk about what? I'm just saying it happens. Governments governments make well, that decisions. No, I'm talking about the, I'm talking about probably specifically the U.S. I'd be government. Willing, I'm not I'd be talking about what a, Russia. I'd be does. willing to bet a trillion billion dollars has happened sometime with some airline. Like highly regulated industries, like that's that's exactly where that would happen. Well, okay, so I, I know the airlines used to be very highly regulated. I I don't know that auto manufacturers. Well, they they have a lot of regu- regulation to meet. I know that they have all the cafe standards, etc. But I don't think that they are a highly regulated industry. Just you know, just like airlines used to be highly. In fact, they deregulated in a lot of ways the airlines. I know, everyone, yeah, everyone says that. Yeah, the government still gets involved in like union fights. No, I, no, I know that. But um, but what I'm saying is cryptocurrency. Th- th- two different, two di- two different industries. I just want everyone to know I, I worked on my legs today, and they're, and they're getting sore, and it feels really good. And my my butt sore. My, my, yeah, my Your back, back is sore. sore. Yeah, I'm not sore. Anyhow, so this uh, uh, r- real want, back. So want, back do, to the tulip mania thing. Do you want to so, be sore? What's that? Do you want to be sore? God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> not, not there. I don't. Um, so, <laughs> the, so Ann Goldgar writes this piece, and like the Smithsonian article that was up on the uh, on, on Reddit this week with uh-huh. the Bitcoiners talking about t- the tulip bubble and how it didn't happen interests me because like I, I think that Goldgar wrote this piece in like 2007, like 22 years after Garber writes his piece. And uh, the, the the article like very much credits her for like the discovery that it may not have been a big deal, which I thought was hilarious because like just kind of steals Garber's thunder. Yeah. Poor guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely takes away from that. Right. You know, because like, they're trying to make it out to be like it's not a big deal. And it doesn't even mention like the pricing. So like, uh, right. I think that's like really that's, well, that's they, really they interesting. They quote Garber a couple times in the article. They don't mention like his like main his main like study on the on the issue. Right. Which is like really funny to me. I'm reading it. I'm like this is like this. This thing doesn't take into account anything that the guy said. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. All right. So let's uh let's take a break. Um we'll be back in I don't know, two hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Hello, this is a voice message for Junseth. I I'm worried about him. He may have I don't know, like, are you breaking your community promise by not publishing more podcasts? Are you just going to quit? You think you can just quit podcasting? Is that what you think? Don't be so crazy. Oh, my God. Welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) Dan's been leaving me messages uh, the last few days. Uh, Like, uh, Droplister, he used to do a podcast. He occasionally does. He comes out of a cage. And he just uh, he just like goes away that he comes he back. He does. <laughs> it's yeah, just like oh, it's I wonder. Sad. Oh, uh, it's very sad. I, wonder I, w- I wish I heard him. More I wonder. Often. I wonder, yeah. wonder where he's going. Yeah. He gave me another one. He pod faded. Well, he, did, he did pod fade, but he, uh, you talk to him occasionally, don't you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like those. Yeah, are, those are great messages. Here we go. One of those. my favorite people. I wish that he did more podcasting. That was really great. I remember listening to uh, one of the first ones he did was just him on a subway go uh, ride going to the Bitcoin. Uh, I remember that. That was great. And it was just him talking about some things going on at that, that time. That was great. And you like he he got I like I just like how he put it together because he got the audio of like the subway opening up and closing. Oh, um, the back, and, like the, the background every sounds yeah. of like. I, I, I well, really enjoyed that. I think one of the ones yeah. that you had on the phone. I think it had the subway. 
Oh yeah, he does that. It's because he's recording on his phone. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so well, but the, I'm from the Florida. We don't have one. subways here. That's true. No, we only have, well, I, we I don't think there's a subway. Sign. I think they like, do, but like background hogs. We have to eat. You have to eat. The but they're above food. ground. Yeah, they're above <laughs> ground. Yeah. That's true. Um, you, yeah. have to, you have to sit next to, to like classless know. people. Yeah. Hey, but no, the first podcast that he did, that Dan did, he literally did together with his girlfriend. Well, that's right. He did. Oh, that was the first yeah. tone. He did. No. <laughs> <laughs> he did that. Yeah. He did, <laughs> he did those first. He did, he, did, he, did, he did the one. The first one with his girlffriend, and then he did, and he did, he did like the like second tone. or third with tone. And he wore a suit. Yeah, that's true. I remember <laughs> that on the couch. He did the suit. The couch oh, suit. Oh wait, is that the one when he did it with tone? He wore a suit. He wore a suit with tone. Yeah. yeah. They, they got on the couch and they did the, the podcast. Yeah, that was weird. With, and then he did. He and then the he, big beard. And, and then the he uh, interviewed the like Nazi. Oh, the uh, Nazi tranny, tranny woman. woman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. He met her like yeah, the, she the was like a German accent, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, that was a weird, she was, weird she, day. When she was a guy, she was apparently like uh, an engineer or something. She was intelligent. Right. I remember something. I'm trying to remember all the right. things. It was like she was a guy. Funny. She was a guy. She was intelligent. Well, she, well, <laughs> she, was, like, she was like she was like a high, like uh, like, an, like an engineer that seemed to Wait, but how do you know she's not still a guy? Well, yeah, she, Dante, she, how do you know that? Well, I don't, but I mean, the, like well, for example, she, well, that well, Bruce she identified Jenner, as a woman. I that think. Bruce Jenner. Yeah. Well, Dante, we, got we, a let, name. we let people he, he identify a, however they want. No, I, I, I get it, but I'm saying he, he or she, you whatever he's it is, still got a ding dong. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it, 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 Bruce Jenner. What, what's Bruce Jenner's new name? He made Caitlin up a name. Jenner. Right. So uh, he's still a guy. As far as I know, how do you know? Well, because every, it's a, it's a well known thing. You look at it, Google it. I'm not going to Google Bruce Jenner's ding dong. <laughs> I'm sure there's worse stuff on your Google history. I'm sure there is. <laughs> um, but What's but at least it makes sense as a man. That that Manning <laughs> character, you know, the traitor who is pardoned. Eli, uh, Kate, uh, Caitlin, <laughs> Man, Caitlin, Caitlin Brad, Jenner Manning, Brad, Bradley Manning, I, I, Brad Dina. I, I don't even know. I think but it was Bradley Manning. I, I heard. He I think I heard that. I don't think, yeah, but I, I don't think they're like, they bubble. I, oh, I think he's, a, I think, I, bubble, no, no. it's not a memory. Yeah, you I, think know he's, what I, mean? I think he's Brangelina. <laughs> what is that? It's, it's Brad and Angelina. Yeah, yeah, no, no, but, the, but the, that's up. my point. Are they? I think. I don't read my I don't uh, really care, celebrity. Yeah. yeah, but so, but wait, what, what's really weird is why is it that so many of these. You know, I mean, guess they they transition, right? Tra but they never transition. Tra 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 like, they never want to, like, lop it off. I mean, what, what, was it was it Rush Limbaugh that calls it the Wapa Dick off me? Certainly, is is adedictomies and Wapa Dick off me. Oh shit! She had an adedictomy. Yeah. So they 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 just never seem to go through with the like if they're transitioning. Why why do they never arrive anywhere? That's a good that's a good question, Dante. That's it's probably a better question for a. Transitioning person. Well, I mean, that's why I'm asking you. I, I think there are plenty that do. Whoa! Oh my god! Whoa, holy shit! Oh my god! Is that Sorry. one of those ads that plays when you go to? Yes, a website? I go to fucking Bloomberg and it's just like. <laughs> no one, no one <laughs> on the show can hear it, but like, oh, uh, oh my god! Make I open in, these huh? up because I'm trying to like go to an article, and then all of a sudden, like, it starts playing, and all of us are like completely in the dark as what's going but on. But this happens to me all the time anymore because I like I click on something. I don't and know then what the fuck. Like, it's legitimate news sites. They just have like these auto playing ads, which I is against most people's like terms I and conditions. I, I think. Well, I think Google said next year they're gonna like uh, disable shit like that. No, uh, no. Safari just did it. Oh, well, oh uh, Chrome's uh, gonna do it. I, I saw in the. I, 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 I just read about it. That's where they get all their money is from, like advertisement. 
It's so weird. Maybe so, I misread uh, that. Safari Safari is absolutely not a browser anybody uses, and no. all that all that is is a commitment of a, by Apple to make a shittier browser and to only produce good hardware. No, no, no. The, what the thing that the Safari browser I just saw it within the last day or two. Yeah. The update and it said that they built something in that would not allow the autoplay. You know, ads like that. The, the, the they're, sound they're, they're, they're fucking with ads on, on, on Safari. Well, they're fucking with what you just complained about. It's yeah. not just autoplay. It's it's all ads. Uh, they're they're not allowing... I don't know about I, that. I, I do. So what it, what's going on is that they're not allowing uh, cookies to be passed through ads. So like you can no longer track with ads. It's 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 kind of shit for advertisers, actually. Wow. I'm mm. going to start using Safari. Y- you and nobody else. <laughs> That's the thing. Mm. I, I might even use that other browser called... Opera? Brave. So yeah, you can you can go ahead and use Brave. Is, is that, you're using Brave. I used Brave. I used Brave on my phone to like save uh, data oh, as well an experiment. That's pretty shitty for advertisers. That was so. I stopped using it and I use Chrome now on it because I, I I prefer Chrome anyways. Right. Oh, so it was a philosophical. <laughs> it's, it's uh, no, no. I just I I, I I wanted to see if I could like stay under the limit for data and I, I just couldn't. Oh, so you up your plan? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I, really? I got the full plan. Uh, <laughs> I was I was I was I was like the lonely. I was like couldn't do the lonely lonely man plan anymore. <laughs> yeah. No. So so who did you marry? Nobody. I just I just pay like an obscene amount for my phone now. It's I don't know what it is like two hundred bucks a month. Oh, that can't ter- be. I don't know what it is. It's 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 obscene though. I don't know. It's I, it's it's highway rapery. I pay so like one twenty five or something like that. For, for like a family plan. I already told you this. Like they yeah. subsidize you with me. That's not true. They do. It's it's no. awful. And Anyhow. I have like uh, sixteen gig of data. I I have infinite data. Yeah, but who needs infinite data if you don't, if you never do sixteen gig? Yeah, that's a good point. So anyhow, the Equifax was hacked. Yeah, I, this has been a big story the last couple of weeks. It's, it's a hilarious. It's a hilarious story. Well, it's hilarious for for like several things that have happened. We haven't talked about it yet. Um, but well, so it happened, and then it was found that like a bunch of executives allegedly like sold before <laughs> that, which I, I'm questioning that like that was like. Le- they might have been. The they might have been too stupid to know that that was like. A or th- or they or <laughs> maybe they were just. I don't know. Like I read some things saying that like. The amount they sold off wasn't like the entire like it wasn't it wasn't so much. It's one point eight million. Well, but it was uh, the that's percentage. They're like but daily salary. I there. know, but, that's but it was still, like, <laughs> you know. but but it was like a, a certain percentage of their shares that wasn't as high as you'd think. And there's a record of them like selling off within the last year, like in periods. So like, I I, I don't know. I, I, I think it, it took it them like five or six weeks. weeks and, yeah, yeah, it took them five or six weeks to like report the mess. Yeah. Um. Well, are you sure it was five or six weeks? But I also like heard that. that they were hacked like five months earlier. I, so I, apparently, I it might have been five months. Apparently, some of the stuff goes back like five months ago. They they did have an incident and they didn't like release any right. information about right. it. Right, pretty um, shitty. Well, yeah, I mean, like this this does sound extremely bad on their part. So here's and, the thing: like, I, I play, I play Pokemon Go, and like when the game messes up, I, I email Niantic, and uh, they send me back my money. Mm-hmm. So like, is that do we all get like a boost in our credit report? Yeah, that would be, that? That'd be great. Yeah? Well, well, so the, <laughs> everyone so, gets ten so, points. Well, so that's the thing. Like, like this is this is one of those companies where, like, when you have something like this happen, it affects a lot of people, and yeah. it affects a lot of people in a weird way. Oh, well, it's not just that. So it's like, like what do you do? Like, the IRS tells you to go like talk to Equifax. Like, go make an Equifax account. All right, but right. So, like, does it does it? Do you have a case of like, I don't know, uh, like, w- well, it depends on what the hackers got. Like, what what did they get? 
What, what do you mean? What kind of information? What, what did the hackers get? Was it just passwords, or do they get no. like full no? They, on they, the got, they got, Dude, they, they got they, your they social. Have, they have 143 million people's social Everything. security. So, so, so I guess I guess that, just, that number doesn't matter anymore. Apparently. <laughs> well, well, the thought is, is that if everybody once social everyone social security numbers pretty much known or most people's are, like, yeah, like the value of that is like it becomes like less usable. Yeah, right? so like, like, like do I you guess just, do you just but do you just insure against that or you just try to come up with like a new maybe system? just come up like the social security number was never meant to be like a number. It for, was never meant to be given right, out. right. It well, was so, never it but, was but, never but, meant but, to but, be a but, secret. But the case number. is like in going forward, you just keep propping Ooh. it up, or do you have to come up with something different to kind the, of like the entire the entire point of a social security card was basically to avoid a national identity program because everyone was so against that. So like it was their way of getting around it. Well, can I uh, you, have you uh, have you guys ever? I, I don't know what the current cards look like. So um, they look exactly like the old cards. I, I don't know. I, I maybe I lost but mine ha- on a have you ever once. Seen, have you ever really? seen? Oh God! <laughs> have you ever looked at the fine print on, on the card on the front of the card? It says "Do not use" as like uh, as identification. Yeah, it's not identification. So it's not to be used right. as any form of. That's why I lost mine on a greyhound. <laughs> so. Um, when 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 you go to the hospital, that's a true story, by the way, Dante. What you lost? I, I lost my social security card on a, on a Greyhound with my passport. Oh, Are you really? serious? <laughs> yeah. Are you? Oh so, yeah. So so what happened? I, pro, someone probably stole my identity that day. I, I don't know. Like, did you ever like? Uh, no, I never got it back. Oh, so I'm a man without an identity now. I'm sure well, that someone that, took a that's loan why on my you name. did the, uh, the you know the. Uh, I decentralized my identity anyways. It doesn't matter right, at this right. point. So yeah, so well, yeah plausible well, deniability. Well, Equifax decentralized a lot of people's. Yeah, identity. just wait. That's what happened. Everyone's <laughs> <laughs> like, trying to figure out why you need a blockchain for this. That's, that's a good question. Well, you don't. They like, just Equifax did it for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when you go to the doctor's office, or yeah. I don't know if you've ever been to the hospital for any reason. Um, you know, they give you a mountain of paperwork to fill out, and of course, they ask you for your social security number. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ha- have you ever filled out all that stack? I mean, of I've papers? been to places like medical places where I have to fill out a social right. security number. Yeah. So, uh, well, the funny thing is, is I think they automatically people get that form and they look at the form and they just go, "Oh shit, I, you know, they're asking for my social. I have to put in my social." I fill out everything. I leave that blank. I have. I do not put in my social in any of those cases. And I, I think only one time did someone at, say to me, uh, you know, oh, you didn't fill that in. I said, yep, I didn't fill that in. It's against my policy. Mm-hmm. That's all. So you've never really filled it out? So, I don't So Dante doesn't have a medical record. No. <laughs> no. Well, but it's not I, I, well, it wasn't a requirement. <laughs> well, I'm, the bottom line is some. sometimes you'll get like a... a person behind the desk who wants to declare that it's a requir- requirement and I say Dude, this is like no, that time during a hurricane where I almost got that. evicted for not answering the question am I married or not from a hotel really yeah last week happened last week <laughs> <laughs> wait what are we getting married I nearly got evicted from the hotel that I was staying at to avoid uh, Irma Gerd the hurricane right right you, I know you want to tell you about this but what about the you eviction already I don't, in the I don't hotel? The eviction. yeah so like what happened is they, they I get a call uh, the morning that I get there and they're like hey do you want to come to this event uh, we're going to show you a tour of uh, the grounds. So we get to this hotel. It's a ridiculous hotel. It's like 120 bucks a night. Very, like, it's fairly cheap. It's in the middle of Orlando. And it's this beautiful, like, two-story, like, condo, basically, that I get into. And when I, I get into the room, and I get a call. And they say, hey, we're going to show a tour of the grounds. Do you want to do this? And I'm like, absolutely, in exchange for, like, free hotel points. Hmm. Which, you know, my super my superpower is getting free hotel points. So, like, I, I, I'm like, absolutely, <laughs> I'll go do this. Um I, you know, I'm an idiot, so I, I, I've never, like, I, I had no idea, but, like, uh, apparently, 
This is how they get you in for like timeshare pitches. Timeshare pitch. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. So, so I, you, I, you never, went no, I never, I never, I never, I <laughs> never like been pitched a timeshare before. This is a very like Florida experience. So, like, I go to this thing, and uh, well, no, before I go, I get another call the next day. And they're like, "Hey, um, you need to bring two forms of ID." I'm like, "What? Two forms of ID? Like, I, I'm I'm at a hotel. It's a hurricane. Who brings two forms? Oh, no, 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 sir. Wait, one the of those hotel forms. was asking <clears throat> you this. Yes. What? One, it was one of those forms uh, can be uh, a credit card, but they're asking for the forms for the tour. Yeah. Right, not for not a for tour the, that's yeah. like just inconspicuously happening. Like, wait, wait, a tour, you need two forms of ID for Once a tour. Once you just say you don't right. want to do the tour, and then, well, because I'm getting free fucking points, Dante. Yeah, Did you hear okay. that part? Okay, so like, <laughs> so you were agreeing? I'll yeah, give you this well, information. No, 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 no. So he goes, he goes, <laughs> he goes, uh, he goes. You got to bring two forms of ID. And I'm like, two forms, like for a tour, like what? Mm. I, I'm at a hotel. I didn't bring two forms. He goes, one of the forms can be a credit card. <laughs> Oh, okay. So like uh-huh. that's 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 not an ID, no, bro. Not at all. Like I said, is this a sales pitch? He's like, no, 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 no. It's a tour of the campus. Like, okay, fine. So I show up, and they start asking me questions, and uh, they're asking me like, uh, you know, they get to the question like, are you married? I'm like, I. Why are you asking? This is a fucking tour of the campus. I'm not answering that question. Give me the tour. Like, no, we, we they, will not they, give you the tour. They don't want to do a single you, leg sit. Right. Well, they're like, we're not answering the tour, or we're not giving the tour until you answer the question. Of are you course. married? They have to like, know. Absolutely not. I'm not answering that question. So, like, like I'm sitting there, like, like, do I get my points? Like, how, I don't have how, to do the tour. Just how give are me the they going to close you if? Well, that's if, that's if the thing. Like at this point, like I walk married. before that, I walk through the room, and there's like a bunch of people sitting at tables, and like this is definitely a fucking sales pitch. What the fuck is going on? So, like, I get like. I refuse to answer this question as to like whether I'm married or not. And so like this woman comes over and she says she corners me and she puts me in a corner. She's like, Sir, it's just a question. It's just a question. Why won't you answer? It's just a question. And I said to her, I go, ma'am, there are some questions that you just don't want to answer. Like if I say to you, ma'am, uh, did you take a shit this morning? <laughs> did you tell us? Did yeah, you, I said, oh, did, did you take a shit this morning? Or if I say, ma'am, uh, do you wipe standing up or sitting down on the toilet? You said that too? Yes. Oh. And then she looks at me and she starts like how, shaking how with anger. She was like, oh, like a 65, 70-year-old woman. Oh, no. <laughs> and she goes, just, that's so rude. And I'm like, I know it's rude. That's the point. Yeah. It's a fucking question. It's just a question. Right, right. Do you want to answer it? No. No. Just like I don't want to answer this question. Right. Of course I'm married. I'm married to a man. No. Um, right. So like so so like she starts shaking just with anger. And she goes back to the desk. And she like says... I hear her say something about like security. Like, oh, oh okay, no! Okay, I'm, I'm leaving. So like, I leave. And this uh, like she's a, a, like a very good salesperson, right? I was, Wait, <laughs> was this a one coin meeting? No, it's, it felt like that. So I was like, I was like, okay, I'm leaving. So I start walking back to my my, my uh, two story uh, the, apartment condo. The, the sales books I read said this is not how you're supposed to do that. And this is not how you're supposed <laughs> to sell your like timeshare. Yeah. So on my way back, two security cars from the grounds show up, and they uh, they start asking me questions. Um, but yeah, like like yeah. I thought I was gonna like, get a fu- yeah. It was all good. It was all fine. <laughs> should have just been like, I was gonna buy this place, That's but like, now I'm no, I'm fucking won't. Then leave a dookie in the middle of their yeah. lobby. <laughs> oh, God. It's kind of like it's kind of like uh like that Seinfeld episode where Kramer like gets hired or he goes to work at a company, but he just like shows up and like pretends he works there, and they, have, they <laughs> fire him, but they they never they never really <laughs> work together. Like he just pretended to work there. I don't remember that one. I, I love he, Seinfeld. There's so many I haven't he's seen. He's in a suit. He was walking around. They thought he was like. Uh, an important person there. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, my God. Uh, but so, um, I just wanted to say something about yeah. the Equifax uh, hack. Sure. Right? Well, there's... Yeah. So, what? Well, the, the, <laughs> other, the, the other really funny thing about this was that they... Some uh, developer quickly made a fake website. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. 
like Equifax hack or secure Equifax security 2017 made it look like their site really quick. He did. He wrote an article where he says I did it in like 20 minutes, and uh, they linked several times on their Twitter and other places to his website to further Equifax demonstrate did? how bad their security is. Yeah. So he created a fake website, basically like looking at just like uh, their site. If you're a concerned customer about this hack. And they linked out like, oh, this is a place you can go to, like, you know, check in with us or whatever. Oh, they they did they, they, and they linked to the fake yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they linked to his his website, which was like a funny thing. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. And like, luckily, he wasn't. He was just doing it to make a point. The, the other thing was that that woman who was like their security advisor. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, like a like wait, a, where, that where was, are you talking I, about? I thought that that was okay. So so the the woman who's like the, the, the head chief, of security apparently was like their uh, CSO, like their chief security officer. Yeah. She was a uh, music major. Oh right, right. A music major, which yeah. I think is funny because like that that really in and of itself is not like relevant. Like she may have like plenty of relevant security experience. She, she just happens not to. She but, just happened. Right. Not, well, <laughs> that was the thing. People were making a big deal about her degree when. Everybody in that field knows that the degree doesn't matter. Right. It's the experience. But she didn't really have much experience. Yeah. She's yeah. just an executive. But like that was like a first red flag. A huge but, but like I don't know, like when you're a huge executive at a I, Okay, here here's the thing too. I don't really think about this company. I, I mean I know what they do, but like are they are these just like executives at like a high level that are like not it just you don't know Equifax? I know, but like what I'm saying is like does this this sounds really ignorant, but like, does the the high security officer or the chief security officer need to be more of like a security person or more of like an executive? Who person? the fuck knows? A music teacher. Yeah, like a yeah. music teacher. Yeah. <laughs> it's so standard in all, all security <laughs> companies to have a music teacher be yeah. the head of your security. Well, but some of these companies, they, they get like a CTO in that isn't that technical. He just knows uh-huh. how to be a good CTO. Yeah, he's a good manager. So like, right. that was that just sense. her? I mean, like, could have been probably. Could be, could be, yeah. could also not be. <laughs> she like she fucked up. I yeah. So so the 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 thing about uh, Equifax mm-hmm. is that uh, this company called LifeLock, yeah, their numbers increased by ten tenfold after this, week? this hack. Yeah, oh yeah. In other words, whatever amount of business that they would ordinarily do before the hack. They were doing 10 times the amount of signups and all that sort of thing. Uh, now, what's really interesting about that is that they have a deal with Equifax. Of course. So when you sign up for LifeLock, you are, by default, agreeing to, uh, to, to be having an account of some sort. You know, I I don't know what no, no, the relationship you're, you're, is. So okay, so the way that LifeLock works is uh like like you can call the credit agencies. The way that LifeLock launched really funnily, funnily. The the hilarious thing is that all they did basically is every few months you can call the credit agencies and basically ask them to like freeze your account. Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. So all that LifeLock did for like fifteen dollars a month was every three months they would like renew that for you. Right. At the credit agencies, including uh, but you already have an account at Equifax. That's the thing. If you have an if you have like a credit card, <coughs> you have an account there. You don't really have a choice but to have an account at Equifax. So, so the 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 thing that I was wondering when we were talking about they sold their stock, you know, right after this happened, but before it was announced, I wonder if anybody's done the the, the research or the legwork to see whether they made any purchases. I don't know if, if there's a way. You know, there's no blockchain, right? <laughs> so, but I, I, it, it, it wouldn't it be interesting if some of the money that they took out. You know, uh, in, in that 1.8 million, I wonder how much uh, stock they might have bought in uh, LifeLock. Oh yeah, zero. <laughs> no, I, mean, public, I, I don't mean, think LifeLock's a public company. I, mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm fairly. I, I think they're privately held. But like, uh, even so, Dante. Like, honestly, like, 
I, I'm very skeptical when I hear that like executives sold uh, stock like that for like nefarious purposes. Because w- what do you think is going to happen? Well, what do you mean, what's going to happen with what? With with a CEO who who does that, like who like sells stock as a result of like knowing secret information. Well, isn't it's it going to be isn't, it cool? isn't that a form of insider trading? The, the, but that's but it's so obvious. That's why I'm skeptical of it. Like well, if you're an right. executive, so, you're not going to do that. Right. Like it, it's such an obvious thing that like you're not going to be able to get away with it. And and, and if you're in the that, that one's you're so blatant. Like it's yeah. just, but it's, uh, but I mean so far the, 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 the they did and and people are going to will look at it and say wow no they couldn't have done it as insider trading because it would be too obvious. So therefore I don't think anyone said that. I think everyone's it. saying it was definitely insider trading. Right. right. I'm right. saying that people, I'm skeptical. People are of throwing that. like oh it's insider trading. I can't believe this executive will do that. Well, when it may not be the case it, that that is like what happened. They may have actually sold. Coincidentally, for other reasons, LifeLock <laughs> is a traded company. That's yeah. amazing. I didn't know that. So, and and there's by the way, the CEO, the previous CEO of LifeLock, they, they were doing this ad campaign where he would put his social security number out there. Oh yeah, you and know, he got hacked thirteen times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look he at the price. A, he look got at the price of LifeLock. Oh yeah. Yeah. Look, why does it go into a flat line like that? Uh, That's kind of weird. It's, it's, eh? <laughs> what? What are we looking? Zero dollars. It's zero dollars. I don't know what I don't know what uh, Google Google was showing here, but like it says yeah. uh, that it's worth zero. So it, I, I don't know what's going on with LifeLock's price, but uh, looks like it trades like fifteen bucks, twenty five bucks. And how much was it before right did before the it? hack? Ah, I don't a, know. Did, did they put a freeze on trading? Twenty bucks, twenty uh, six, seventeen dollars. No, you, we're not. You, you're in the that's twenty sixteen. It looks. I don't know. I I, I I don't know what's going on here. I don't I don't know what's going on with yeah. The this price is here, not so the, the, the best uh, chart. Well, to no. use, there's got to be a better truck. But anyway, um, so and he he got his identity stolen like yeah. 13 times. Yeah, yeah. and then I, and then I guess they they ousted him. They kicked they kicked him out. It was like that was a stupid well, idea. No, I I don't think that was. I think that they ousted him because he was like affiliated with like a bunch of scams before LifeLock. Yeah, but why they bring him in? He started the company. No. Oh, he did. He, yeah, that, he he founded it. He's. Okay. I, I believe that that's. I, th- I think that's. Sorry, here we go. Twenty three ninety nine. It looks like is what it's at. So. And what was um, it uh, before the hack? It was announced. I, I don't know. Uh, I have no idea. What <laughs> like, was it? There's there's some ago. articles here talking about LifeLock and a couple other companies that are apparently their stocks are going up. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Well, I, I mean, mean, like in other words, like I'm sure it is going up because they're they're talking about it. It's it's a subscription based business, and those like have yeah. fairly predictable. Like, so so. Uh, <clears throat> what 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 are you guys concerned enough yourselves about this for for you to do anything about it? No, no, no. I, are I, you? I didn't do shit. Well, I mean, I guess I would not want to go through the inconvenience of I, of you know having that happen. So I had having considered. What, uh, 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 what do you mean? We're talking about identity theft. But but identity theft encompasses a lot of things. Like I have my identity theft like stolen all the time when people like steal my credit card. Well, what do you mean? People steal my identity every day when they sign up for video games. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I, like, I take it. <laughs> no, but I, I'm saying you'll take a big hit well, well, the big, with well, your credit rating. Well, the big scare here is so because why it's just do you want to unwind that? What? It's just, it will no, 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 no. It, it, it's a lot more than that. It, 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 there's more, much more data. It's your date of birth, your social. So if someone you, 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 so you know, someone it's, it's everything that they need. So if someone benefits from this hack to do yeah. something in my name. Okay, then what? It's probably going to happen to a lot of people. It doesn't. I'm, I'm talking about you only. Right. Or like this if, is gonna, if something's going to have a negative common, impact this is on be a very you. common thing, right? It, well, if, then what are you going to do? You're going to say, "Oh, okay. Well, you know, no problem. My my uh, my FICO score went from uh, you, you know eight hundred and change. That mortgage is in mind. 
but but then you but now you are fighting it. You, that's what I'm saying. You're unwinding it. That's it's a it's a huge uh, problem to have to deal with, and and, and it, it'll fuck you up for for months of dealing with it. Where if you could just avoid that happening, you'll you, you'll be a lot better off. Are you doing so something? I'm thinking about doing uh, life lock. No, no. I'm just thinking well, I've about some things that you going can do, you can to do each one of the agencies on and do a freeze and yeah. like lo- just go I do to that. Go to each. I do that every three months. Oh, okay. So, you, well, I have always done that. Is do you have to pay them again? What's it, that? It, it, does the lock only last three months? Yeah. Okay. So that's what. Now I know that they charge. Some of them charge you only when you lock it. No, they some don't, of them charge no, none you both of them charge ways. You. Uh, none of them charge yeah, you. Ten dollars. Is that something mm-hmm. to do? Like, are you recommending that? Like, I would. That I mean, like, I, that's what I do. I do that so that, like, basically. So why are you saying? Why are you saying to me? Why do I care? You do. You're. You're doing more well, than I, I am. I, but I'm saying I, I, that not because of the lock. I, I'm taking the same steps that I always do. Like it's like, right. So, but, so the way, so it's the way a it works practice is what you're saying. Yeah, I think it's good practice. Okay. I mean, that's what that's. I mean, I, I do it. Like, yeah, uh, I'm agreeing that yeah, it's yeah. a good idea. Um, but know. like like the uh, the I, I think it's a good idea because like I, I'm not applying for credit cards every day. So when I do it, like I you know basically right. they don't the charge you though. I've never been charged for it. So you just call them. And apparently, they you have call to them. Go to their website. I don't know. If you call is, them. I don't know if this is accurate, but I think the un, the, the the unfreezing. There's a small fee associated with that. But oh, it's the unfreezing. Could it's, be. Yeah. Okay. Could be. Uh, so basically, you could freeze be, it if you want to. That's why I'm asking. That's why I'm talking it. about. Yeah. It's I only read a few things. But it's super quick and painless. You call. It takes about a minute and a half. Yeah. Okay. So it might be. It might be ever worth calling. I mean, but now that someone now that someone has your social security number, you know, maybe maybe that's the havoc they'll wreak. Is they'll freeze everyone's. Ability to get credit cards. <laughs> yeah. Well, you see that I don't you care. Know, but, oh, to, like, right. Apparently, the unfreezing process, the yeah. Equifax hackers have enough info to do that on your behalf. They so do. Like, that's probably true. To well, what are you, you going to do? Unfreeze. I mean, like, if they really want to really, give your social security if number, if they really like, want to hack yourself. you, if they really want to get use you, they're going to do it, you know? Um, I, I had I had an identity theft issue happen a, a couple of years ago to me because I found out about it um, when I have to file my taxes and someone mm. filed. Oh, that's filed. right. Oh, you yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. Uh, it, yep. they uh, they, they thought happened. they thought me it, too. They you? thought, yeah. they happened thought to like a lot of people. They thought it was through some medical or insurance company from yeah. several years prior. Like yep. they they thought there was like some hack that happened. So then the, they gave you the they gave you a pin number, right? Yep. Uh, for subsequent years, every year they give you a new pin number. Yeah. And uh, I had you to have do a lot to of use paperwork the for. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh huh. It was it, it was it, it wasn't like I thought it was like gonna be really really horrible, and it wasn't it wasn't too too bad. Right. So um, I remember the lady at Devil Famosa was really nice. Speaking of this, <laughs> what I got like I think I think because that I'm sorry to interrupt you, but that that year was like a very basic year. So I think I was doing like the TurboTax thing. Yeah. Oh. And, and the lady I spoke to, they like, they, esca- they escalated me up to like the night like the really nice. good, the good people. Like nice. I could tell she was very like TurboTax know. has good people. Yeah, <laughs> I really like her. No, no I was just I, I this just, is like uh, a show of like tax like software <laughs> discussion. <Yeah>. We're <laughs> a tax software you, show brought to you by TurboTax. TurboTax is is Turbo. Tax Intuit or is it a whole yeah, different yeah, company? I think it is. Yeah, that's like Mint.com is into it. I, 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 I used to oh, use is their it true stuff. The only and reason I, we I hated I, I hated their software. Is it true the only reason that the government doesn't file taxes for us is because uh, TurboTax Intuit lobbies the fuck out of them to make sure that like you have to do your own taxes? <laughs> I've heard that rumor before. Um, I don't know. I mean, like it, it's probably like 
partially true. Yeah, and it's not so much that they, they like that. That's the reason that the government doesn't file them for it. It's that like the, the the conspiracy, I believe, is that the reason the tax code remains so complicated is because these companies lobby for it to be more complicated. Yeah, that sounds more like the. Conspiracy. I think it's a libertarian conspiracy. I, I mean, I'm sure yeah. that they like advocate, like, dude, the, the tax code is going to be really complicated. That's just the way it is. Yeah. Well, so. that's just the excuse. That's just the the conspiracy for that. So, are you, Dante, are you like a flat tax fan? Uh, yeah, I, I think I would. Well, here's the thing: I, the the concern that I would have if they if they came up with a flat tax, then, or, or if they had purely a flat tax, yeah. All right, I, I I would be in favor of that. Interesting. I feel like I mean I, I don't know much about the flat tax, but I feel like it's like a like you pay like what thirty percent like tax for everything. I think it's a lower number. Uh, I'm not sure what the number would be. I think it's in the low twenties, maybe. Low twenties. <laughs> no, I it's, mean I it's think still it's a like, lot. There's no, like eighteen. Car. I, I think it's. I, I, I could be mistaken. I'm sure different people propose different like, numbers. It might be eighteen percent. Maybe it's twenty percent. Wow. Like, but, or, like you buy like a car and you pay like twenty percent taxes. Yeah. Yeah. Man, so, but, but like, he, go go have fun. But you have to. But we we take twenty. We take we take twenty. We take twenty. <laughs> well, here here's the thing about it though. Um, yeah, it sounds exorbitant. It does, but you know what percentage are you paying through? You know your your in, income tax now. Well, I don't know. It depends on. I mean, it's it's well, it's, I mean, uh, it's it's very complicated. <laughs> but no, but but the thing of it well, is, I mean, like, uh, there's effective rate. Like, what's you like, don't get penalized for putting money away. Um, you, 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 you know, I I don't I don't know what would happen with a flat tax uh, in the event that you let's say you put your money into the S and P, and you know you made gains. I I, I don't know what happens with uh, capital gains. So, so I'm not that familiar with the proposed you know flat tax stuff. But I I I, I think in an I, I ideal scenario, I think it would be much better than what we have now. If you're say if you're if you're not you know it's kind of weird because in some ways uh, you you disincentivize spending. So I, I don't know. I'm not I'm not an economist, you know. Uh, I, I don't know how all of those moving parts work together. What Paul Sports was talking, we had him on once uh, talking about like the most efficient tax uh, with regard to like property and stuff like that, um, which is like an improvement tax basically on property. Like if you could like uh, make property more useful, uh, you know, essentially. Oh, so the more improvements that you do. Then what? Does it? Do you get an incentive? No, it's, for it's a, making improvements. I don't, I don't. I don't remember exactly what it's called, but like it's it's, it's regarded by a lot of economists uh, as like one of the more fair taxes, and it's essentially like sort of this notion that like the land is worth um, whatever its maximum improvement value could be. So like, hmm. yeah, I, I feel like I should get Paul on to like discuss this. Yeah, so like I, it's, I, I, again, I'd love to hear what it would now. Did Paul ever uh, weigh in on the flat tax? I never asked him about flat tax. There's also a thing. I, I suspect that fl flat tax is like insipid. It's it's like this sort of like stupid idea that has a lot of like strange consequences. I, I don't know, but that would be my just because the reason I say that is because it sounds like anything I hear that is like just like as simple as that. Like yeah, just do it across the board. Uh, it, it just lacks it lacks all nuance. I don't know that we need nuance, but I I mean I. I you know, I, I there's also a thing that I'm not all uh, I'm equally unfamiliar with, <laughs> but there's a thing called a fair tax, and that's a little bit more it's complicated. Every time you it's go not to the fair. quite. It's not a flat tax, 
but it's some proposal that's in the same vein as a flat tax. But uh, what the fuck? Oh my god, Th- these these ads that the, the autoplay ads are just awful. So they're sorry, they're terrible, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, they are. Well, it's, it, it's it would make me Bloomberg. not go to Bloomberg. Yeah, yeah. Well, I agree. That's that's the thing. Like you, you th- th- sorry, you've been. Okay. Uh, Disincentivized to that, that, uh, go that's to the thing. Website. Like that's I, I, I leave works. the website, but like I've already, yeah, they've done. already got my uh, right. The, I just yeah. don't go back to those sites. I, yeah. I go, oh, that site. Oh yeah, no, man, oh man. My so man. okay, so you're you have here the the story about Buffett winning the, uh, the, the oh the bet, so, which so happened Buffett a while ago. That, actually, well, yeah, he won the bet, and he he also uh, he's been pamping recently. Who has Warren Buffett? He's he's pamping what? He said that the. Uh, it, uh, in a thou- in a hundred years, the Dow is going to be over one million. I, I believe that. I mean, yeah. like it's it's well, not yeah, like he's, he's pamping. He's it pamping. Got <laughs> 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 You got to you, you buy the Dow because uh, yeah. Buffett's pamping it. Well, he's pamping the market. He's say he's usually saying uh, you know the entire market's going to go up over time. Uh, so so he's co- <laughs> the guy like, who was up, the guy who was up against Buffett's a guy named Ted Citus. Yeah. Um, Ted Citus actually has a podcast which is actually pretty good. Oh. Um, and, you, and I, I highly recommend you listen to it. It's, it's what I like about it is he actually brings on these like financiers and he uh, he he talks to them um, about this or that like just the things they've done. They're, they're people they're, it's kind of this like uh, there's a lot of stories like the Wizards of Wall Streets kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, he does that sort of. Uh, he's he's talking to people who did things like buy soccer teams <coughs> for like, uh, you know, attempts to like uh, as an investment stuff like that. Just like people mm-hmm. who do some interesting things. Um, uh, it, it would be uh, he's he's a really interesting guy, um, but I think he's actually also really young compared. To, like you'd think that it would have been like an older guy doing it, but like he's yeah. more. He's okay. So he's a lot younger than. Uh, he's younger than you'd think. Okay. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, I want to listen to his podcast. So he, so he's the one that bet against Buffett. Yeah, and um, the bet was from a period that's ending in uh, hundred years from now. No, no, I think it's like I think it's next year, right? No, it's uh, end of this year, December thirty. Yeah, I think I think that Ted gave it up though. I think Ted like you know like acknowledged that Buffett wins. Um, but but Ted Ted says even on his podcast, if you listen, he's like I I I I I would have you know like. I made the bet for all the right reasons. It just happened to be the bad time, which is, I, I think, what like non-EMHers always say about like uh, about about these like, so, weird bets. I think he was doing an index of hedge funds. Okay, yeah, he was doing. It was definitely like it was a bunch of hedge funds. So it was, I guess, it was the ones that he selected. I, I don't know the details. I remember hearing about this thing, and it sounded like they just resolved the bet, or he decided to go ahead and like declare Buffett the winner. Correct. I think that's, I think that's what happened. Yeah. Um. But did he do it because of like? So, so he he's definitely like a, like a non emature. I mean, I don't like to make the, like the, like the distinction. I don't know if he's an emature like or not. He, like, it's, it's, it's a question is like how strong does he think these like uh, sort of these uh, how strong does he think um, the efficiency is right? Right. But I mean, like he he works in banking. He's he's a uh, you know so like he's I think uh, capital allocators. I think is his company something like that. Or mm-hmm. uh, but but he's he's like a he's a Harvard Business School grad. I think he's probably like either a hedge fund operator or some sort of like money manager of sorts. Um, and yeah, I think he's, I, I yeah. Also, well, here's my other question. Here's I think he made a million dollar bet. Everyone knows about it, and now he's famous. So like, what is he gonna do? Like, write a book? You know, do other things? Well, and this like, was make a, a bunch of money. Him, yeah, that's what I think. I think it was like, but like, honestly, he just bought a bunch of like fame for himself, right? For really cheap. Yeah. Well, I I think I think he just convinced Buffett to make this bet. Buffett was like, oh, that'll, that'll be fun. I think Buffett made the. I think Buffett uh, made it public that he was wanting to make this bet. And like anyone could take it up, and Ted is the one that took it up. Okay. But like, even if Buffett had lost, 
That doesn't mean anything. No, it doesn't. But but, 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 but <laughs> because like, like a long enough time that like he was like, oh, I'm pretty sure I'll win. But he bet ten years. Like yeah. he, he just bet that he would most likely. I bet. I bet he'd do it again. I bet like Buffett would do it again and again yeah. and again. I'm um, so okay. So Buffett's Buffett's pamping uh, the the Dow, which which is funny because like that's that's frankly what he ought to be doing. Well, then, well, well. I mean, yeah. I mean, like that was what the bet was about. It was like a, a bet about like basically market efficiency. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it, right. So I'll bet you. I'll bet you Buffett can tell you the expected, like the expected outcome of that too. Like he'll be like eighty three percent of the time I'd win. Yeah, he could probably get that right. So uh, speaking of Harvard, yeah, you, 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 you mentioned Harvard, <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, and then uh, so I, 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 it reminded me of some story related to Chelsea Manning and this thing that I'm looking at. Is like three hours old. Oh my God! What is it? Um, thousands signed petition opposing Harvard for rescinding Chelsea Manning's invitation. Now I don't know the invitation. I'm trying to see what the invitation actually to was. Speak, right? I think it was more than speaking. Uh, maybe it was to speak, but was it I, to steal college <laughs> records. Let me see. By exposing, I, I, you know, I, I, I'm. Uh, this a brand new article that just came out three hours ago. I, I think it's like a Massachusetts um, publication. Oh no, that's just an ad. Okay, I don't know what this is. Uh, that I'm. I, I don't even oh, know what uh, site this is. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I have a question. There's for a video Johnson. here, but yeah. uh, Harvard Dean <laughs> invitation. So, uh, Joseph, you uh, there was an article that Isabella tweeted out this week. Yeah. Talking about the end of pure e-commerce, uh-huh. and I was talking about like Amazon and Walmart, uh-huh. um, kind of taking a dual hybrid approach <laughs> to both retail, like physical stores, and, and e-commerce. Yeah, and you tweeted something that I didn't really fully understand. Sure, um, you tweeted in response to this article, which is talking about this, um, is that moving back to retail stores is an admission of anti-competitive practice being norm previously. Efficiencies were gained via mispricing. Yeah, I think that's probably true. So, so like, what, what that what, what that means, real simply, is that like, um, in the case of like Uber, mm-hmm. uh, if it, it, the cost of like customer acquisition and everything else, when it comes to like what they're actually charging you per ride, um, they're still losing money, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, as a taxi service, they're they're undercharging for the taxi service. Okay. Most most companies have to to like account for like the cost of customer acquisition and like the process of right. like so, so the you have to lose money provide. in order to gain those customers. That's right. That's what so, they're that's so, what they're doing. So you're you're are you saying that like these e-commerce companies had to like lose money to gain like that market share? Well, no. I mean, my point would be like like I, I don't know what the difference is other than that the the, the the government doesn't seem to care. Um, but I don't know what the difference is like what if I've said this before, but like if I were if I were going to like a venture capital and saying like I would like to start a grocery store. The efficiency is that all of my product will be twenty five percent cheaper than everyone else's. Like that would be, I, I would, I would go to, I'd get sued so fast. Like that, that would, that would just be like, I'd be anti competitive. Um, there's no way that that would get off the ground. That's essentially Uber's pitch. It's just like, what are you going to do to innovate the, the 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 taxi industry? We'll we'll be cheaper. How? We're just cheaper. Like we have <coughs> technology. Can you give some examples of what you're talking about in retail, brick and mortar retail? Not, I mean, Uber no, you, you is a whole other. You can't animal. do it in retail. That's what I'm no, saying. No, like you can only do it like with Uber. All that, like, how are you going to be cheaper? Technology. But you're talking about e-commerce. So, the, 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 you know, Uber is really not a. Good, what I think of 
when it comes to e-commerce. It's it's so is though. It's just it's it's e-commerce. Uh, the same thing with like Amazon. Like Amazon has been like losing money, losing money, losing money. Okay. And then all of a sudden they start making a little bit of money. What do they do? They like they go back to brick and mortar because uh, that's you know they they've driven all these other companies out of business essentially. So they're going to take all of these efficiency they've gained basically by like going public, taking these billions of dollars, burning them, um, underpricing things, and then going back to brick and mortar, which is like back to the realm that they like pushed people out of by being right. underpriced. Right. Doing things like avoiding taxes. Well, you know what else they're they're doing? They're 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 building their huge distribution huge. centers in shopping malls that went out of business. You know, so they'll take over these malls yeah. that are massive uh, buildings. I, I don't know if that's true or not, but that yeah, sounds yeah. completely completely yeah, no, reasonable. I, read about I, it. I believe that absolutely. Yeah. Um, they're they're going to buy that mall up in Minnesota. That's what I was going to say, the yeah. million dollar. <laughs> 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 well, then I want to turn into my house. Yeah. I, just, I really like the idea. It's, it's like, it's, it's, have I shown this to you, Dante? We talked about this a while ago, no. like early on. I, I, don't I, don't know, so. I don't know how many square feet this thing is, but it's probably it's a mall? At, like 30,000 square feet. It, Kmart was in it. Like, uh, you know, like it's, it's a million bucks. A million bucks. Yeah. I was just like, what, like, think about that. Like, you buy that, you turn it into your house. Yeah. <laughs> where, 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 where is it? Like, right in the middle of Detroit? No, it's in Minnesota. Uh, it's it's <laughs> in like my, my childhood, like, like my childhood. Town. Oh, okay. Same, same thing. Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> same thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I was like, it'd be hilarious. Like, you have like a, I don't know, a, a quarter mile house, an enormous parking lot for yeah. the balls that you throw. Now, do, do, <laughs> on this topic, can you think of an example where not like Amazon conditioning, not like Amazon? Uh, that might be going from their, you know, original model over to some brick and mortar. Uh, I mean, well, I, they're really I can doing think of a lot. There's, and, there's tons of these. Like Bonobos right. does it. No, no, uh, but can you give me an example of a traditional retail-only brick and mortar business that this applies to uh, that you that you're I, describing? I, I don't understand not. the question. So, like, okay. a, a traditional brick and mortar business <laughs> that what? Well, uh, you're, you're talking about the. Well, you're talking about anti-competitive, right? Yeah. Or, okay. So, what about the, the these brick-and-mortar businesses that went ahead and they built out a, a an e-commerce version? Sure, like well, like Staples or like oh, uh, Circuit oh, oh, City you know, or like or a Home Depot or you know whoever because they're, they're yeah, now yeah. I mean, selling a lot of their products that. online. Because, uh, Walmart. I, think, I mean, Walmart's done it. Right, but I think a lot of these companies where they had a brick-and-mortar business, they have shareholders, and if they wanted to try to, you know, back in the day, you know, compete with what was up and coming with these e-commerce sites, if, you know, I guess they could. They could say, all right, we're going to cut our prices. We're going to do this and this and this. But I think they would get they would get killed by their shareholders, you know, for doing that. But uh, eventually, when once they started competing uh, in the e-commerce space, it, it was a little bit e easier for them to uh, to get away with doing that because they would sell through the e-commerce site and allow people to come into the store and pick up the merchandise. So they had to be competitive on an e-commerce level, you know, with everyone else. I can't think of anyone who's been successful going the other way. Going from brick and mortar to, to e-commerce, e yeah, um, yeah, I, I really can't. What about Walmart? They have not been successful doing that. They, their e-commerce doesn't work. I, uh, no, I, 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 what is I the last know. thing you shopped on Walmart for like, e-commerce stuff? They, like? they're, they're moving in that direction, but they bought Jet.com. <laughs> they just they started. Bought, they, they bought just a platform started, a year ago. Yeah, like they're, it, it's, it's, very, it's hard. It's hard to say that their e-commerce works. So like, yeah, I, I can't think of. I'm sure there are examples, but I can't think of anyone who's done it. 
I see. I've I've picked things up in uh, brick and mortar stores that I went ahead and I ordered from the e-commerce site. But a lot of the reason is because it doesn't make sense for them to stock certain SKUs. So certain SKUs are only doable if if it's through an e-commerce site, and then they do their own. Distri- they're not going to deliver it to you like Amazon does, but they'll they'll deliver it to their own store and you can walk in and pick it up. I'm sure there's some, um, you know, vendors out there that have actually been successful going from brick and mortar to to online. I just can't think of any. Tiger Direct tried it, I think, basically. I think think, think the successes there are going to be... the dark market. People. I think this is like, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah probably. <laughs> I mean, the, the yeah, so traditional probably, from, yeah. from traditional stores yeah. uh, and, and pulled it back to e-commerce is probably true. Yeah. But like, you know, like uh, there's there's a lot of stores that have tried it. I think the problem is this, Dante. You have like this hu- huge amount of overhead. There's a thing in Silicon Valley that they call the downstack fallacy. I think, or the, is upstack or downstack? One of the two. But the idea being that like you can, uh, you can, I think you can innovate down the stack, but not up the stack. Essentially, so like for example, Dropbox wanted to do like an S3 type competitor, and like they're not going to be able. <laughs> to do that because it's up stack um but but they could innovate like down the stack whereas amazon started way up here and then they like we need some servers so they got servers and they're like hey we have a lot of server space let's sell that so they were able to like expand that and grow that but like they you can't just be like hey we we have like a solution here but we can maybe also build our own server farm over here where you're going to find out with like you have a huge amount of overhead then so i think what's happened here is that you have all these these stores like best buy that have thousands and thousands maybe hundreds of thousands of square feet of store all over the united states that's a huge expense and that like might sound like an asset in a world where like maybe you want people to go deliver it to the store but the reality is it's just it's just a giant expense like people want people don't want to know where your warehouse is whereas amazon's like let's have like six warehouses and the lights will be off. It'll be run by robots, and then we'll have, like, slave labor. Okay, so I want to tell you guys I, I, uh, about something. Back in the 80s, there was an idea that I had that I was pitching to some people. I don't know if I ever told you about this Amazon.com. No, I was pitching an idea. It had nothing to do with e-commerce, obviously, right? Uh, but what it, what it had to do with was grocery stores and... Instead, you know, like you, we walk into these grocery stores and you're walking for miles and miles. And it's like it's like you're walking through a giant warehouse, almost like what Sam's and Costco is. But the normal grocery stores like Publix or whatever you have, you're still walking through all of their inventory. Everything is like on the shelves and it's all stock. So what I was envisioning was that if you had a small footprint grocery store, you had no shopping carts. And you'd have to have a device that would record your choices. So whether, and and one of the ideas was, you know, those little handheld laser scanners, you know, or it could be some kind of a card that you slide into, you know, then you'd have to have a slot in front of each item. I don't know how good of an idea that was. But, you know, this is like really before QR codes or what, but they, they had barcodes, right? So... You'd, you'd find the item, but people want to touch it and look at it and turn the box around and, you know, box of cereal, and they want to see the cartoons on the back. You know, they want to see what they're getting. And you'd go through the store, and you'd pick out all your items, and you would just deposit either, you know, whatever, whatever mechanism you use to record your choices. And as <clears throat> you were making the choices, it, it, in the background, 
in, in a didn't have to be fancy kind of a warehouse. In other words, you could have all kinds of conveyor belts and you could have, you know, people just picking things out and dropping them and putting the order together, however they do the logistics. And by the time you're finished shopping, this is before there was really much delivery ideas, you know, like Amazon does. <coughs> and you'd have your entire shopping experience ready and uh, they could load your car. You know, you pull your car through a drive-thru and they go, here you go. And you've got all your, uh, all your shopping. But it's not that entire, this is back in the 80s, so it's not that dissimilar from some of the stuff that you're starting to see. Well, just to say, you know, that, that, the idea of, like, uh, shopping experience, similar to that was, like, implemented or, or attempted as far back as, like, the 19, 1937. Well, I, I, I will tell you this. We had a store... And this was in the 60s. Uh-huh. You would pick out all your stuff. You'd go to the cashier. You'd do that. And your stuff would get not even bagged. I think I don't know how they did it. They put them in baskets or whatever what they did. What was the store called? Uh, I think it was called. It was in New York. It was called TSS, Times okay. Square Store. Interesting. And they would load your trunk. You, you, you'd oh, drive your car through, and they'd open your trunk, and they would just go ahead, and they would deposit everything that you just purchased. Instead of you wheeling stuff out to your car, you do a drive-through. You so, know? So, so one of the earliest grocers, one of the earliest grocery stores created was, was a Piggly Wiggly. Right? Yeah, I so, heard of right. them. So Clarence Saunders, I think, was the founder of, of Piggly Wiggly. Uh, there's a whole amazing story about like, sh- how he like, fought uh, short sellers. Um, from like like destroying the stock price, it's one of the neatest stories that you could ever read. You should read about it. It's a it's in a book called Business Adventures. Um, but I'm like you book. should read this book. I it's know a phenomenal about, I know book. book yeah. It's absolutely phenomenal. All right, this is totally random. Piggly Wiggly. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, several years ago, I think it was like in two thousand five or so, there was a st- story that I heard about immediately. I mean, like when it had just happened. And uh, it was involving, yeah, you, you're familiar with PETA? Petal, Pete, uh, people, people for the ethical for treatment, the ethical, of, mm-hmm. quote animals, unquote, yeah. treatment, treatment of, anim- of animals. So what they, PETA was doing, they had employees, they had a van, and they went to all of these like veterinarians and stuff like that. They were like picking up these animals that they were, oh, we'll find them good homes, you know. And they had a van full of animals that they really just didn't want to see placed you know, because that's against their, like, religion. And they were killing these dogs and cats in the van with, like, injecting them. What is that for the Piggly Wiggly? And, yeah, I know. And what they, I'm telling you. I'm telling you the story. Where's what the Piggly Wiggly like, coming in? Yeah. And so what they did was they were taking them, putting them in black garbage bags, tying them up, and throwing them in the dumpster behind the Piggly Wiggly store. And they would do this, like, every... Wednesday or every second Wednesday, something like that. So they did like a stakeout and they, they caught them, you know. And but at the time that this happened, uh, I don't know how I was involved in dealing with the news aspect of this, but I called the veterinarian's office and I spoke to the woman who, who was like, Yeah, they told me we we're gonna find a good home for the, the mama cat and the kittens, you know, oh and blah God. blah blah. And and <clears throat> you could Google it. I bet you know you just Google Piggly Wiggly Peta, and you'll 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 find the story. But I mean, 
Yeah, I told you it was random. That is random. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, so Clarence Saunders, the founder of Piggly Wiggly, he finally gets ousted, right? Oh, and then sorry. he goes off to found uh, like a number of like other attempted grocery chains. The big one that he founds is is one called Kidoozle. Kidoozle. Uh huh. Where basically it's like a, a self service grocery, which is sort of what you describe. Like they like you go through the store. Really. The store. You you pick your stuff and then like. How would you record your choices? I, I, like punch card type things. Yeah. It was like get a receipt before you go to the end. So like yeah, basically yeah, yeah, you bring yeah. your receipt to the counter and then you just pay it and then your your stuff's all like it's. The it's, guy was it's a genius. It was a he great was, concept. And it didn't work. Yeah, it, yeah. Well, right. So the, the point it is, that, like, it really was too early. Well, yeah, it was. It, it was, was like was the other guy with Warren ninety Buffett. years too early. Oh, well, but like, yeah. if I, well, I was why, right why, on time. Why? Why didn't it work? It, it just like it. Not enough people did it. It, it wasn't. It was. I. I don't know. I. Can't, I don't know what his right. finances look well, like. Isn't but that right, what Amazon's doing? It right got now? covered by Time Magazine. But it like, got covered by. Oh yeah, but Dante. I mean, like, there's the thing is, just like having an idea too early means that you had a bad idea. Yeah. Like it's the same thing. Like just because like I thought of Hulu before it happened. Like I, I thought of spaceships before they happened. Like it, it like. Well, I don't mean <laughs> what you thought of. I mean, I, I, I actively took. You know, I, I, I made an effort to try to see if this thing, w- you know, would be viable and whether people would, you know, get. You know, I, I tried to make it happen. I didn't try to to an extent where I just gave up my whole life and you know, and I spent ten years yeah, trying to do it. Always I, talking I, about like, it. It was not the right time. Clearly. You can try something like that, but like if it doesn't work out and there's just issues you come across that don't make it profitable, then like you didn't, it didn't, it didn't work. Like it th- that, that wasn't a great idea. Like I agree with that statement. Yeah, because like if enough people doing it, then like w- then why weren't enough people doing it? Like did they not market it correctly, or is it just not as good as ideas everyone thought it was? Well, well it, 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 it might like have been a great way. idea. It just wasn't. It was. It was too early in the sense that like no, yeah. well we don't know. So for example, mm-hmm. if I had been in the position where I would have plumped down my own capital and built a prototype store or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it may or may not have worked. I mean, we we don't know that. I mean, but I, I never took it to that point. But uh, all I'm saying, it's just kind of, you know, hey, hey, this is kind of funny I, that I see this happening yeah. now with a- companies like Amazon. It's very, very similar to the concept. The, the way you... Uh, record the token, or re- the way you record w- what your choice is, is now you're clicking. You know, you're c- clicking an app or, or, or something. Right. But this was just where you'd walk in physically, you'd have a small footprint of real estate, and you'd have the product on the shelf that you can handle, which you can't do on Amazon right now. I mean, the, you know, but there are probably stores that are doing this type of... Th- I mean, in fact, I think I read about this w- within the last week or so, where... This is kind of a thing, you know. Some uh, I don't know that it was necessarily mm-hmm. grocery, but you know who there was a, oh, oh, a company actually, like that ben, did Benobos, this. Benobos is doing this. Like they have these like eat, they, they 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 started online and they started advertising in New York City by doing like these like public events where you'd go, you'd actually try <laughs> pants on and then you'd buy them. And then now like they're actually moving into these like little stores where you can go try the pants on and then also then you purchase them online. Do you know they sold the Walmart, right? Bonobos did. Yeah. Oh I've, man, congrats, guys. <laughs> Look I, at that. I think it's happened like a few months ago. I know that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've seen him in a lot of conferences. I've talked to him many times. It's really just, funny. This is just the first article I pulled yeah. up, but like there's other things mm. about that. Yeah. Congratulations. I did. Bonobos, uh, the, the sex monkey, has been purchased by Walmart. That's hilarious. <laughs> what do you have to do, do you with know, the do sex I really monkey? Like you don't know about Bonobos? Do you know what Bonobos are known for, Dante? N- n- no, wait, I don't wait, know what wait, that oh, is. Oh, man. The animal? Yeah. 
So when you're oh, funny it's an thing, animal? Uh, there's a funny uh, some of these subreddits I really like are like the the fan theory ones, um, which come up with fan theories about like you know like movies and TV or whatever. Right. But there's one fan theory that uh, brazers like porn. It takes place in an alternate dimension where we evolved from bonobos. You think, I think so? Is that's, a, that's hilarious. But it's a funny. It's, it's a funny idea. Yeah. So Dante, bonobos <laughs> monkeys. You know how humans shake hands. What? You know how humans shake hands. Yeah. So, so yeah. humans are all kind of like shaking yeah. hands. Chimpanzees are on cob and flank by like killing each other and beating the shit out of each other. Yeah. Right. Bonobos fuck each other. <laughs> Just constantly. Bonobos are sexual as fuck. <laughs> Just like, like the women calm the men down. Like they don't the the, the male chimps. Well, they're, they're kind they're of not called women, are they? The the bonobos. Ma- ma- they they should fight you by male like, chimps. Like if you and I got into a fight, Junseth would come and uh, he'd be like, "Hey guys," mm. and and mm. and he'd, he'd fuck us. And he'd be sexy and we'd calm time. down. We don't care. Yeah. You know, the, the, I'm I'm just saying for yeah. the record, some of the concepts that you guys think about. I mean, I or, or I, I it's just like so fucking bizarre to me. Yeah, I I, I don't <laughs> even know how <laughs> you guys know about this shit or what you know like that. Like it's somehow. Something that you spend I time. Bonobos all the time. Bonobos are about they're they're sex monkeys. Yeah, yeah. they're the they're, monkeys they're, you got to know about. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, I'm with you, Dante. Like, the, I don't want to think about this. It's not like on thing, purpose. The the only thing that I heard of was a a sex poodle, and that was Al Gore. What? What? Yeah. What? <laughs> Ty- do, do, do me I am not Go- typing Google. sex poodle. In. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'll no, do no. It. Google Al Gore <laughs> sex poodle. Oh my God! Is this a <laughs> is this a conservative conspiracy about Al Gore? No, this yeah. was this was a this was actually a statement that was made by someone he interacted with. Oh, I think a he was married at the said time. That Al Gore is a crazy sex poodle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was married that's at what, the time. That's like, what, he ended up uh, divorced right after that. I, could, I believe that. A masseuse. She, a masseuse. She said he was a. Sex oh, I remember this. This <laughs> yeah. is like, like she said that like he turned around and was like. Uh, give him, give me more. You know, like I need. Uh, but he was, he was, he was married. Something, something. I, I, I think he, uh, yeah. This really gave him some heartburn. Man. Yep. Yeah, but that's a, that's a, it's, it's a, a masseuse. Hug. Yeah. It it's a, right. She probably like. She, it said she was. She, she probably got bored. Right. Yeah. What? <laughs> she was Dante, probably the matter trying Dante. to give that's him That's exactly what's going on. Yeah. yeah. What? No, this was. Oh, maybe. I, I, I don't. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just telling you. They, they, they. It was a big deal at the time. You know. I remember that. I remember the sex poodle thing. I forgot yeah. about that. Like, yeah. A lot of this shit goes I out of my head. I remember all this shit. Okay. <laughs> so, um, Caduzel. What? Uh, I, 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 there was this book, but I don't think we're going to get into it because that'll take us like a whole nother hour, you know. But uh, did you want to look at this a brief, like this, this is obviously a public service announcement for Mark Zuckerberg. But, I mean, he did a three-minute little, this was today, by the way. What, what did he do? A few hours oh, ago. this is just the, this announcement, is the, this is the announcement he made about the election and the, the Russian ads. Well, he made purchased? several things. He made like eight oh, points. There's some stuff so there. It's like, yeah, so if you want to listen to the audio, because you don't, everybody knows what Mark Zuckerberg looks like. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but, no, but uh, if you wanted to play it, there's um, so many, there might be commentary so many funny making. It's news. Because, like, he, he releases these photos of him, like, doing, like, like there's one of normal him, like, people eating thing, sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, eating a they're captured, like, oh, yeah, I mean, a sandwich. This is what normal people do. People like food, or, like, uh, <laughs> oh really? So yeah. he he has to try well, to act like he's going to run for president. Eventually? That, that's what's going uh, on. No, I, I, from I, what I read today, it's like 
Uh, that's not going to happen. I, I, I know. Really? Yeah. You don't uh, think uh, if it's going to happen, it's going to be like twenty years. Well, I'll, I'll, put, I'll, put, I'll put ten bucks on that happening. Look at the next. How, but like when? I, not that long okay, from now. Well, I can see. I, I can see a long time. That, I think that, he, needs, he needs being, to work on some social skills. That, that's being debunked, like basically as of what's happening with him. But there's also a thing that, uh, about why it's so hard to trust Facebook. So he's now like working. You know, he's cooperating with the. Uh, the government to turn over no, information. What do you mean debunked? Like it's just his choice. Like if he wants to run for president, he can run for president. He's Mark well, Zuckerberg. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean you could. Run I cannot. For president. I, I am. No, I no, am too you old. could. You could. You could do it. I'm seventy nine. I, I wait a minute. I don't I'm even know. If too stupid. I don't even know if you're you're old enough. No one to knows. Be <laughs> president. I don't think you could run yet. But I, neither could Zuckerberg yet. He, I, I he, he, he would just barely be years, old I enough. Think by I, the I next. think the next election will be old enough. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty-four, well, right? That's what got to be. Yeah. Um, he's not running. I, don't know what it is. I mean, he'll, he, he's I not can see running. him right. We'll call him the hooded president. He'll go in his pajamas and a hoodie. It, do you think it's enough? What What does he bring to the table other than the fact that he's a billionaire? He brings a billion plus dollars to the table. That's that's like, a lot. That's a fuck mean, ton of money. You mean well, like Ross also, Perot? He has, is like one hundred percent name recognition. What'd you yeah. think of Ross Perot? He also controls the news platform, so we can Ro- really get Ross elected. Perot. I thought was also a billionaire that ran for a third party and got fifteen percent of the fucking yeah, vote. He did, which which got his party a shit ton of money the next election, federal funding. Actually, I think Ross Perot resulted in Bill Clinton uh, winning the there, presidency. There's a lot of theories about that. I, well, I don't no, know how much evidence there actually is. Well, he he didn't get a he he didn't get a plurality plural, 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 but like I mean Ross Ross what about Ross bro? He brought a billion dollars to the table. No, I'm, I'm just saying. And so win. that's just so just but because of the fact fifteen percent that's a huge amount, be, right? And and so so uh, d- could Zuckerberg get a double digit uh, number of votes? Probably one, one billion percent. If he's running as the main candidate, he's going to as a candidate for either of the major parties. He would well. I mean, which party? Would he possibly get the nomination? The from? Democrats, of course. Yeah. Right. So you every know, millennial uh, will vote for him. Sean will vote for him. I don't know that that would really happen. I like Facebook. They uh, <laughs> they're behind the React framework and some other cool things. Yeah, that's why Sean would like him. That's so why I like so him. and that would be a good reason for Zuckerberg to be president. President. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sure. Okay. He's also got access you're to a lot of shallow, communication. You know? In a world yeah, that Sean, you're a Sean's an idiot. I, I like Sean's Mark, an idiot. I, I think that's. An, I think Mark Zuckerberg becoming president is an interesting I, concept. I, I think Just like I think Donald Trump being president is interesting. So like, well, it's different. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of both. Um, I, like, I like both yeah, of those ideas. I'll, I'll, watch, I'll watch both those presidencies with, yeah. uh, with, great, with great fervor. Uh, you know what I like about Zuckerberg is I think I think we could do away with the NSA because he could just like go to Facebook, put his password, and just read everyone's communications. Well, well that's what's going on. I now. think he'll get to the point where he'll yeah. just tell his backers to be like, "Look, I have the data to back up. I have all the data. I'll just everybody. I can get." enough people to vote for me to win the election. Right. By just influencing I'll do Facebook, I'll do free so. Facebook ads. Yeah. Right, Dante? Isn't that the claim that, like, uh, Russia bought the entire nation off with, like, 3,000 well, Facebook ads? So, so, so couldn't he do it with, like, free Facebook ads? I, I, no, so, so the thing of it is, I so uh, how much... There were some Russian accounts that right. bought a bunch of Facebook ads. Right. But I, I don't think they're, that Zuckerberg is releasing... Any information about those ads? I don't think they. Went I think public he's releasing all of the ads to the uh, to the government. Right, but they're not to the public. Yeah, <laughs> which is hysterical to me. Why? Well, if you're going to release it to the government, why not release it to the public? 
Because well, maybe they're kinky. Maybe they're like maybe they influence the election by like them. selling Russian brides. But he played them. He played the ads. These are ads that played, right? So why not? This is what the video is about. So the video is about his like response to you know all of yeah, those I, things. I heard it I this morning know. on NPR. Like so, they're just talking what, about this video. No, yeah, it wasn't yeah. on this morning. Really? Yeah, the video is only a couple of hours old. Okay. The the yeah, uh, it, like a hundred percent. Okay, we'll fucking play the video. All right, here we go. Ready? Ready. It's not playing. It's playing. A lot of time with our teams on the issue of Russian interference in the U.S. elections. And I made some decisions on the next steps that we're going to be taking, and I want to share those with you now. I don't want anyone to use our tools to undermine democracy. This is literally That's what not we played what this morning on, on NPR. First... We are actively working with the U.S. government on <laughs> its ongoing investigations into no, Russian No, they just played this video. We've been investigating this for many months now, and for a while we had found no evidence of fake accounts linked to, Russian, uh, linked to Russia running ads. And when we recently uncovered this activity, we provided that information to the special counsel. Second, we will continue our own investigation into what happened on Facebook in this election. We may find more, and if we do, we will continue to work with the government on it. Third, going forward, and maybe the most important step we're taking, is we're going to make political advertising more transparent. So when someone buys political ads on TV or other media, they're required by law to disclose who paid for them. But you still don't know if you're seeing the same messages as everyone else. So we're going to bring Facebook to an even higher standard of transparency. Not only will you have to disclose which page paid for an ad, but we will also make it so you can visit an advertiser's page and see the ads that they're currently running to any audience on Facebook. Fourth, we will strengthen our own ad review process for political ads. Now, to be clear, it has always been against our policies to use any of our tools in a way that breaks the law. And we have many controls already in place to prevent this. Okay, so just, I mean, it's just Let me be clear. <laughs> well, yeah, but like, I mean, like, all that, all that he's saying is that they're going to make their, their ad review policy shitty by involving humans. Oh, but, but not only that. So if they're going to be so transparent, which he just said, why don't they show the ads in question to the public right now? Just, well, cause just it's do a, it. It's a promise going forward. Like, they're well, not going to no, do it in no, the past. But it's, no, it's current. It's present. The, today is today. And show us the ads today. So I would I would assume the reason they're not going to is because the FBI has probably instructed them not to. Right? I like I would, I would imagine. I wouldn't assume any of those things. I, I, would I, 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 I no. I mean, there's no basis to assume any of those things. I mean, if 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 that's the case, then he could just as easily say, "We'd love to show these ads, but we can't because we've been instructed not to." So. I, I'm maybe. Just, uh, maybe. No, I right. mean, like, <laughs> it's all a maybe. I mean, we're we're just, you know, I, I, we're just talking about this. So I I don't know what you guys think about it. Maybe it's not even interesting, but it, it is like a current, you know, thing that's going on. Sure. No, I, I'm just saying, like, like it, for me, like I hear I hear him say that. I like I I I wouldn't have I would not have expected him to show me the ads that they were like, you know, they're, they're probably just like Donald Trump, awesome. Hillary sucks. Probably, probably what the ad says. Well, then, so why not show that? Show us the, the FBI ads. probably says don't. Like, it's, it seems very simple to me. Like, it's if there's an investigation going on, then like generally you don't like release stuff like that. Maybe. 
Right? Is that because the facts of the maybe. case? Isn't that the case? No? We don't yes? know. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just... Well, I mean, I, your, I your, question was, your question was, why not? So, like... And, uh, you know, it, it, it could be the case, or maybe they're just deciding not to for whatever other reason. I, I, I'm not sure. So what's going on with Trump's cybersecurity team resigned? Oh, what, what is that? that? I threw that in there because I saw this like two weeks ago. I don't, I don't, I don't remember. We don't have to talk about that. But his <laughs> cybersecurity team <laughs> resigned. Fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I highly recommend. I did That's this great. yesterday, um, but I, I shaved the hair around my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's a good bet. So that, I, I that makes about as much sense as uh, yeah. that. that I, don't I don't even know how you do that. Statement. It's hard. I think uh, girls who have to like sh- like hair oh, down there have to shave. You have to do this. <laughs> I, I, this do, is, I, I think it is a tough is process like really for them. Because so, like when so you're trying wait, to shave he, like he your goes balls, from, it's not that he hard. He goes from being like, stupid because when he doesn't trying to know go why he down. put in a particular well, topic. To, and now he's trying to deflect. That's well, all he's, he's trying doing. To, he's trying to cover he's his stupidity, Dante. Yeah, of course. Of course. By adding more stupidity. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. My favorite thing about this is so nobody knows this, but like ICO Countdown, ICO Countdown earlier had like this guy oh. like putting a bunch of like gay <laughs> so, porn in the channel. So, 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 so Dante and Sean I see have this very happy-go-lucky game where Sean <laughs> tries to show Dante gay porn. Well, he so he he messages me on Telegram. Yeah, he's like, he hey, goes, check oh, out ICO Countdown. Dante, you got to go into ICO Countdown. Look at the most recent messages. Yeah. and ICO you know, Countdown, by the that's way, what he said, and is, I'm like, is, what? is one of the biggest chats right now. It has like sixty-six hundred people in it. Sixty-six so thousand, and it's a so people. It's a huge people. group on Telegram. Hundred sixty-six thousand. It's, right? it's the biggest pump group. Like yeah, it's a it's a and, pump. Uh, that's and you we went like in it. there, and what did you see? Yeah, of course. What, 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 was, what was in there? Yeah, Dante, describe it in guy. detail. So, so I, I hadn't been, in, in, <laughs> I haven't been keeping up with that group. I have to be honest. Right. You know, and I was only about like you know twenty-seven thousand messages behind. Yeah. So oh, yeah. you had to catch up. <laughs> so I, no, no, I went in there, and I'm like, ah, shit. You know, all right, I'm not going to scroll down. I hit the arrow, it takes me right Boom. to the bottom. And there's nothing there, and I'm like, all right, well, nothing interesting. You, know, I scroll up, and I went, fucking Sean, you <laughs> asshole. <laughs> no, it was like uh, I, he got you. I don't even know. Got you. I, so I don't know how much more there was because as soon as oh, I God. saw this image That's of like, uh, it was, uh, and it wasn't me. It was some, oh, someone went in God, there and posted a bunch of pictures. Oh my God! And it started off with like gay porn pics, which is one thing. And then it got into like a bunch of like nasty uh, like scat. And I didn't see that. Shit. And I, 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 guys yeah. shitting on oh, each other. And like one girl was like graphic. I mean, it's like, no it's like, it's like two that. girls, I mean, one cup on a blockchain. Yeah, it, it was like something it, like that. It, and uh, okay, it was, you don't it was, have to be graphic. You know, I mean, <laughs> but, but, guy, but the I, comments. I, I expect the comments again one day. One guy's like, one guy's like, for you know, one guy was like, disgusting. You know, for 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 a gay porn. Well, they, they, for a gay porn chat, you guys was, sure talk a lot about but, cryptocurrency. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh so, th- yeah, that's hilarious. So, Dante, I'm reading this here about the Nancy Pelosi stuff. So, what happened here? This is obscene. Like, it, it looks like her own supporters turned on her. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, uh, so, let me give you, like, a little bit of the synopsis. So, so recently, I don't know if you guys have been following any of the news. Did you hear about um, some of the... So, I, I guess Trump was... Doing some kind of maybe uh, dealing or, or you know whatever w- with the Democrats. Okay. So he wasn't getting a lot of action, you know, from the Republicans. They're like, you know, or his giving wife. him a hard time, and um, I'm sure he does fine. 
bro. <laughs> you know, but and that's disrespectful. I mean, she's a nice lady. She's very Melania? intelligent. She speaks five languages. Oh yeah, sure she does. Does she really she's speak five languages? Five languages. Oh, there, I, there so, is no she, way so, that oh, lady is smart. Oh. Google how many? Go, go, come on, bro. You I, rely on Google sure, all the time. I, 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 she's I, just, I think she probably she is. speaks five fucking languages. Here's yeah, the thing. She, she the, is a show. So just because she has an accent. Well, okay, I when she speaks English, I didn't say that. I, 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 she might be intelligent, but a lot of the first lady duties that are that need to be performed, Duty. like what, are not done by her. Ivanka steps like in what? and does it. I saw a video recently of uh, they had a bunch of kids from like some engineering team from some high school right. come yeah. in and they did a photo op with the president, and it wasn't. It seemed like it was the president and the first lady would be the like the first lady was organizing this, but it was it was Ivanka. Like I see Ivanka. Acting as like maybe she's first, maybe she's which, married which, to Trump, which makes sense. No, because I think she, I, I she's think, a smart one. I I don't think you want Melania uh, talking that much. She does, she, especially she, when you're getting accused <laughs> of being like a Russian well, spy or or, or affiliated a Russian, Russian spy. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, 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 Russian sorry. affiliated. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and your wife happens to your wife happens the Russians. Stop, full stop. Who accused her of being quote unquote Russian affiliated? Yeah, Sean. I mean, the whole like uh, the whole Russia. But uh, so you're not Trump following. Thing. You're not even following what's happening with this whole Russia thing. There, it would be such a deep dive to get into what is current right now with this, the, with respect to the whole Russian. All, all I'm saying is bullshit. That there's, there's people because it's all bullshit. When, okay, that's fine. But people are right. associating Trump with Russia. No, no, but it, it, this is changing now. The, okay, the, the but, truth but, but has that been has coming been, but out. That, but that has been Other a, details but that has been a very, very general out, thing. Which we're not talking well, about whether tonight. Whether it's true or not, it's just a very general but, thing. But so what does she have to do with that? She just happens to speak Russian, and she has a Russian accent. Does so she speak Russian? She speaks That's German. That's one of the languages? She speaks German, well, she's and she That's was like talking Russian. to Putin in German. She's Russian, though. She's not Russian. Melania's not Russian? No, she's I don't not. know anything about Melania other than she was mega hot when she was really young. She... She's still mega hot. No? So, okay. You so don't she, think she's hot? Nah, not my type. I didn't ask if she was your type. I'm sure she's pretty. Uh, she's mega hot. Uh, let's see here. So how do you spell Melania? M-E-L-A-N-I-A. Uh, Trump. Okay, let's look up uh, Wikipedia, which will tell us all, because they are the oracle of... Everything that we ever need to know. English, French, Serbian, and German. So she, she's, so, she's, Serbian. she's Slovenian. Slovenia? Slovakia. She's from, so she's from Slovakia. Slo- Slovenia. No, Slovenia. Slovenia. That's, well, she's Slovenia. from Slovenia. Okay, so that's, which is, got, which that's was, not Russian. Uh, Russia is a country. I know. Okay, I'm just making sure. It's in Africa, idiot. But that's my stupid... It wasn't that interesting, but my point was that she has a, she has a Russian like accent. So she's got a, a so like accent. I'd keep her away from things. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, she's, like, she's, like, she's like she's like a Betty Ford. You gotta you gotta her keep her accent. Away. <laughs> she has an accent, and I, I don't I, like uh, people with accents. I'm sure she speaks Serbian. <laughs> she barely speaks English. And she speaks uh, f- how many languages? It's five. Five. That's five languages. It's it's languages you, you, know know what, you know what? Here's the thing. I, I think I've decided recently that like speaking multiple languages is not a sign of intelligence. Okay. It's a sign of being European. It could be. I think that's. I just she, think that's that, that just happens to be true because like like yeah. most Europeans uh, uh, seem to speak. Like, a, there, I will tell you one language that she does not speak. English. Esperanto. Yeah, that's certainly true. <laughs> but like, like, I, I don't know. Donna, here's weird. the thing. Like after yeah. after the Republican convention, where I saw her like give the same speech that you know Michelle Obama gave, that I, I just can't. 
I, I cannot ascribe intelligence. Oh, well, to I'm lady. glad you mentioned that. Yeah, because the, the speech that you're referring to, yeah, that Michelle Obama gave was given by another person. Was given by uh, so, Bob Dole's so, wife. So all we're all we're doing is like passing the buck. Is well, like well, who they well, stole why the speech from? No criticism. I didn't, uh, I didn't uh, say that. Uh, but Michelle they Obama have was a smarty pants. They have speech writers. Okay, but so you didn't say the same speech that Michelle Obama ripped off from uh, Elizabeth Dole. Let, let me let let me say this: I don't believe that Michelle Obama sat in a plane bragging about how she wrote her own speech. Well, somebody asked her if she had written, her and she own said, speech. "I did it all by myself." Well, what she did? <laughs> no, I'll tell you exactly what happened with that situation. She was speaking verbally, you know, probably over the phone, with a speech writer. And the speech writer is like, you know, tell me what you want to say and what the thing. And, and they're, they're getting a treatment from the person who wants to make the speech. Yeah. And she was giving a treatment of what she wanted to say. And there were probably things that stood out to her. It would be no different than if you were inspired by some book that you read or a person that you heard. You know, there are different things you could say. Well, you know, uh, you know, I'm inspired by Eugene Fama and uh, blah blah blah. And then the right speechwriter goes back and they take, you know, a, a chapter and verse from a, a Eugene Fama presentation or a book or something like that, and then they apply that for you to say. And all you know is that it's kind of along the lines of what you agree with. And, you know, but right then and there, you're, you're, you're sunk because now they're going to go ahead and hang you supposedly on your own petard because, uh, aha, you know, you, uh, you, you plagiarized. Well, no, someone else wrote that speech. So it's the responsibility. Of, and, by the way, the person who wrote the speech took full responsibility for having fucked up and done that. Right. I just think that I thought the quote that Mich that Melania gave on the plane was I wrote the speech every word myself. Well, I mean, she didn't write it. She she so that no, just, no no. No, uh, writing it in that context because no one if in a million years thought that she sat down and wrote it like she's the only one giving a speech that didn't have a speechwriter involved. I mean, that's ridiculous. Well, she's the only one that said she didn't have to be right Well, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, give me the exact quote of the conversation that you're referring to, and we'll, we'll, you know, we'll dissect it. All right. But we don't know that, right? We don't know exactly what the context was of that conversation where they said, did you write this all by yourself? Or I don't know how it was asked. I don't really know exactly how it was answered. And I'm, I'm sure... Well, that okay. it's being taken out of context, give and me, I and I think it was a gotcha. I guarantee you that whoever asked that question already knew that there was a speechwriter involved, and it was a one hundred percent a gotcha question. Could have been. Oh, pff, come on, really? Why would you? When was the last time that you heard anyone go to Michelle Obama and saying, "Who wrote your speech, uh, Michelle Obama?" I in think she, as I remember, she volunteered the information herself. So. I don't. I don't think so. I in think an interview she was with asked. NBC News taped ahead of our convention appearance and posted online early Tuesday. Mrs. Trump said of her speech, "I wrote it." She yeah, had, but she but added uh, that she had a little help. Okay, all right. So, and and what was asked of her when she said, "I wrote it," or "Who wrote it," or whatever? I, I you know, the bottom line is, uh, people. Even, uh, you know what, even like people that are, are composing music, 
have to be really, really careful. Let's say they're composing chords or they're this or that. You know, look at Led Zeppelin, uh, Stairway to Heaven. You, you know that controversy? Yeah, I mean, they, they basically stole the riff from... Uh, you, you, yeah, I mean, so... Now is it is it the other, Mac? Who, who was no, it? I thought it was the Yardbirds. Somebody else. The Yardbirds. Which is somebody, weird right. because... Uh, what's his face? The guitarist was also part of the Yardbirds. If I... <laughs> so... Why can't I think of his name? That's sacrilege. But, but the, 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 point, the point that I'm making is that people who do anything creative, page, whether wow. it's uh, lyrics or whether it's chords or, you know, mm -hmm. the riffs or speech or writing, what, whatever it is, they, they have to be really, really careful when they, you know, consider, you know, where things come from. Is this, uh, especially if you're, we uh, have if you're uh, giving some permission to run a portion of the conversation. Again, this is a conversation with Matt Lauer, Donald and Melania Trump on board the aircraft uh, after their arrival tonight in Cleveland. Your wife is going to get to speak to the delegates right. about you. Has she gone over the speech with you? Did you practice it on the plane? I read once over it, and that's all, because I wrote it and uh, with a little help as possible. So. Are you nervous? Uh, it would no, be okay I'm, to be nervous. I'm excited. Yeah? Yeah, it's an exciting night. What do you want to tell the delegates, Mrs. Trump? Okay, so a little help as possible. So she, she got help. There was a speechwriter, and she told the speechwriter what she thinks and what she'd like to convey. That's all. I mean, where she got those ideas in her head, I mean, are we supposed to reach into her head and say that, oh, these are my original ideas? I mean, you don't I, even I necessarily don't know. I mean, know. I, I'm mean not, you, I, she might have been inspired by wasn't Wasn't that speech that Michelle Obama, that she gave, and it was only a little tiny segment of something that was even in question here. It was like a paragraph or... You know, and it was like a as a content as a content maker. Yeah, I cannot imagine reproducing someone else's content unless it's for parody. But why is there or no like criticism from you or anyone else about the fact that Michelle Obama reproduced chapter and verse Elizabeth Dole's content? I mean, I, I, well, I, well, what I, this is what gets me. It, it's like this is a big deal. But it's, it's just no funny. one like, is. Fu it's, I, is it funny to you that Michelle Obama? Yeah, it's hilarious. Stole to me. chapter. Well, why, Absolutely why hilarious. Why is that not being discussed? Why is that not? Because the, the question on the table is whether Melania. Is why smart is or that not? on the question? Because why is that on the table? That's got nothing to do with smart. I, I don't think she's particularly smart. But like, I don't. I also well, don't. Based I, on I don't, what? You have no basis for that. Based on the fact that I don't think she is. You, you have no basis in fact. For that, generally, I assume most people are stupid, and like the evidence. Oh, all right. Well, then, like, if everybody's stupid, then 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 that's fine. You can just say everybody's stupid. I'm most stupid. Sean's stupid. Yes. The whole yes, world. Yes. Yeah, that's Trump is stupid. Probably. Yeah. That's, those are all good. Those are really good. Josh. Those are all really good basic assumptions. Stupid. No, I, I no, think the opposite. He, I wait, think are that, you stupid too? Absolutely. All right. So so who's not stupid? I, I don't know. That's that's. I'm is, not. So, I, I. But I think she might Fama be particularly stupid. stupid. Everybody's really stupid. Fama's just it. a guy. Sometimes Fama's a guy too. Yes. Okay. Good. So you're saying that Melania is just as stupid or smart as Eugene Fama? No. No. I, well, I'm not. They're, I'm all, they're both be, stupid. Yeah. They're, they're probably both stupid. They're just okay. People. So yeah. yeah all right. I don't think so she's. I don't cares? think that Melania. So it's, so it's a non-issue. I, I don't really. know that Melania has. I don't think there's any evidence that she has taken particular interest in like intellectual activities. 
You have no evidence for for even speculating that. But, None. but the presumption she the, speaks the, five languages. How did she learn five she's languages? She's European. So every European every person European I know speaks five languages. Basically, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know I, if that's I true. Think that, I think it might be true. But it, it, it's I a don't know. It is. I think that's common. But it's it also makes fuck. It also <laughs> makes a fuck ton of sense because you're like. You're uh, surrounded by 30 other countries that, like, most speak different languages than I you. I mean, it might and, be true. And, the people and there, no one speaks Serbian. But if you want to, like, function. The people, ne- the people in the country next to you speak whatever language you speak, but they also speak the language of the person next to them. So, like, you yeah. end up, like, well, growing up dad in a couple of four languages. countries, and you... Right. Well, but, I mean, but... But was he smart, Dante? Yeah, he was a pretty smart guy. Okay. Um, but he spoke English. He spoke Italian. Did he learn them before the age of five? I, well, he grew up in a household where they, oh, okay. you know, spoke exactly. Italian. Like, so, so you grew up in an area where there's like a lot you of know, languages they, being but spoken. They, 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 but they kind of forbade, they for, forbade Italian being spoken by the children in a the household. They, they wanted English only in the house. But, but he was, you know, he, he did learn German, you know, when he was in Europe, you know, in World War II. And he learned, uh, I think he also knew some Russian. Because, I, 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 I know that. Donald Trump does too. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> Russia Russia's been our ally more than they've been our enemy. Since when? Like, go back in history, man. Russia's been at our side all the way back in American history. Russia has been a huge ally. They were an huge. ally in, in World War II. Well, they were our ally. Uh, yeah, but... Not but. They were. Kinda. Full stop. Full Part of the stop. War. They were our ally. Uh, so here's the thing. Yeah, but like but there's nothing. always been a tension. But that's th- you can say tension, but it doesn't alter the Dante, fact Dante, that Dante, they Dante, were our ally. Ally is very Dante, nuanced. Dante, when the Soviets, w- right. w- when when Germany fell and the Soviets sacked Berlin, Churchill had a con- they all had a contingency <coughs> plan because they weren't sure if the Soviets were going to stop. Like there right. was a peace uh, between like us and Great Britain and France yeah. and Russia, but we weren't sure the Soviet Union was going to like not come after. The Western Bloc, but if you go back the to Western the Western countries right after Germany, if you so go like back to either the Civil and, 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 War and or the since Revolution, like World War I, Russia, Russia before, was there with us. But no, I'm going back to American history with X, uh, well, a lot the of Civil our relationships with other countries or, or, or the Revolutionary from, War. You know, Russia was totally had our back. They did. I mean, well, I, I, I don't know. It might be surprising to, to hear that. Just to say. Either way, I mean, they, I hate to make this a, a, a Google SERP well, show. I, I you think know, a lot of I think uh, a lot of our uh, a lot of our foreign policy with Russia historically is right. If, foreign if policy is very time, complicated. If there's I, any I times we're on the same side, I, I would I, I would be inclined to suggest that it just happens <laughs> to be in, in, in Russia's best interest to like take our side. So if it's like early 1800s and we're still having a, a fucking whatever with Great Britain. Um, Russia and Great Britain have always been like ha- had like <laughs> uneasy alliances when they did. Yeah, and I can s- definitely see them taking but the side mm-hmm. of uh, helping us out to, uh, you know, uh, you know, have some check against uh, well, not, Great Britain uh, because because uh, a, a lot of a lot of this uh, like the, there are a lot of uneasy alliances and uneasy enemies and a lot of like this could go either way during World War One, right? So World War One. Like kind of gives a I, good I idea, think, of but like I'm how even complicated. going back way before that, right? Which way bec- before World War One, right? And a lot of these political like tensions and and uh, and and foreign policy uh, uh, I, I, I frameworks say. were, just, were very. Com- like it's, it's just very complicated. Like it's well, just hard to. I, I, I just want to point out. It's hard to defend I, Russia's the biggest like a, the, the biggest skeptic yeah. that I had known when it came to the. Uh, uh, the Soviet Union, like splitting up and the whole nine yards, and that was like I, I, 
can't remember what year that was. It was in the 80s, right? Uh, yeah, it was I mean, in the 80s, 89. like 85, 6, I don't know. Yeah. But when the Soviet Union, maybe earlier than that, it might have been, I, I, well, I can't recall, but I remember when it was happening, right, when that was supposedly happening, and I just remember calling bullshit on that. You know, I mean, on everybody, on the whole Soviet Union thing, everything's like, you know, uh, Hershey bars and roses and whatever. And I'm saying, I'm just not, I just wasn't really buying, I just wasn't really buying the Soviet Union breaking up and like, we're, now we're going to become like friendly with them. And I, I just, I, I, I was so skeptical about it. So the way we have the, mistrust of them now really is a lot more aligned with my thinking back in the 80s when they were, you know, uh, breaking up the Soviet Union. I, I just didn't, I, I, it just didn't sit right with me. But, you know, what is also a little weird is when you look at how, uh, you know, when the last administration and you had Hillary uh, Clinton go over there with the remember the reset button? Oh yeah, yeah. And it, it, I it mean, was a takeoff on the easy button uh, from Staples. You know, so they. She, do you remember this? Okay, so she mm -hmm. presented. I guess it might have been their ambassador or somebody. She presented the the equivalent of the easy button, but it was supposed to be reset, but it was in Russian. It was supposed to say reset, you know, like reset our relationship. Oh, yeah. And um, I, I, I heard they at the, the time they got it wrong and it, it, and it meant in Russian overcharged. But I think it actually meant something different than that. I think that was an incorrect uh, translation. It, it, but it meant something really that you didn't want to say. Uh, <laughs> it was embarrassing. Well, it's pretty you know, bad. Hillary Clinton's always been great at no, foreign policy. Right, right, right. But foreign policy is uh, hard. But look at the. All I'm saying is, look at the intent of the way they were trying to steer this whole thing. And say, oh, all right, everything's all good, and you know we're we're make strengthening our relationship with Russia and everything was fine. There wasn't a lot of skepticism and all of that up until. In fact, there was no skepticism going on when this was happening during the campaign, the, the, you know, the Hillary campaign. You know, the, 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 there, was there was probably a lot more ties with the whole Russia thing with uh, the other side of the campaign because I think there was some allegations of, uh, I don't know, there was some stuff that got dumped and it was like trying to derail her versus the her uh, thing just, with uh, Bernie Sanders you know it's just it's just any foreign relation especially with Russia is going to be one of those complicated things it's fucking hard as fuck in the world. It's, it's really hard what do you look at I'm just going back in Twitter just like <laughs> oh, I, I had okay. a I, I had a Roger Veer that was here <laughs> on the cross yeah <laughs> I had I have an old picture of uh, uh, where I had Hillary Clinton hitting the reset button with Donald Trump that I made Oh really? Yeah. Like them hitting the reset button together. Yeah. So I like anyway. that. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh nice. There you go. Yeah. Um, that was the night of the election. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, let me get back to my uh, Google Doc here. The Russians <laughs> just want warm water ports. What? 
That's true, actually. That's, that's largely true. That's why they go for like Crimean shit. Yeah, that's been like their main oh. thing for like hundred hundred. So wait, years. I'm sorry. <laughs> so this whole thing came up because Josh asked about Nancy Pelosi. So <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> uh, what? Yeah, oh, yeah. I did. Yeah. That was like huh? an hour ago. Yeah. All right. So so what happened was um, Trump was negotiating a deal with. I still think Melania is stupid, by the way. Chuck Schumer and <laughs> Nancy Pelosi, and I'm trying to you remember a, Ivanka who's recently. Right? Ivanka over Melania, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What about her? Sure. Ivanka's way hotter. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. But, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, <laughs> one's a lot younger. So I, I don't know if hotter means, you know, younger, hotter is well, because she's Melania younger. Melania look at, like, 25? I don't know. <clears throat> but... Oh, oh I bet she's like a supermodel, dude. Oh, she was yeah. a supermodel. Yeah, I think she was. Oh, I know she was. Yeah. Um, you, know who's, you know who's really hot and cute? Is uh Gal Gad Gal Gadot Gal Gadot the uh the Wonder Woman actress? Oh, I've heard this. Oh, yeah, yeah, you should look yeah at, the new. Uh, everybody movie? listening, yeah. I, yeah. I recommend she's looking Israeli, up uh, right? Google Google her name and then like uh like cute interview. Uh, yeah, she's, she's really just, good. She's just really cute. So uh, she's great. She's great. I actually want to see that movie. I, yeah, is it in the theaters already? No, but it's on popcorn time. Oh. <laughs> well, I know okay. what that means, but like, <laughs> you cr- if you if you download a popcorn time, you can it's watch on there. Popcorn time. That means. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. Anyway, so anyway, so what happened uh, recently was that the Republicans really weren't cooperating very well, you know, with with, with like Trump with, with on a lot on of what? things with Trump. You know, they're, they're I don't know what it is, but they they obviously they weren't really backing him to begin with. He wasn't really a traditional Republican candidate. Right. It was more whatever. So in any case, I think he finally got to a point where he says, yeah, all right, I want to get shit done. And if you guys are not going to work with me, guess what? I'm, I'm going to go cut a deal with the other side. All right. You know? So anyway, he sat down with uh, the Democrats. He sat down with Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and they had a lot of negotiating, and you know they 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 uh, you know they I don't know what they did. They had dinners and they had some FaceTime, and essentially what happened was he was offering them a potentially more softened position with this whole DACA. Uh, he was going, you know, DACA was going to be removed. It, it was a decision with the stroke of the pen that Obama had done. <laughs> and it's arguable as to whether or not it was a valid thing that he did. But he, I think he, it, it was there was a threat that he was just going to say, I'm going to undo it, and that's that. So he was discussing with them the potential of him having a more softened position, but I think he also wanted other things to happen Maybe it had to do with his wall. He wants to have the wall done. Okay. Do you really believe that, that the wall's going to happen? Is that like... I, I think he. it has to oh happen. I, no, I think it has to happen because it was an absolute promise that he made to his constituents. And I don't know that you can walk it, that back. Th- there's going to be some wall easily. built on some segment of land. And it's going to be like I, this I think is it's the It's going to be very sick. Like and one, the rest one, of the wall is going to be... One giant strip. I, I, I never... <laughs> I, there's no, I like, there's I, nothing I love, stopping it from happening. I love happening. the wall as like this thing that's coming <laughs> that he's going to build. 
that he can well, always. I, I like the idea of him using as a bargaining chip. I like I like the idea of him just throughout the next four or maybe eight threatening years, the wall, being like, "We're building the wall." I, I like it as an idea. <laughs> if he doesn't build it, the it's wall, it's very allegorical. I love if, it. Like, if he I, does not build, I, a, Sean. If he doesn't build the wall, then he'll get elected for be, another four years. There won't be another four. No, he won't. He won't be reelected. I, he absolutely will not be. Well, what it if will he, be a, well, what if, he will be what if, failure. Or, what if he has to get elected again in order to finish the wall? It so. won't happen. <laughs> no, I mean, you're fine with that analogy, but I mean, it, it's not yeah. going to happen. It will not happen. I, I don't see how he can build, a, like, get the eminent domain shit passed in well, four years. So, so I don't know how much eminent domain shit is needed. You know, I don't know how many, what the exact distance is or whatever. But so here's the deal. So the government does eminent domain better than anybody else because they're the only ones who do it. Yeah. Okay. So if if some stuff gets hung up in the courts or whatever, I don't know how long it takes to make an eminent domain declaration. I, I, I mean, I think probably like three to five years. I doubt it. I think eminent domain happens pretty much like, boom, we're saying this is going to happen and it happens pretty quickly. So they they give you fair market value. We're paying you, and you're out. And that that's how it works. So we're we're commandeering this piece of land. So, but 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 let's say he does everything that he promised. Yeah. Do, do you have a problem with that as a conservative, by the way? Eminent domain. <laughs> uh, why would I? I mean, it's like a violation of property, isn't it? Like you will well, sell this to us. I, I isn't, isn't that in fact the argument against like for gold? Like gold, <laughs> basically the eminent domain gold. A- eminent domain is. is I think inherent in eminent domain is that they have to have a solid, viable reason. And and I, I'll give you an example. Let's say if you're building a railroad from one coast to the other coast, obviously you need to uh, cross properties that are owned by someone else, and it's for a very strong, sound national interest. And, and that's kind of what what it's supposed to be required for the purpose of uh, employing eminent domain. So now if you're going to do it willy-nilly, and and it has happened in some places, and I disagree with it, uh, there have been places, I don't know if it was done by the, maybe like more local governments, like state or, you know, whatever, city or something, and they say, wait, we want to take this property and we, you know, we want to declare eminent domain, and then they make that property available for someone else, like a developer, to build on it because it's going to give them a much bigger tax base than if it was just raw land or something. That I have a real problem with, real, real, real problem. But if you're, if you decide, hey, we really need a railroad to transport goods, you know, interstate commerce, and sorry, the railroad's got to go somewhere. And you happen to own this land, so we're going to have to take that part of your land. Well, not only that, but they're paying them for it. But when you think about it, if if you owned a huge parcel of land, like several hundred acres, and they put a railroad through it, you're still going to own whatever land is on either side of that, whatever they didn't take over. So your land, especially if they put a train station, (laughs) you know, uh, that's on your land, all of that property became incredibly valuable. Less. No. <laughs> no, because those were all the train stops and those were all the, you know, th- those became, that was an incredible windfall for the people who had, let's say, you know, now they were probably lobbying for, I want a train station on my 
piece of land that I just huh. got paid for, you know. But anyhow, so, so, so no one Trump's, Trump's doing the, what's that? No one wants a wall. No one wants a wall. Well, because yeah, that's not going to be oh, improved. The people who elected Trump a train on a wall. Well, when you say no one wants a wall, who's no one? Well, what the, does the that people, mean? The, the, the people, people that are they're taking the land from. Yeah, they're taking the land from. They, not take, they don't take the land. They buy the land. They buy the land. They forcefully buy the land. Well, they buy the land. Now, they, they, by the way, I don't know. Well, when you don't have any traffic coming through in your area, you're not going to get like the benefit of like, a, it's not like a train. So let, keeping let, people actually from going through your, that area. All right. So, so, so set aside the train. <laughs> you have... You have uh, 500 acres uh, somewhere in Arizona, and it's uh-huh. like desert or, or, or something. Okay. And that piece of land that's real close to the Mexican Mexican border mm-hmm. is absolutely worthless because it's dangerous. You have you, you have these coyotes coming over, and you know whatever, whatever. And a lot of these people, if you if you ever saw the people who are actually in most of these border towns and border properties. They are freaked out. And I'll show you some other time the actual footage of interviews of all of those folks. In fact, wait. Um, there is a, you can go to a, a, a website. It's called theycometoamerica.com. The guy's name is David Michael Lynch. And well, that's he, not a very unfortunate name. And he did a lot of, um, yeah, he did a lot of, like documentary style stuff where he went down to the border towns. He interviewed people. So you watch the series of videos uh, that he had put together. He did a lot of work on this subject. If you look at this stuff and you see what the people feel about it that, that live in those areas and how kind of terrorized they are by uh, what they have to deal with being, uh, you know, at the border, I, I think you would completely change the statements that you were making because basically you were just kind of pulling them out of the air. What I don't. I, don't I, what I, I, could, I What? Which statements? The ones that you were saying that none of those people that are on, on those border properties, none of them want a wall. Well, I, I, I mean, I think, you're, you're just pulling well, that out of your ass. I think the point there is that the wall is not providing that same value that you're saying that train stations are providing. I didn't say that it's providing the same value. I don't think you're, he was, that, That's I, I don't a think, false I was just, equivalency. I don't think you said that. I, 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 was, that I, was, I was really, I was really just referring to when 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 you're going to have when you're going to be subject to eminent domain, uh, the government coming in, um, having a train put up by you. Well, it's, to get it's off very, the train because than that a wall, was a wall. So 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 so, was, so don't don't get hung up on the train because that was an example from hundreds of years ago. Forget about it. That conversation is like past. So we're now we're talking about the wall. <laughs> now talk about the wall. These people, a lot of them, their sentiment is such that they would probably donate their land and say, please build the wall. If they're going to get paid for it, that's mm. a big bonus. So the bottom line is it, it, it would improve. It's Texas. Just give them guns. Their Arizona is what I mentioned. Oh, okay. Well, it's Arizona. Just give them guns. Or just get the fuck out of here. <laughs> well, so the bottom. So the bottom line is, it, so it if really, you, if you're improve. longer the walls, is buying property near Arizona a good bet? I don't know. <laughs> All right. If so you think the walls, if you think the walls actually going to happen, because then the government's going to buy it from you at like a premium. <laughs> it's not really a premium. It, it, it's, 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 right. it's, it's already like baked in the cake. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's already baked in. To the value of the property. Yeah, maybe, maybe what you do is you, yeah. the president was elected yeah, based right. on yeah, that. Right. So 
that's probably baked into the appraisals. The price. Yeah, that's that's it's a, just. It's just you know, what do you think? Oh, like, I, I don't think that anybody thinks it's going to happen, Dante. To be honest, I I do think it's going to happen. I know you do. I'm saying if you believe that, you should make a bet on it and go buy the land because I don't think that <laughs> I don't think that anyone I think it's believes baked it's into happen. the price. So I don't know that you can buy this and have that happen because I think it's already expected think, to happen. I think that that my point would be that I don't think that anyone expects it to happen. So if you truly believe it's going to happen, why are you not betting against it on a prediction market? I don't think th- you believe it's not going to happen. I do. You can I, go I don't bet. believe strongly can, that it's not going to happen. I believe it's pretty. Uh, although I do believe you strongly. Not, that. You oh, don't. No, not, no. Not, not. I, although I, I don't <laughs> think uh, what prediction market. First of all, it's illegal to make bets on prediction markets. So. No, not if you have a, uh, you know, use a uh, a proxy and uh, go bet like you're from uh, with full knowledge Kazakhstan. that it's illegal. So, <laughs> but you do that all the time. I'd never put any bets uh, on I'm, I'm just market, kidding. So. I'm just um, kidding. <laughs> no, but so wait. I don't know how sidetrack we, we've gone meta meta like we've turtled all the way down. We always Wh- turtle. Where? All right, we'll come back to whatever we we, we, we digress to. But the point of it is, uh, he started to work with the Democrats to you know try to soften his position on DACA, which is might have been a big. You know, uh, a, a, a negotiating point. Mm-hmm. You know, say I'm going to repeal DACA. Boom! I'm going to just like sign the pen. So, w- the thing of it is, one of the things that was on the table that they wanted to, they were going to fight next about, was whether to increase the uh, debt ceiling. Okay. Time after time, the Republicans put up a big fight, and they oh, I don't want to have that happen. And they go through all this, like, you know, uh, kabuki theater, you know. And at the end of the day, they just raise the debt. Of course, because you have to raise the debt ceiling. So what he did was he said, (laughs) no, he put it on the table as an, okay, we'll raise the debt ceiling up until December 12th or whatever. Got to raise the debt ceiling. So, but what my 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 point is, he, he kind of made a, some implied deal together with Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. They made a big announcement, and they were like, "Aha, we we you know we we got part of what we want." But her supporters, she was trying to address a bunch of her supporters. One of these Latin groups that were Hispanic groups that were again, you know, the I don't know the pro. Uh, anti-DACA, the, the whole, you, you get what I'm saying, like her constituency, okay? Mm-hmm. And she's trying to address them. She's on a, you know, a, 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 on a stage, and they've got signs, and they're flipping out. They're like, you're a liar, and you don't, you know, like, it, she, they, they were just chanting, and they were, like, shouting her down, and she's not used <laughs> to that, you know? It was terrible. They were, like, in her face. They were like, ah, and so... They, she lost all her patience, and she was like, "Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! No! 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 Stop! Stop! You had your say! No! No! Stop! Stop! No! No! Stop! Stop it! Stop it!" But she goes crazy, <laughs> and it was really bad. I fucking red Dante. <laughs> I I know. I'm sorry. Feel better now. Oh, that's great. So, yeah, I got it all out of my system. Well, so why, why were they so upset, though? Because she cut a deal. Supposedly. The, so what? She it's good, though, right? Don't Schumer you want a deal? announced that they cut a deal with Trump, and they're like, you can't make a deal with Trump. It's, they're trucking Nancy. 
No, but they are going crazy. So in other words, what they thought was she thought more like, they would get credit for. Wait like, a second, though, hey, like, look what so, we so, brought to so, you. But what what was the deal? Well, I, you know, maybe the implied deal in their mind is that maybe Trump's going to get the wall. He's not going to get his wall. <laughs> well, no, no. That's look. You can say that. You can say that all you want. Say it. Do me a favor. Get it out of your system. Okay, okay. No, no. Okay, how many bananas do you want to bet that he's not going to have the wall? How many bananas? I will bet you some money right here on this show. You said that you don't bet because it's illegal. No, no, I said I don't bet on prediction markets. I'll put a bet on on the show. It's a friendly bet between two gentle folk. Okay. But in any case, you can say that as many times as you want. But the point is that... He wants the wall. He says he wants the wall. His uh, supporters it, yeah. voted for him for that. And they are flipping out on the other side because they're not we- they're not okay. willing to make your bet. Because they're like, if, if they had your position, they would say, well, I don't care. He's, it's never going to happen. I, I know. So why would I be upset? That's what I would say. Like, why are they upset? You know what I mean? I'll bet you 50 bananas the wall doesn't happen. 50 bananas. Okay, I, I will see your fifty bananas, and I will raise you ten bananas. I'll take ta- I'll take that sixty bananas. Sixty all bananas. Right. Is that okay? Okay. So uh, we will see. <laughs> well, uh, I guess right. it's four years can from I, now. So this thing well, no, it, it doesn't have to be completed. Can I do something? I mean, it has bananas? to go into action yeah, and be built. Uh, Sean's you know, going to use the bananas either way. Eminent so. domain and you know all, all that sort. I, of thing. I'm just telling you, Dante. Before, I don't be, think he will be, build before, any of the wall before his first term. Runs out, the, the those wheels will be in motion of that wall happening. But but it won't matter because it has to be done do by mean? the. No, it doesn't have to be done. I mean, what if part of it? What if th- these parts are done or they're being built? I mean, so how long does it take to build? A there's wall? already parts of the wall that are or parts of a wall that are done. Right, and by the way, did so you there, know? Here's here's the thing about it: the the, rhetor- the wall's largely rhetorical because like the large parts of the wall that aren't done are one. All the hard parts, uh, eminent domain-wise. Number two, uh, there's a lot of parts of the wall that don't. There's a lot of parts of this, that, like the space, that don't need a wall because it's giant, enormous desert. Okay, here, he, he, <laughs> go take a look at the website that I mentioned. This a couple, I, I of, got a couple it up. of years I'll, I'll old. Watch, I'll watch your videos. A couple of years old. Yeah, and you will see, you will see parts of the border where they had this huge. Uh, steel or whatever it's made out of, you know, it's looks like hurricane shutters, you know, like 24 feet high or something, and it goes on for miles like three miles, <laughs> you know, and then it ends, and you have a little rickety wooden corral fence like that looked like it was out of uh, the Wild West. It, it's just like it's bizarre. It, it there. It, and there's other things too. Um, <laughs> you'll see in this video where they have stations, like uh, like tower stations, like a little mini tower. And at the base of the tower, you have uh, like one or two or three five-gallon water jugs. And there's like a big red button. If you need help, hit this button, and yeah. it sends out a signal. In other words, and, and but the, here's the ironic part. Not only, do, you know, it's fine that those are there, I, I guess. You don't want people dying in the desert. Right. But they're, they're written, the signs are written in like, I think, f- five different languages. Yes. Four, four different languages. Makes perfect sense. So you've got them written in Arabic, 
You've got them written in Chinese. You've got them written, obviously, in, in, in Spanish. But it's like, why do we, why are we, you know, have signs posted in Arabic and Chinese from the, from the I, I Mexican mean, border? I mean, huh? Because we know who's coming across. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. So that I we guess that's all those. If the wall does get built, and then like the cartels like innovate and like wall they they right? technology, yeah, exactly. And they and they find a way to like get like the average person. They hop over to like make monetary sense. Like we'll like we'll loan you money if you work for us. When you get over the wall, like we'll help you get over the wall. Well, I mean that's always you know you're right actually because that is always going to be a cat and mouse game. Dante, and that that cat and mouse game is never going to end. Why? But the bottom line is... Why is a wall better than like a bunch of drones? Dro- what are drones going to do? Well, what, what if a bunch of drones What, what are, happens if a drone sees what you? If, what if you can classify a bunch of drones as a wall? That's what I'm wondering. Like, what, like if a drone no, that's, sees that's you, then you would... That's a stupid rhetorical it's thing. It's a sci-fi wall. It's like it's a, a sci-fi that, wall. That, that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, what if, what if, 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 if drones see you and then like you know that yeah, a person's out there, then, then Wait, we can send authorities. No, it's not a person out there. There's a drone out there. Yeah, well... It, so no, what are they going to do now? But the, then, then the person, then a person goes out there. That's not how it works. I'm just saying. Why not? Because it doesn't work that way. Logistically, it's not real. Well, that, you that's you have not a, team a real that thing. That covers like I don't know, 15 uh, square miles. You, you don't need drones. You could have satellites somebody that today. Well, sure, sure, okay, yeah. But how do you? How do you? How do you dispatch and get someone out there? And now you're dealing with people who are already how deep into the perimeter. I mean, I, I mean, now we're discussing things. Well, well, it's a question of which is a better for idea. A long, for a long time. So. The, yeah, okay. Well, they, they, they have that, you know, they have, you know, perimeter, perimeter stuff right now that is electronic. But it, does, it still comes down to the issue of a, a wall is a pretty big... Phys- uh, and here's, uh, and I'm going to tell you why. Uh, I'll give you probably a better answer than I've, you know, posited so far. If you have a wall in place, it is not very subject to the willy-nilly of the next administration or that administration, you know, back and forth, and somebody says, oh, we, we're not going to enforce that, Okay. It's it's really difficult. I mean, it's a it's a serious deterrent if it's done in the right way and it's a physical wall. Uh, there are some people that will get over it or or un- under it, but you know you still want to have to fight it, you know, and deal with that. But at the end of the day, there's nothing to stop you if you if there's a, an imaginary line and they say. Don't cross this line. Yeah, okay, you're right, yeah, right. And people cross it and they'll do whatever they're going to do. Now, if if it's require if it's necessary to have a group of people with guns to, you know, to to deal with that 100%, then they have to chase them down, they have to catch people, they have to do, you know, law enforcement and, you know, maybe hurt people more so than they would if the people were By the way, do you realize that the people crossing the border Right now, it's down seventy percent. Seventy percent. Do you know why? I haven't asked anybody who didn't cross the border why. No, no, no. I assume assume the responsibility. You know, you don't have to Trump. Well, no. The reason is the change in the philosophy 
that he brings to the administration. So, in other words, they're they're not seeing, you know, something that's encouraging people to come on down and, you know, come over and you're here and you get free stuff and you do all this sort of thing and don't worry, everybody's going to pay for Whatever. They're not seeing that kind of a welcoming attitude. I mean, I don't know why you think it's funny. I mean, why why would you explain, Sean, why the the number of people crossing the border illegally, why is it down 70%? What would you posit? I, I don't know. Well, that's right. and So it's not really a funny thing. It's a factual thing. It's down. And it's down because I, this administration is taking a different attitude. They're taking a no-nonsense attitude. So even without the wall being built, is it not very symbolic of the position of this administration. Look how it's discouraging people coming over the border illegally. I mean, I, I, I don't know I, where don't. they're from. It doesn't matter what country they came from. But they, they, they shouldn't be crossing the border, period. Well, I, I, don't, I don't doubt that it's down largely because of the administration's like policies. I, 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 don't, I don't know exactly what like, the, the administration is doing that like the Obama administration. I mean, Obama... Uh, deported more people i think than like any president before him ever the definition of deporting that you're referring to yeah. and, and i i know about that and you if you change the definition of something so if someone crosses the border yeah. like let's say you have a drone and and somebody grabs you yeah. and they send you back over the border yeah if you change the definition of deportation into that then yes. Isn't that deportation? No, it's not. Oh, okay. the, the deportation has a has o- previously always had a very specific I, I think it's gonna definition. Be, I think it'd be great if he did build the wall and like people just come to it to like draw on it and like there's gonna be people against it, they're gonna build like they're gonna build a big blockchain. It's a giant blockchain put, wall. Put dicks a bunch on of it. a bunch of crazy people are gonna show up and like be like yeah. fuck this wall and they're gonna like try to do things and the people are gonna draw on it, and the other people are gonna take pictures of it. It's just gonna be like a big it's gonna be a Shepherd thing. Ferry will do like little people are gonna people are gonna balloons. walk up and down the wall as part of like a thing. It sounds like, great. I think I I, I do with that. I, I do want I do want a wall to be. I there. wish you were funny. I mean, I know you want to be funny. I mean, which is fine. I'm not I, don't, I don't have I'm not to do funny. this. I'm just in I just, a serious way. But, but, but what I'm think, saying I, is, I just think it would be your, fun. Your be humor fun to have is like it's kind of dumb and stupid. It's really not funny. Well, yes. So say something funny if you're going to be a clown. I mean, I don't care. We funny. don't even need to talk about it. <laughs> no, but I mean, it, it, it's, it's just funny. It's, just it's it's clown talk. I mean, it's all it is. So we can move on to the next subject, and I don't mind. But but it's kind of like you don't really have an opinion about it, like that. That really, I'm just saying. It's whatever. You know, it's well, just, you, it's you clown. Have a strong opinion about it. Well, I don't as much. Well, you don't even know much fine. about it. No, I don't. Exactly. I just know that'd be fun to have you a wall. Just, well, yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I bet it would be fun, mm-hmm. frankly. I, I, you know, I, I would like to see, uh, I would like to see how, you know, I, I, we don't know the efficient. By the way, this has been voted. This was voted on a long time ago. You know that? Yeah. I mean, that's why we have Congress. Of the wall now. Well, no, that's not really why they, oh. they maybe partly. But they voted on doing mm-hmm. this quite some time ago, but they never appropriated the funds. 
to do it. That makes sense. So it was all like, you know, you, you know what I'm saying? It was all bullshit. It was like, yeah, we're for this. And they did all this sort of thing. And then they don't appropriate the funds. So it didn't get built. But they had bits and pieces. I, I was, by, by the way, I was of the opinion that like Trump was going to be like uh, impeached by the end of the year. Yeah. But at this stage, I think I'm not of that opinion. I, I think that oh, he yeah. is. Yeah, but you I, still owe me a thousand dollars. A thousand dollars? Yeah, that's what you bet me. So you think he's so. gonna? You think he's not going? Maybe anywhere? a thousand bananas. What's no, that? Was a thousand, I thought anywhere. it was a thousand dollars. Well, there's no chance I ever bet a thousand dollars. I was never sure enough. So, so, so it was a hundred. It wasn't a thousand. I just remember he, you don't one think he's with a lot of zeros. What's that? You don't think he's going to get? I don't think he will. But I think I think it's because he won't build the wall. I think he's like coming around to the shit. Well, I I I think. I, I think, I, think he, I, I wouldn't even be surprised at this stage if he like runs on gets a second term and if the Democrats love him because he like passes health care. Uh, well, they're they're working on health care right now very strongly. Well, I mean, I, yeah, Cass, the guys uh, you got Cassidy and who's a doctor. Yeah, uh, and there's a guy who um, I don't think very much of, which is uh, McCain's same sex uh, partner. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 what? Uh, what? 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 Yeah, revealed no, here. <laughs> no, you have the same sex senators. The, the same sex senators. So you have. Um, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on him because I, I really can't stand this guy. Uh, he's in the, the, the South, like Car- South Carolina, North Carolina. Uh, Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham. So it, it's it's a bill that's being put forward by Lindsey Graham, who I. You know, and this guy Cassidy, who's a doctor, and they're trying to pass this healthcare thing. This is happening like like this week, like right now. I don't know where it's at. You know, it's like very close in terms of the number of votes that they think they can get. But anyway, so who knows? They, I don't know if they're going to get it. You've got Rand Paul, who is. Um, you know, threatening to not vote for it. Well, that's typical, right? This is all. This is all like mm-hmm. very, you know, dry current events politics. So, anyway, this is a Bitcoin show. So, <laughs> let's talk about Segwit. Are no. we? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, know, is that, I, I think it's. I think it's. Uh, I think it's. A, it, yeah. Do we have much else? I don't uh, know. I mean, it was a very short show. Oh yeah. Well, uh, well, well it's one, short because I slept through the last episode. We just took the notes from there. Right. So wait. Move them over. One last thing that I want to talk about. So, uh, by the way, ABC News skipped the entire coverage of the people protesting Nancy Pelosi. Well, that doesn't surprise me. All right. Is that is that everything for the news? You uh, good? I think so. All right. I think we're good. All right, guys. Sean, where can they find you? You can find me as King David on Cam 4. <laughs> I, I watched your show this week. It was really good. Oh, I'm glad you no, I didn't like actually it. see it. Dante? Oh. You know, I, I, I've been hanging out a little bit in this cozy little chat. There's not too many people and some of the topics... These are all Bitcoin people, but they talk about some of these other things. So it's bankruptstates.com will take you straight into the Telegram chat. All right, you want to talk to Dante? Bankruptstates.com. Bankruptstates.com. And I'm Junseth on Telegram, Junseth on Twitter. Uh, You can talk to me there. And this is Junseth's World. (laughs) I completely forgot my sign-off. Well, let me do the sign-off, okay? Yeah, you want to do it? Yeah. So, uh, hey... We're chucking up the deuce of the South, and until then, St. Catherine. Pray That's for close. Us.
Close enough. This is John. So chuck it up the deuce of the South. The masses ended. Go in peace. Saint the masses ended. Go in peace. St. <laughs> Catherine. Pray, pray for, for us. us.